Welcome to the PropMX.com show. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGKW Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOsports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do math this stuff. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah! Welcome to the show, the Pulp of Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Dot com. Thank you, everybody, for listening and tuning in on this Monday night. Happy to be with you. Happy to be talking about Hangtown. Happy to be giving you the Moto Info. Uh, thanks again. I'm Steve Mathis. And uh, with me as usual on this great Monday night is the man, the myth, the legend, the innovator, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? I'm glad you got that right. The innovator. Have you innovated much lately? No. Oh. The innovation uh, stopped uh, about two weeks ago. Stopped on a Sunday night after you got the award. <laughs> Correct. Did you bring the award by? The award is uh, one of my mechanics had. It's like oh, the Stanley yeah, Cup. Yeah, yeah, you just pass it on. We're going to pass it on. He's going to have it two weeks. He sli- they, everyone sleeps with it and yeah. you know, does whatever yeah, they need nice to do with thing. it. I'd sleep with it, too. It's awesome. Uh, I'd pick up some chicks with it is what i do. Dude, I can't pull chicks. Yeah, you can't. No You're way. Right. Uh, hey, thank, guys. I don't have the looks like you, bro. If I did, I'd be nailing them. Thank you. We... Uh, what, what, what were you? Nothing. Tongue-tied? Nothing. What, what, you, what, hey, you. we have a great show tonight. Whoa, whoa, who's on it? We have a really good show tonight. Who's on it, dude? We have great guests. What? Oh, really? Kenny, why don't you tell everybody the listeners who we have on the night? <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> you know one of them. Oh, it's one of the greatest of all time in Supercross and Motocross, Ivan Tedesco. Ivan Tedesco, everybody. For all the haters, on. I hope everyone's tuning in and you guys could call I'm, in. I'm a believer. Oh, I'm you're a, be- a believer I'm now. I'm a believer. <laughs> oh, Give me wow. some hot sauce. Give it to me. He got a little spicy this weekend. Oh, he was good. Uh, hey, Ivan Tedesco is going to be on. Mitch Payton is going to be on. His boss. Dude, and, I, got uh, and, little, so- I got a little bone in, to pick with him. And in some ways, your boss. <laughs> right? I mean, come on. Yeah. Realistic. He's every, anybody that rides for Mitch, <laughs> if, even if, if you're paying, he's your boss. Right. He's calling the shots. Uh, exactly. Uh, James Stewart's going to come on, too, which is cool. And that's your boss. My boss. No. Yeah, he is. I, uh, he owns you, bro. And uh, Chad Sanner. Uh, I don't Chad know if you Sa- have much to do with Chad Sanner in your day, but good nope. guy. Nope. Chad Sanner's coming on. But he used to race. Yes, he I did. remember he was a racer. He was. I know, I know Chad. I like Chad. Chad's a good dude. Uh, owner of 1110 Mods. And thank you again for tuning in and taking your calls, producing the show, and generally wearing ugly Apple T-shirts. Is other than the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Oh, he fucked that Hello. up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't. Yeah. What's oh. up? Hello. How are you? Fine. Thank you for complimenting my shirts. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. What are awesome. you wearing today? Yeah. Sandoval asphalt or something? Yeah, yeah, no. Nope. Uh, no. I got uh, another Apple shirt on. Apple polo shirt that's probably, oh, I don't know, four times the, the price. It's probably six Here's times. There's another thing about Apple that I don't like. All right. Hey, jackholes. Uh-huh. You capitalize the first letter in a word, in, in a title. You brought this up last week. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Jackhole. Yeah. You can't make your own capitalization. Sure you can. You're not your own entity, your own language. Capitalization, I think that's a sound drop. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks again. BTOsports.com. X-Brand Goggles. FMF Racing. Good, I hope Fly so. Fly Racing. Works Connection. AGV Helmets. Vivint Home Automation. Tech One Designs. We're going to give away a graphic kit, a Pulpamex graphic kit. Out of? From Tech One Designs. Out, out of? of? Minden, Nevada. 
Uh, Free Gun Underwear. Uh, thanks, Free Gun, for coming on board. And by the way, did you know Free Gun sponsors Justin Barsha now? Yeah. No, but they I wrapped do. Themselves you know, up do, the, they, the do sponsor, they do sponsor Jamie Gardner, one of the top intermediate amateur kids in the world. And if people don't know what the date today is, it's 521. That's the kid's number. So follow him on Twitter, at jgardner521. It's nice to see you helping out kids. It is a, today is his day. All right. And then we want to welcome on a new sponsor. Oh, boy. Here uh, we go. Um, thank you to Race Tech for coming on board for, the, for us for the rest of the year. Race Tech, people who don't know, Race Tech's been around a long time. Paul Feed there, um, one of the smartest men I think I've ever talked to, uh, suspension wizard. What and, am I, uh, chicken liver? Yeah, when's the last time you revalve a fork or a shock? Never. Uh, we're going to do a, g- a giveaway for Race Tech. We're going to do, there's a 20% discount code off, uh, off Race Tech. Pulp Show 2012. Um, so if, you, if you're getting some suspension work done, tits, yep. Pulp Show 2012 will save you 20%. On anything they offer, and uh, let's not forget they've been around since 1984. They are the world, world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension company, and they have gold valves. They have they're they're high, they're big in the vintage stuff. They they actually make shocks from scratch for vintage bikes. They're 100% guaranteed and made in the USA, and they offer do-it-yourself uh, kits as well as uh, suspension technical edge suspension seminars that you can join. And they're they're one of their top guys that they help out. Uh, Derek Anderson this weekend. Motorsport Kawasaki privateer guy. He ran up front for a little while, or just outside the top ten anyways. And he's a race tech guy. So if he, they can do suspension for him, they can do suspension for you jerkies. So thanks, Race Tech, for coming on. And we've got the giveaway stuff uh, coming up. We're going to do suspension, complete suspension service uh, soon, and then the hats and a shirt and all that. Uh, pay attention to that. Uh, great show tonight. Thanks, everybody, for listening again. We have a special guest in studio, Kenny. Very you know special. It. Yeah, very special. All the way from England. Um, <laughs> England? Where is she from? They're from Australia. They? Yeah. We have a woman. There's only a woman, Steve. No, we, the, the guy's wearing a headset, right? He can hear you. Oh, shit. Hey, uh, Milan, what's up, man? What up, Milan? Hey, guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming in, checking out the show. And then Casey, his lovely girlfriend. Yep, she's here too. Thanks yep. a lot for having us. I feel as good as uh, Bubba did on Saturday, I bet. Yeah. Wow. Uh, now, Milan made a, a nice uh, donation to the Road to Recovery in our name to, uh, Thank to you. for this opportunity to sit in studio. So, don't all you jerkies keep emailing and asking to come in studio. Milan stepped up big time, and this is what we, we – we thank you for doing that, by the way. That's really cool of you. That was a pleasure. So, uh, 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 you must be rich, man. You're seriously. You're a, you're, you're no, they're all, loaded. They like went to Vegas. Hey, Vegas. Yeah. They went to, to uh, California. Uh, Sacramento. Mm-hmm. They're here. Mm-hmm. They're going to Freestone this weekend. What and do you then do? You're going what to do Hawaii. you do for a living? We're going to Hawaii, right? I'm an explosives engineer, so I work with – Engineer. Yeah. There Stamp that. Yeah. Stamp it, bro. <laughs> Yeah. That's so glad time. to be a friend with an engineer. Finally, I finally made it. Um, <laughs> nah, I'm, ge- long time hey, ago, I'm guessing your your favorite rider is uh, Chad Reed. Nah, nah. Ah. Honestly, um, my favorite, well, that's riding now. My, I'm favorite, t- is I'm when, my favorite is when you move the mic just a little more up. Closer right. to yep, your mouth. There guys. you go. Yep. There you ah, are. Sweet. Okay. Speaking Who's your mic. favorite? Um, Dino. Dino? Yeah, man. He's Canadian, so I understand. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, he's just. I liked him back <laughs> before he started winning. Now he's when he was Canadian, yeah, back then. <laughs> nah, um, Dino and It is my second favorite. No, he's not. No, nah, I, li- I like. Hey, I, I know a lot about It. Ask him. Uh, he stocked It this weekend. Saw Good. Him, saw him at dinner. Saw him at breakfast. At least saw someone, him at someone needs to stock his ass. Uh, Since I ain't there to stock him. Someone and also, one of Milan's highlights was meeting Tim Ferry and Yogi at the race. Oh, yeah, he's just an old school moto fan. So, uh, thanks, Kenny. Thanks for hanging out. Just chill. Ah, Casey, hang out. Much. Something in the fridge. Hey, whenever whatever. you want to jump in and ask a question, don't. 
Yeah, I won't. <laughs> Shut up now. Um, no, feel free. If that you, was worth. That was your thousand dollars worth right there. Now you just sit here and don't say a word. Uh, thanks to KTM Parts Online too. Those are those drunken Australians I met. They made me say it. They made me say it. They gave you some money for it. No, they, they I just haters. had to say it. I had. I. I wanted to make their day. So those guys. There's a lot of Aussies in Hangtown, man. Hey, there check it out. Guys, I got a those KTM Parts Online guys. I think I met another two dudes from Australia. They had a flag and everything. Do you see them? They were carrying a flag. Yeah, there was a chick as well with them. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, they were the ones that they're from the same area as me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Speaking of Australia, I think we're going to try to put a little uh, program together. Daniel McCoy, who rides for the Hart and Huntington mm-hmm. team in Australia, is going to come ride Colorado. So he's, he's coming. At the moment. For who? He's coming uh, for himself. Oh. So I think we're going to try to help him out and get, get a, a mechanic and take a truck there and oh, that's cool. help him out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You but know, that's what we do for you know our, right. our uh, family in Australia. Was, uh, was Mike Horbin there in Hangtown? Don't know. His contract was up after Supercross, bro. Oh, yeah. I didn't see him there. I thought he was doing nationals. I thought I thought he was doing it, but uh, I don't think so. I, if I was him, I wouldn't. Why? Because nationals suck. Um, whatever. Uh, hey. Um, again, Hangtown came and went this weekend, and uh, let me ask you a question well, about Hangtown. Yeah, let's how, do it. did you how, watch it? Did you watch any of it? No, nothing. You were in Havasu. He just looked at the results to see how today. I didn't. I, d- well, I didn't. I didn't. I followed on Twitter, and I yeah. was trying to hit up him, and I was on the lake I when was, I was texting you. Yeah. I was on a sea doo. <laughs> I was on the back of a freaking sea doo. My friend was riding it, and I was. I told him, I go here, ride this thing, and I went into the glove box. <laughs> and I had my phone in a in a Ziploc bag, yeah. and I was trying to text you when he was riding because I knew it was about time yeah. that the motos was over. And, and, then, that's, and that's when you sent me the infamous text, you still think IT suck, you asshole. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that would have been about that yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus probably about 18 vodka tonics at the end right, of the day. It right. was, um, hey, how come they – the, Let's the, talk about Hangtown. How come the lights moto goes off at 5 o'clock at night? That's pretty gnarly to me. How are you supposed to get a flight home early? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Apparently uh, – That fucks everything up for me. That well, makes me not even want to go to the You might be the only now. guy that, that cares about flight home early. Yeah, you're probably You right. know who did have a flight early was Dan Bentley, and he was out of there. 8 o'clock, he was flying out. So. Perfect. Hey, was there a lot of people there? Yeah. Yeah, there was. How was the traffic getting out? Oh, by the time I leave, it's always good because I'm one of the last guys to leave. You're the first one there, last one to leave? I don't want to say my that. My dad would have yeah. loved you if yeah, you worked, I don't if say you worked that, for my dad. You're absolutely right. Um, I'm a hardcore guy. So, um, no, traffic was good. It it it, uh, it was a good crowd too. Is that Vegas? Good, good part of the day. What? Show me pictures of his favorite rider. Oh, huh? Um, what do you think of uh, Hangtown though? James Stewart, one one. Hey, I I'm not surprised. Come on. I'm not, dude. I've been a John the James bandwagon all year. That guy is. I mean, dude, pull the should... clips. Pull the clips. <laughs> dude, I knew. I mean, did I? It could have went either way for sure, but it didn't surprise me, put yeah. it that way. I mean, he's obviously been riding the bike. He's obviously been doing the time because mm-hmm. there's no way he'd just been riding two weeks and went out and could ride that pace. I mean, I heard the track was super gnarly rough the second moto. Second moto was bad, yeah. So he had to be in decent shape. Right. I mean, it, it sounded like Dungey kind of closed in on him and maybe Lappers, I heard, cut a jack with Dunge a little bit, but who knows? Well, you tell me. Funny you say that. We have one of the Lappers on the line. Is that Nick Way? No. No. Nope. JT! What's up? Oh, fuck, dude. That's what I heard. I heard you were in the way, guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm racing out there, too. 30-29, JT. What happened? Uh, I, I just went too slow. <laughs> Wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it's been a long time since I've been out there. So. Line, of the, line of the night on Sunday and dinner, uh, talking about Twitter followers, and JT's like, I don't know. I followed everyone today. 
Um, um, but hey, yeah, um, a rough hangtown for you. You had to make it through to the LCQ. Yeah, I just uh, <clears throat> my first practice was terrible. Like I was just so rusty, and uh, I don't know. I've only ridden I had only ridden six outdoors like six times before the race. So and that's since whenever uh, I raced. I you know I practiced a little bit for that for that day period, but since really since '09. So <laughs> hey, what was his um, moto finishes? Thirty twenty nine. Thirty twenty nine. So yeah, when you were when when, when you get when you were getting lapped by Stewie and Dunge, what place were you in? Oh, I don't even. It doesn't matter to me. I can care less. But I you're care still, less if I'm in sixtieth. And you're still racing. <clears throat> well, he's let, still racing. Let's uh, let's talk about that. Did you watch the race on TV, or did you realize yeah, I did. it? At the I did. Okay. Well, I mean, we I got some tweets about it, and we got some voicemails that we'll play in a little bit. But uh, actually, let's play let's play the voicemails now. JT, here's some voicemails uh, directly specific, directly at you. Uh, one good, one bad. So let's uh, let's play the voicemails and 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 uh, you can hear what people have to say. That's a voicemail. Hold on. Now, how many of you listen to anything or see anything about Rocky and don't think JT? JT didn't know you before. I'm glad you're on the show. I'm glad to call in. Got a real newfound respect for you, uh, not only as a writer, but as just a man himself. Very well spoken. I think your opinions are very fair, non-biased, um, and you've gained a fan. So next time you're giving away a helmet, next time you're giving away gear, hopefully I'll get a shot. Take care, you guys. Now, uh, I agree with almost everything that guy said, except when it comes, you're not fair and unbiased when it comes to Chad Reed. Oh, I'm going to be now. <laughs> there will be it will be very fair and unbiased the next time I have that conversation. Trust me. Why? What happened? Is it the, no, the after fast after the the fair and unbiased comments he made I, on I, his I, outdoor preview, dude, I did hear that, and be, I was blown away that he would talk like that about you. That's all right. Okay. Well, that's well. Hey, you know what the funny thing is? JT has more ammo in his gun on Reed than Reed has on his in his gun. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's that's the that's the good. Um, and and unfortunately, we're gonna in an. Name Do we of, have to play the bad? Is it really? Is it really? Yeah. Uh, let's let's play the bad. I think people want to cover this. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, I just wanted to wanted to make sure you guys don't forget to ask JT if he's on tonight. What the hell he was thinking? Well, he uh, completely threw Dungey there. It was the second moto. And he was battling for 30th place. Thought it was kind of uh, a rookie move on his part. But <laughs> his pot! <laughs> All right, thanks. What do you think, JT? <laughs> Your pot was sucky. Uh, honestly, I had no idea that Dungey was there. I mean, I'm not... <clears throat> we don't have rearview mirrors on our bikes. Right. And uh, I was kind of in a battle with Wes there. I, I don't, you know, obviously we weren't doing good. But Wait, still, who are you? I who's he in a battle with? Like, Wes Smith. Whatever. Oh. I mean, if, if I just moved over for everybody and let Wes go and let everybody go, I'm going to get yelled at. Like, it's not like right. we're not racing, too. And you know, it's not like I was trying to get in his way. I had no idea he was no, even there. No, of course, so. yeah. You've been around long enough. You're not out there to jack with anybody. It, it no, did, like, it, I, yeah. I, I felt him coming. Like, I didn't even know he was there until we hit that double and I looked over. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, oh, shit, Dungy's there. I got to get out of the way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, until then, I had no clue. Right. Like, no idea whatsoever. So, I mean, if, if I see him this weekend, which I will, I'm going to apologize to him. It wasn't – obviously, it wasn't anything intentional. I'm not trying to well, affect the outcome of the race. It just, also uh, too, you know, unfortunately, yeah. just how it went. Also, too, uh, you, you were in the worst spot on the track. 
to hold a guy up. Yeah, all those all those lines come yeah. together. So, yeah. I mean, if I even if I would have known he was there, I would have tried harder to get out of the way. I just really had no clue. I mean, yeah. they weren't really blue flagging us. They were kind of before they got there, and then it's just kind of a free for all. Like you don't know what's going on. You you know you hear bikes all around you, and uh, me and Les were side by side. So, well, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean it obviously wasn't good. I'm not I'm not like happy about it, but. Yeah, it just you know, it wasn't anything intentional. Yeah, no, of course not. I think, and I think you know, you being a professional for as long as you have been, and and don't take this the wrong way, being lapped as many times as you have been, um, you're not. I mean, you know the game. You know what I mean? Like, I think all the guys out there have respect for you and understand how it works. And there's no way you intentionally tried to hold anybody up. And you no, don't have 100. Yeah. If I knew he was there, I would have made every effort to get out of the way. I just, ha- I honestly had no clue. And you don't have a rep uh, for doing that among the guys. You know how the, everybody there's always those no, guys. No, I'm pretty. Yeah. I try to be conscious about it. I mean, it just uh, unfortunately it was just one of those deals. And like <clears throat> my boss, when I came in, was like, "Man, you got in Dungey's way." And I'm like, "Really? Like, yeah." I knew I moved over for him at the time, but I had no idea he right. was even yeah. right behind me or anything. So it was like the first thing I did when I got home last night was look, and I was like, dang, man, I wish <laughs> I, you know? Yeah. It was just like a bummer. Like, I, I felt bad watching it because in my head I had no clue. Uh, where Dungy. I've seen guys in the yeah. past where they're like, they look over and they like race them and race for the line and stuff, and that was definitely not anything I was trying to do like that. They, so, uh, I mean, Dungy said on the podium that in a rare, rare show of emotion, he's like, yeah, that was ridiculous. Those guys were ridiculous or something, he said. So for him, that was... Yeah, like, that's fine. I mean, yeah. it, I'll talk to him man-to-man about it. It wasn't, you know, right, if right. he feels it, ridiculous, it was ridiculous, then yeah. I'm sure I would have been mad too, but it definitely wasn't All anything right. Let's let's uh, let's, move on. let's so. move on from there. Uh, how rough was that in second moto, man? I watched it today. Obviously, I watched it at the, at the track, and, and it, it looked rough, but, I mean, you can only see the section that you're standing in, but I watched it today on TV, and fuck, that was crazy. It looked rough. Yeah, the track was brutal. I mean, for me, especially that hard pack, blown out California type track is mm-hmm. not not good for me. And I, man, I was <clears throat> I was like hating it, but at the same time, I haven't ridden a national in so long. I was excited to be out there. Right. Um, it was just you know the conditions weren't favorable for me, but everybody obviously had to race it. So I'm not making excuses. It just yeah. wasn't. I don't think anybody out there had much fun. I'll put it that way. Right. Right. The uh, um, and. You, I mean, obviously you know this, but you really got to make those first practice sessions count, don't you? Yeah, totally. And I obviously wasn't ready to go out there and do that. I mean, yeah. I came around all day. Like my first one was really bad, and then my second one was fairly decent for like how yeah. the whole second set of practices were. It was okay, but obviously, like at times, are so much slower. I was yeah. kind of you know I was screwed. And then the concert was okay, and then the motos obviously wasn't great, but <clears throat> compared to how practice was, it wasn't. Yeah. It was it was a step forward all day. Like I just continually got better all day. So, right. you know, it was a terrible day as far as results wise. But for me, how like the first practice went till the end of the day, the people I was like racing with and how I got better, it was it was you know it was right. encouraging. It's just man, I got a long way to go. So what um what are your thoughts on Stewart going one one? Uh, man, I. I Kind of what I expected. Really? Real, to be real honest, all, the, these, uh, all these guys calling yeah. it. Watson's the same way. Come on, yeah, one I one. Mean, I'm being, that easy. I, I mean, if you talk to anybody that I talk to about it around here, that we, because I mean, we obviously sit around and bench race all the time. Right. It, it wasn't that surprising. <clears throat> I mean, that's the bike he wanted to be on. That's the bike he felt like he was comfortable on. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows if it's mental or it's actually something to it or what? But right. I mean, you're gonna if you're 
going to tell me that Chad's out, Bill Poto's out. You know, those are two strong guys. So really, for me, and this isn't a knock on everybody else, but in my head, when I look at the field, I feel like he had to be Dungy mainly. Like, that was the guy he was worried about. Right. Period. Right. Well, Everybody else, I, I feel like he has covered. He or said, he, I think he feels like it. He, he said coming in, he was hoping for a top five. Come on, though, right? Yeah, I think that's me. I think he's being trying to be respectful there. Right. right I really right, do. Right. I think he's trying to not make anybody mad or step on anybody's toes. Dunge was but when a, you've won. Dunge was you've a, won as many races as he has, and and you've gone perfect seasons and won titles. Yeah. You're not you're not going to come in there and look for a top five. I just don't believe that. Watson, you know? the second moto, Dunge was a minute ahead of Alessi on, on a two minute track, half the track. Unless he got third, or yeah, unless he got third, second moto. I mean, it, it, that's did that, I, you know uh, that what, does not bode well for the rest of the summer. Did you know what <laughs> I? You know what I did see on last night on oh, Speed? They had saw? they had some stuff, and they they showed some like battling with Alessi. Like he was like. Giving them a run for their money. It well, looked, like, looked yeah. like he was getting a little. Yeah, I didn't like some. Of I his think moves. it was some he, of the moves were kind of skeptical. Michael like they got alongside of him, and he just like gasses the shit out of yeah. him. And, like, yeah, I, I, I'm dude, and he crossed him a couple times. I was like, man, it's like the first race of the year. Yeah, like that's that's his mo though. He yeah. always has done that. Yeah, yeah, you didn't. He's done that since day one. I, I just just what you. I think those guys know to expect <laughs> it from him. Honestly, they're just like, oh, here we go. Well, I'm not saying it's right. I, I don't race like that, but I think that's just that's what he does. That's how he's going to race. He, I mean, whatever. I, I think I don't think they were like freaking out after the race, like, oh my gosh, you right, know what I mean? Right. I think they just know that's what's coming. Dude, he got a big ass start. The, the <laughs> yeah, second he did. Moto, dude, it looked like he got hey, shot out of a cannon. And, uh, and the first, um, the first moto, he went backwards pretty good, but they they made some suspension changes for the second moto, and it made a, obviously made a big difference. He was. A, he was a different guy in the second moto, regardless of his of his. Day. How did he qualify? Fifth Third. or f- no, fifth or sixth. Third. Fifth, fifth or sixth. Third. No, I think third. Oh uh, yeah, because uh, you know what? You're right. He did qualify because. Uh, I know everything. Yes, he does. Um, he did qualify um, third because of the first practice. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you another question. Yep. Maybe uh, JT could help me out with this. Yeah, you can. What happened to the return of the Rhino? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He was fast. Well, I mean, well, JT, relatively. T- t- I mean, t- tell, tell us what you said on on Saturday night. Uh, you were just probably like, he, wasn't anything good. No, you said <laughs> he passed you in the first moto like five times. And oh you, yeah, he did. He kept going off the track and <laughs> blasting. Tell he was trying so hard. You know what I mean? Like he obviously has always been one of those guys that is just like mm-hmm. his effort level is off the chart when he's on the bike. So, um. I don't know. You like pass me, then crash. Pass me, then go off the track. Pass me, then run into somebody. You know what I mean? It was just like, man, calm <laughs> I, down. I do. I do calm want my. Down. I do want my money back on the Rhino hype that I bought into a little bit. I want my money back. <laughs> he was pretty good though. Like I'll give him credit. Yeah. He, he what can did ride. He, what did he qualify? Uh, I think like eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, 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 something like that. Which is pretty good. I mean, he's thirty-nine years old. So he, he, didn't, he never, he never finished a, a moto. He pulled up on moto. Up, he, no, he, he didn't line up for second moto. He still went moto. pretty damn fast. He didn't line up for second moto. I don't know if he's – I don't think he was hurt because I saw him laughing after the race, like, in the pits, like he was hanging out. Yeah, honestly, it, uh, uh, the track wasn't, wasn't that much fun. You can like, talk. If you're out there for fun, Milan, that what happened not to? where you wanted to be. What, what happened to Rhino? Yeah, he went to the Cairo after second moto, and then he was – He went to the what? The chiropractor at the – Oh, Cairo. Geico pits. Yep. And he was complaining about his wrist. 
Oh, okay. So that's all I know. Oh, let's see. Good thing we had Milan on the show. That's it. High in the sky. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, good job. Roving reporter. <laughs> Better than tits. What was? How come tits wasn't there this weekend? That's not hard to do, by the way. This is supercross only, like Pookie. Uh, hey, what about Chris Blows? Our Pulpamex sponsored YZ two fifty two stroke. You were right. You said, "Is he even going to qualify?" I I did, and I'm like, "Dude, we're paying you, him. He's going to qualify." And you got really mad at me. I did because he got mad at me when I said it. Yeah, and he didn't qualify. He was he <laughs> was it was the pace was fast. JT, I mean, on a two stroke, really I mean, I mean, Blows hasn't ridden outdoors that long, although. When he was on point with the Troy Lee team, he was a top 10 guy. But on a two-stroke, you're just asking for it, right? I mean, it's just incredibly hard. Yeah, he was like this weekend. This weekend, they well, obviously, they normally put the the uh, unseated practice first just because the track's kind of muddy. And um, it's just, you know, they kind of clean the track up for the factory guys or whatever. Not me, just the top guys. And then the, the best times usually come from that practice. <clears throat> well... This weekend, it wasn't really muddy at all. I watched the first unseated before us, and I was like, oh, man, this is not good. Like, the track's perfect. So I knew the times were going to be, like, incredibly good. Wait, the so you practice. were in the seated practice? Unseated. So who unseated was first? Unseated went first. Okay, that was your practice, right? Yeah, yeah with blows. I was in, I was in seated. That's what I'm getting was, at. They were at. Why yeah, were, yeah, I, why was were the, you, I was in the second one, which was on, which was seated. How did you get? How did you get? How did you get? How did you get in seated? Kenny's mad now. You haven't raced outdoor nationals in three years. Uh, it's not based off points or anything. I don't know. I think they give you if you have a race, they give you one race to be in. Yeah, top, that's right. I forgot. Your, I forgot is, your so. mom works for the AMA. I forgot. <laughs> uh, she actually wasn't even there. And there's actually a rule if you haven't raced that you get one race anyway. So. That pretty much blows but, you out of the water. Yeah, but you got to be in the top 20 to get that one break in the, from the year before. Kenny's but, spitting pretzels. He's so mad. Well, I'm just getting heated right now. Yeah. I just can't believe oh, that these he's people upset. get the breaks. Well, Blos was in I'm the not sure if you look If you look at the seated practice, <laughs> there was uh, about 20 guys in there that weren't anywhere near any points. So. All right, as long as you were in there, that's all that matters. Blos was in the unseated one first and then the seated one. And I don't know if he asked for that. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah, I, don't, exactly. I don't know what happened there. But anyways, our guy didn't didn't qualify, and we got – not nearly the amount of press that I would have loved for our dollar. Me too. Good job on that one, Watson. You yeah. brought that to me as a marketing major. And, I made it up and, on the other one, though. And generally, generally, I like your marketing ideas. This one was not good, though. Graphics look good. Blos is a great guy. We didn't get our money's worth. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I love your attitude about it. Ah, maybe I'll get on the next one. Yeah, we'll figure it out down I the road. I can tell you what. I can tell you this. In the practices... <clears throat> the first set of practice, it was not a good track for a two-stroke. No, promise you that. Just because it was deep. No, it was like it was a speedway. Hey, how do you think it, it would? Like, how do you think he would have been in the? Open. How do you think it would have worked out for him if he made the mains, like when, when it got ready and, and you know kind of hard, Pookie, harder pack? Pookie coffee, if you're listening. Pookie coffee. Uh, I don't know. Upstairs. I don't know. I mean, I can tell you that it was really hard. It seemed like it was really difficult to get points. Like just the the level of guys that were. <clears throat> getting I, points, it was tough. I didn't care like, about him getting points. I just wanted him to make the motos, and then he'll make the press and the the cycle right. news, and then Pulpamex will blow up. You know, I mean, yeah, but it just didn't didn't work out. Is, well, is he if he would have got if he would have got a start in the Conti, he would have got in, no problem. Yeah, what's no that problem? Is, is he, he doing any other races, or is it just this no, one and done? Just that one. Okay, way to pay attention. Welcome. Yeah, he just got he got worked on the start. I'm trying to convince him to ride Colorado on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he should. He owes us that. And he should do that for no money. I think he needs to go ride the local race in, his, in Phoenix this weekend to make up for it. Something. 
something with those graphics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, JT. So Freestone this weekend. Have you you've done Freestone before? Yeah, you have. That's right. Yeah, um, a couple times, yeah. three times, something like that. Three yeah. Times, what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, you ready for it? You like the track? Yeah, it should be all right. Um, I think I'll be more prepared than I was last day. I was just, it was just like a guessing game going in there as far as the pace and how I was going to feel and all that stuff. I mean, I, I had done, I did two 30 minute motos on Tuesday, but that's it. Like, I mean, it was, I was doing so bad in Supercross that I just kept practicing Supercross every day. You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, didn't really put a lot of uh, preparation into outdoors the way the Supercross is going. So, yeah, you're telling um, let's ask better. I mean, you're telling me. Hey, JT, let's ask about your uh, yeah. your teammate on the, in his return, Michael Burry. Which one? Michael Burner? Burner. Yeah. What was, uh, was he? I, mean, I think he was really uncertain. Well, I know he was really uncertain of how it was going to go. And, uh, you know, he was he was pretty decent all day. I think he uh, <clears throat> he learned a lot about, you know, obviously we're running um, JGR stuff this year, so that was his first race running JGR, period, stuff. So uh, I know there was a big discussion after the race about where we're going from here and changes and all that stuff. And well, hey, so you know, JT, if that JGR isn't working out, we do have a new sponsor on the show. Race Tech. Race Tech. That suspension. might want to work with you. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. But, I just uh, want to throw it out there. You never know. Yep. Race Koi, Tech. Koi right. could get a little Appreciate spicy that. on us. Been around since 1984, Race Tech. You know, Koi gets a I've little been squirrely. Race Tech had good success with it. Like Not anything like that. Right. Where did you? What, what team? Did you run it on the XL team? Uh, no, actually, I used to run it um, like my first uh, like first year or two when I was kind of in between stuff. My dad always was a big fan of it, the Gold Valve, whatever they're – I think they – Gold Valve was Gold the Valve. product? Gold Valve, yep. Yeah. Hey, uh, so. I'd be worried. I'd be uh, – I wouldn't worry if I were you guys about Hangtown setup because it's the only track you're going to face like that until Elsinore. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't panic on anything or worry about anything because El- that Hangtown is its own breed of track. So. Yeah, for sure. There was just a few spots where, actually, most of my most of the track, my bike was decent. There was just a few spots where I felt we were I was way off, and uh, so I was just kind of. And they were in the softer stuff, which would kind of be like next week. So I was just kind of trying to address that. But can we? It was really just really just more me needing more time to get prepared for outdoors and anything. Can we so, talk about you almost taking on Andrew Short? Yeah, we can. We can that was. Uh, the last lap of the first moto. Yeah. And uh, I, I cross-rode it coming down that long downhill, like the longest downhill on the track. Yeah. Um, there's, like, those bumps we were kind of wheeling over. Well, I cross-rutted. And then, so, obviously, when you kind of cross-rut coming down downhill, the only way to save it is just pin it. So, like, get the front end back light so you can get control. Mm-hmm. When I did that, I was going way too fast. And then I just started hitting big braking bumps. And it was, like hit one and just was like ass in straight up in the air, dropped the back back down, hit the next one, same thing. And it was just like one after another all the way. And I think Andrew was trying to pass me on the left, maybe coming down the hill. And I just jumped a bump all the way, jumped a bump. And I I could, I remember thinking whoever is behind and knows who it was. I'm like, whoever it is, I hope you're watching me right now because I'm out of control. Like, I don't know where I'm going, <laughs> what's going to happen. Just stay out of the way. Right. For, you know, and I jumped. Like, there was those two ruts on the inside and then the outside berm that Metcalf was going to. I just went through both ruts and then stopped straight at the berm. Like, I was facing, like, the mechanics. 
and had to do like a donut pretty much. And just uh, yeah. I wish the, like Andrew had a GoPro or something on the coast. Right, right. It would have been awesome. I was um, way out of control. Good times. Yeah, he he did say he did tell me the story with a chuckle. So he's not upset, but he said it was pretty fun. Oh, it was it was bad. I mean, there was nothing I was trying to do. I was just trying to not um, go to the hospital, honestly. Hey, JT, we got uh, Chad Sander on the line, and uh, we're going to let you go and come get you back for the Tweet at Tits segment um, sometime around 7.30 or so, if that's all right. All right. Yeah, I'll be here. Thanks. Thanks, guy. See ya. All right, man. See ya. All right. Let's uh, next get our next, next guest on the line, our first guest on the line, I guess, uh, first official guest. Eleven uh, ten Mods owner, uh, the little team that could <sighs> – the black box fan from hell. Chad Sander, what's up, Sander? How's it going, guys? How hey, thanks doing? for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. Appreciate uh, it. Um, so, first of all, where'd the name 1110 come from? What's up with that? Uh, well, it's just super random. Uh, one day in Yonha Troy, I was sitting in the semi like an early day when Osterman got us there at like 5 in the morning for Supercross. Uh-huh. <laughs> we were all set up by 6. Um sitting in the truck with Ross at Enzo and he was telling me about his, you know, I always li- liked Enzo. Like that was a sick name for a right. suspension company, just any company, you know, growing up, like it just stuck. It, it was a cool brand, you know? And so when I ended up deciding I was going to ha- like try to do my own type of business, I wanted a name that could be branded, not really a name. that's just like my name, right. you know, or whatever. Yeah. Not saying that's bad because there's people that pulled it off, but it's a lot harder to pull off your name as, you know, a brand. Yeah. Speak um, for yourself. So just one night I got home from the shop and uh, I sat down and it was 11, 10 at night. And I'm like, you know, that'd be pretty sick. Like it'd be 11 spelled out and 10. Yeah, I think I like it. Okay. So uh, I just ran with it and yeah. tried to see if I could make it something that everybody liked. I always so. wondered about that. It's always a question about that. Uh, I mean, you know, great. Uh, Pulp MX. I came up with Pulp. People ask me how. It's just a stroke of genius, really. I, I like Pulp. I like the movie Pulp. I like Pulp Fiction. No, it wasn't it. Oh, really? Where'd you come up with that, dickhead? Let's, let's talk about Chad. No, let's argue. Chad, to, to tell me you want to know why he came up with Pulp. I, well, I call it well, Plump. Plump. He meant Plump. Oh, that's came out a real right. super original. Yay! Never heard that one before. Plump MX. Wah, wah, wah. Hey, yay. Chad, so uh, yeah. Hangtown, uh, not so good for you. Not so good. Phil Nathaletti looked like he had some problems, and, and Alex Martin uh, went 23-20. Uh, certainly better than that. Uh, I guess. Uh, I guess you're just looking forward to Texas, huh? Yeah, definitely looking on the Texas for sure. Um, Phil, man, I can tell you, I don't know what's up with that guy. He gets if there's something little that can go wrong, like <laughs> yeah. the, the smallest of anything can go wrong, it's going to happen to that poor kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just every little possible thing. Like I just am pulling my hair out. I've never been so nervous going to a race as my first year as a mechanic. I was never nervous, and uh you know, just with him, it's like you look over everything and you go through everything and you're like, okay, it's all good. And then you see him, like, drift into the center of the track and he's not quitting. He mm-hmm. has nothing to do with it. You know, his yeah. riding has nothing to do with it. I mean, it's it's nothing to do with him. It's just, you know, you got Alex just out there burning off motos and, you know, Supercross finishing all the time, everyone. And, and Phil, you know, he's, like, got two fifths and the rest are all DNFs, you know, and yeah, Supercross. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, real up and down it, season, but fast at times for sure. Yeah, you know, it's tough, but uh, then with, um, you know, so this weekend we just had two really dumb issues, um, really stupid little issues uh, this weekend with him, and uh, he was running well. Well, I mean, the second moto, he w- he got a farthest outside gate in the second moto because obviously he didn't finish the first moto, and mm-hmm. he was uh, fifth and ran Malcolm over. I mean, it was bad. Like, yeah. he was 
Phil was like 10 feet in the air upside down. Yeah, Mookie, so I was Mookie got scared. jumped up. Yeah. <laughs> About the time I realized that it was Phil in the air upside down, he hit the ground and I thought he was hurt. Yeah. So I was actually starting to run, you know, and then I saw him jump back up. So, you mm-hmm. know, and then. Yeah. But Alex this weekend, yeah, he he didn't do anywhere near his level of expectation. I mean, I, I just had to keep telling him, you know, like what you were just telling, you know, Jason, mm-hmm. you know, this track is nothing like you're going to race the rest of the year. And, you know, that kid works super hard, too, like one of the hardest working kids I've ever seen to this day. And uh, for him to be coming off the track with arm pump real bad and saying, like, he didn't want to be out there because he was embarrassed. You know, just because he couldn't hold on and he was mm-hmm. he was tight or whatever, you know, it, it makes you feel bad. You know, I'm not the guy that's going to come back and be superheated at him because what am I going to what am I going to tell him? Wow, to that, make him ride better. So you come you from know, a, so. you, you come from a Kenny Watson school of of managing because Watson's that way too. Of course he does. You're low key Watson. <laughs> you're not yelling at the guys. Dude, it's I yeah. I I think they're. I mean, you know your rider. You know the way they are. Right. If. You know, like he talks about Phil as rider. He knows, like, getting in his ass and screaming. He knows the kid works hard. You know he wants to do good. If if he had issues where he pumps up and, you know, he said it. The kid didn't want to be there. He was he was embarrassed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's nothing you're going to do or yell or say to make the kid feel worse than he already does. So all yeah. you could probably be – all you could probably do at that point is just be, you know, supportive to him. Give him the old pat on the back yeah. and say, that a boy. <laughs> Get him next week. If you're yelling at them, you're just going to beat them into a hole. Yeah. You know, there's only a handful of dudes. I mean, Jason Thomas being one of them that you can yell at and tell and tell them that they're no good. That makes them want to ride harder. You know, yeah. there's not any dude. Carmichael, you know, Carmichael I, I too. Jason is yeah. young and that's how he was. But there's everybody else's the other the other flip side of it where you just beat them like a dog. You know, and they know they know what they got to do. You know, hey, even the guys that don't work hard, you can't yell at them and make them work hard because they're not you got to, like, just find what makes them click. Like, if they don't work hard, you, you yelling at them and telling them to work harder, it's never going to make them better than what they already are. Hey, Chad, you know, you're, you're, more. you're an ex-rider. Like, you raced. What, what kind of rider were you? Were you that type of guy that you didn't need to be yelled at? You knew what you needed to do. And, I mean, I'm not saying you were a rider. You were a good rider, too. You you made main events. You did good. I mean, I, I mean, I did, I did all right. But, uh, you know... It, I was the type of guy that if I was there with some people that were keeping me on, on a like a higher note, like, you know, yeah, you look good, you look good, you're riding great. Even if I was riding like crap, you know, um, it would pump me up and I'd, I'd be like, yeah, 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 I got that section pretty good. Yeah, I'll be all right. And I'd ride better. As soon as I started getting, you know, someone telling me they could get right in my head, like, oh, man, you suck today. It was instantly right downhill, and I did. I sucked that day, you know, so I, I bought into it, you know, and it mm-hmm. – it was like I said, it's like a dog being a dog, man. It's just going to lay in the corner if, if you, know, you start yelling. You know, it. you know who did respond, though, to yelling was when, Carmichael, at least when we were there, when we went to his place back in the day. Like, his mom got on him. That's the only person that could yell at him. Yeah, his mom got on him, and he got mad, and he grabbed his bike and went and did more motos. Like, it was insane. Like, I'm like, I'd be telling this bitch to, like, fucking beat it, but, you know, like, that's how they worked. That's how yeah. they worked. He, he just got madder at her. He, he, he mouthed off to her. She mouthed off to him, and he went. He went. You really just call his mom a bitch? Well, I'm saying I didn't say she was a bitch. Well, I'm you need to apologize to Jeannie right now. Yeah. Um. I. I it's crazy. Like they, that's how they work. You're an idiot. You think I called her? I, I, say you're sorry then. I didn't call her that. You, oh, oh, oh. I said that's what I'd be thinking if I was Ricky, the the son of the mom. You better watch your back, dude. All right, calling people a bitch. Like hey, uh, how would you feel if someone called Deb a bitch? You're not even getting it, Watson. You're not even getting it. 
Hey, uh, <laughs> it's over your head, bro. Okay. Chad, so what – so, hey, let me ask you this. You've, you've done so much with so little uh, with your team. You've had some great finishes, some great rides. How's the support going? How's the team going? Like, are you starting to get more and more sponsors and more and more attention directed towards you? I think, yeah. I mean, for sure, we're starting to get it, – it, it's starting to get a lot more people starting to – look that way and say man you guys just keep coming coming back for more and more and and getting after it so yeah i think it's going in the right direction it's uh definitely tough you know it's it's slow moving just you know it, it seems like you have to have a, a way bigger platform to get there so it's going to take a lot more work and a lot harder to get to a point because you know it's it's the fact of it are is is the companies that have money to give to teams or to pay to help you know fund a team they only have so much money, so they want to give it to the people that they know are going to be at the races every weekend. So there's a question like, well, we might get better results with these guys, but they might not show up. These guys might not do as good, but they're going to be there every weekend because they already have some money, you know? So yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's really the hardest hardest part to overcome is, is that fact, you know? And, and I think I could be wrong. Well, and, and, I mean, you know, you got a point in the fact, like, you don't have a semi. So, right away, people are like, okay, well, what's going on? Because nowadays, you know, it's kind of something that a lot of guys need. But I'm sure you've been approached by different people to partner up at different times, huh? Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of people like that. But it just – I guess the hard thing that people don't really understand is, is uh, you know, if – I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess Chad Reed's at a different – he's at a much higher level rider. But – you know, say, let's just say he came along and said, hey, I want to ride for you. I like your bike. You know, I, I couldn't do it. You know, I'm I'm tapped with the guys I got. You know, even if he's like, I don't want a salary. You know, it's it's like, well, you know, it doesn't matter. I can't have another guy. We're barely making it with, you know, the two guys that we have, you know. So one more guy is just too much. So mm -hmm. uh, if you had a partnership with somebody, like people want a partner, they obviously want something, you know. So I already have my couple guys. Mm -hmm. And then partnership, they're going to have their couple guys. So at that point, it's going to put, you know, obviously they want, you know, bikes or whatever. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody thinks that, you know, that bikes are pretty solid. So uh, they're going to, you know, that's why everybody's approaching like, hey, you know, you do our bikes and then we'll bring you along. And it's like, dude, I don't have time to do two more bikes. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. If, if I even if you know even if I wanted to or just because you have a semi and you want to take me in that semi like I don't have time to do your other two bikes you know so it's it's the hard part and even if it was like a you know a, a guy that could win every single moto or whatever it's still well I have a commitment to these guys and I can't I don't have another minute you right. know because and unless they come along with a semi and they're like yo I'm gonna pay for everything that Watson's you know, got two you semis Kenny you got two semis break one off. They black. They're black. Yeah, they black. They're match. They match the perfect. <laughs> he don't need a semi. Did he? Just needs parts. What he's doing? I don't think the box fan thing's bad. I just think he. Needs you don't more think sponsors? You don't think they care? Like no. I mean, I am talking to fucking the king of sponsors, the B two B man for outdoor nationals. You ain't doing no B two B out there. You ain't doing shit out there. But go out there and race. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna make your life easier. You ain't with, doing no B two B out with there with power washers <laughs> and parts and storage. But dude, I think. What he's doing is they're out, they're out earning their what they're everything they're getting. Right. And uh, I'm a supporter of them. I, I dig you it. You help them. I dig I dig what they do. I'm I'm a supporter for them all the way.
Um, uh, you know, I appreciate that too from Kenny because I've known you for a long time. Like I'm not like close, but I've known you, you know, way, way back. And everybody knows Watson. Your opinion because you've uh, you, you definitely don't play games. It's this is what I think. So you never have to wonder what you're saying. And I remember like my first couple weeks working for Ryan Clark, my first rider, and uh, Ryan telling me, uh, "Yo, Watson was over here checking my bike out, and he was like, damn, Sanders on it.' He was like, man, you better.'" Better be pumped about that because for Watson to give you a compliment like that, you know, I don't know if I don't know if I believe that. You know? hey, but I, I do. I remember that. Uh, but you know, what, you know, what was cool. I remember this year, um, Houston. Um, was that the first East Coast round? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. remember walking over to your truck and your guys. I don't know if they knew who I was. It really doesn't matter. But I was just like checking checking out your bikes and checking out your program. <laughs> and I was talking to the mechanics and I was like, dude. And I was asking, them, like, do all three of you guys drive in the truck? They're all, yep. I'm like, yeah. dude, that's bitching. And the guy's like, what do you mean? <laughs> that's bitching. He goes, what do you mean, bitching? And I'm like, I just think it's cool. I think every mechanic out on the road needs to go put a urine and do what you guys do. And they were just like, really? And I'm like, it just doesn't teach you about a mechanic, but it teaches you about life, life lessons. You know, what to do if you're broken down. You know what I mean? It just teaches you so much. And it helps you really appreciate what you have is in a job. It's if you're a mechanic or in the industry flying back and forth every week, you don't know what it's like to be stranded on the road with a flat tire. And that's, that could help you down the road. You know, it just, it just, I mean, it may sound corny, but I used to have guys call me and say, hey, I have a three-hour layover. This is bullshit. It does sound corny, but I believe, I believe you. I, I, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a firm yeah. believer of that. But then again, I drove for six years or something. And yeah. You drove it for but a lot of mechanics long. don't even do that. They just say, oh, I want to be a mechanic, and here's what I do, and you know, here's, this is where I need to be, and this is where I need to fly. Well, how about throwing the keys and wash your rider's gear during the week and go grocery shopping and change the oil in the box band? trade it off for yeah. trading rider's gear off. For yeah, trading, <laughs> trading gear off to have somebody else wash it for them. <laughs> you know, there's just so many things that those guys have to do. That those other mechanics don't. They don't have to worry about setting, really setting Empty up. Empty a septic tank. Yeah. Exactly. Most of, most of the new new guys, they start at that level at the, you know, semi-level, yeah. never been on the road, never traveled, don't know, you know, can't even find the tracks half the time, you know. So yeah. I, I think you're right. You know, I think it does make a big difference. I mean, Darren's mechanic from last year, he's going to probably go, you know, to wherever he wants to go throughout his career because he's mm-hmm. been through all of that. Yeah. You know, he's been through down that road, and he, I, I watched him transform into a killer mechanic last year. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. You know, it's so true. Like, do you think any of those guys, like I would say a mechanic's been on the road for two years, could find the hotel? I mean, find the track from the hotel? I mean, Chad, you remember back in the days when you raced, dude, like we would be in, the mechanics would be in line at 4 or 5 in the morning just to get a parking spot, no matter if you were a factory or not. If you were the first yeah. guy in line, it didn't matter if you were a privateer or not. You could have the best parking space in the pits. Yeah, those days were sweet. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I remember. I remember racing Daytona Supercross and then sleeping in the van with uh, Mick, the, the motor guy at Factory Connection. I ended up working with him when I was there, but, uh, you know, he worked for Eichel. And yeah, Mick Fallens. I was a truck as a privateer rider, and he was a mechanic for, you know, a pretty pretty top-level mm-hmm. rider. And, uh you know, he's sleeping in his van. And, I mean, I didn't have anywhere to go. He's like, hey, there's a bunk in here, you know, and it's warm. At least you can sleep and not sit in a pickup truck seat, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah back then, even, they were like privateers, you know. The right. mechanics were yeah. like straight-up privateers themselves. So hey, they um, had to figure a lot out. 
Here's a question for you. Obviously, like, you know, people have seen your motors pull hole shots and they've they've seen you do great things with guys. Is this translating into actual sales where that puts the food on the table and pays the gas bill and stuff? Like how's business? Is, is it is it good? Is it going well? Yeah. Yeah. It came to a point last year at the end of the season where Alex wanted to stay pretty bad. He was really happy. I mean, as rough as things were, like he came into it saying he's a you know, he's a planner, and the way we run it, you can't really plan week to week. So, you know, it was a bad kind of atmosphere when he came in, but he loved it. So I had the opportunity to have, you know, Alex again, and I'm sitting there thinking, all right, well, can I do this again? Do mm-hmm. I want to do this again? And I started looking at, like, how many people were calling, and, you know, it's it doesn't really – it's not like it's going to make me rich or whatever. It's just you you know that there's work there. You know, you know yeah. that it's coming through. And so, uh, I mean, I just think with, with all the exposure that those guys are getting, it, it was a decision that I was faced with last year, and I had to say, you know, well, we got to keep going with it because it's it, it's it's definitely going to hurt to not keep right. going with it, you know. So um, it makes it rough, though. Uh, but at the same time, because you do get more work, so you have to try to manage that more work and – you know, the riders need a lot. I mean, those guys need a lot of effort. So, and, and I got two really good dudes. Like, both of my guys right now are maybe the easiest dudes to deal with. I mean, seriously, like, yeah. those two, like, I'd love to keep those guys as long as I have a deal going just because they're both killer dudes. Mm-hmm. And it's still a lot. I mean, they ride freaking 20 hours a week, you know? So yeah. you got to keep up with their bikes, and then you got to keep up and, and make sure stuff's good for the weekends. And, and then you got customers and – and the hard part is is uh, is getting the customers to realize that they don't have to talk to me on the phone. They can talk to you know like somebody here. They're gonna they're right. gonna get across to me what they need, so right, I can get right. their work done. You know. Yeah. But but yeah, man, it's it, it definitely it definitely is what you said. It's bringing business, but it makes it hard too. So yeah, it's it's a tough balance. Hey Chad, I think uh you know I think just from your your team as- aspect. I think there's guys that like last year Durham rode there, and he had an he you know he got an offer from Pro Circuit, and he was kind of like it wasn't an easy decision for him. You know what I mean? Like of course he had to go do that, but he said that your bikes were so good that you know what I mean. He had to you know if it wasn't for a team like Mitch's, he would probably stay if it was just you know just one of those mediocre semi teams. You know what I mean? So I think you guys are doing a good job. I think the whole I think the whole box fan thing is a little bit blown out of proportion. It's like, oh, those guys, they're in a box truck. I don't give a shit. I think you guys do a good job. You have good motors. You have good suspension. You have a good program for with what you have. And I think if you guys play your cards right and, and just, you know, take baby steps, I think you guys are going to be a major player in this whole thing. I think you guys have a – I mean, all it's going to take is a big sponsor, and you guys are there because you already got the whole other package. You know, I think that's why teams need to be built on. I mean, I wish I could say Hart and Huntington was built that way. We had funding behind well, us. So that's X, Triple X was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what Triple X, but but Triple X, I, you know what? what? I don't know. You went to the box to... van? You had two guys? I yeah, mean... I know. But I'm saying that you team. You weren't there for the semi, though. Dang. Thank God. <laughs> but I'm saying that team it was never, like, I don't know. I, I really shouldn't say that, but I don't think, yeah, it was. Jordan's going to get mad at you. I know Jordan yeah. will, but. Yeah. He, that was a good privateer team, and he's Jordan. And those guys like to say it was the best privateer team yeah. of all time. You can't say it was the best team. You can say it was the longest running team. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? They they've had numerous top privateer awards, but I don't know. I think you guys do an awesome job, Chad. And I, I would just I would not, you know, 
let anyone tell you any different. I don't care who they are. And I know anybody in this industry would say that because what you guys do week in and week out just to get to the races is gnarly. Yeah. But my next question is, it's two-parter. I really if, appreciate that from you, Candy. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> hey, um, if your guys are at home when the mechanics are on the road, how does that work with their practice bikes if they're riding 20 hours a week? Because I know that takes a lot of work to prep those guys. Are they responsible for their own bikes or they have practice bike mechanics? Well, uh, Phil is at Club MX, so he's his own practice bike mechanic. He just sends himself down there, you know, gets parts off of whoever he can or whatever he's got to do to keep his bike going. And, and uh, you know, Phil's good, too. He's he's really good with his stuff. Like, he stayed here for a while testing this winter, him and Alex, right before they both did good at that Supercross together. They got fifth and sixth. Um, and, you know, like, it's just good. You see Phil come in and, you come after practice and you look at his bike and it's spotless. Like there's a lot of, you know, race mechanics that don't wash their bike as good as him and go over it. And, mm-hmm. you know, he actually raced the local race at Steel City one weekend and borrowed Alex's practice bike and he put all his stuff on it, suspension, clamps, the whole deal. And, you know, Monday morning when Alex got back, his bike was back to the way it was supposed to be so he can ride. So, you know, he's really good at what he does. And then Alex will just do whatever it takes to go riding. So, uh, and he's becoming a better and better mechanic, and uh, he takes care of his bikes, too. So, they're really okay. easy, and unless it's time to need a motor, um, they, they pretty much kind of handle it, you know. So, we got to kind of swap motors and stuff. But it's just whoever, if it's a guy at the shop, can pitch in or whatever. Like, Phil had to come up here. He had to drive up here a week ago and two weeks ago to get his, you know, bike rebuilt. So, he got it all done, went back. So so, make, yeah, yeah, they kind of do their own thing, and then we just swap out motors hey, for them uh, or whatever has to happen. Question from Bob saying, did you did you catch the guys who broke into your box fan after the weekend? No, dude, no, Nothing. we didn't. What, ha- what happened there? Like, what got stolen? Dude, it's kind of crap. We, I was talking whenever uh, – you were there, Matt, this whenever we tested. I was with Metcalf, and we went to uh, um, uh, Sacramento like a month early and tested. Metcalf's van got broken into up there, and we were pulling into the parking lot after eating Saturday night. And and uh, it's kind of cool, the, the whole team. Like, it's pretty cool this year. Like, we all, like, really mesh good. Like, all the guys, the riders, everybody. We were all, like, piled, seven of us in the box, man. <laughs> and uh, I'm telling them about right there at that hotel we were staying, and Metcalf's van got, like, raped. Like, they took all of the stereo and stuff. And I was like, man, it, it was just a white van, and he didn't have it all blinged out. It, you couldn't tell, and it, it was not even during racing, you know. So I gave that story. So we pulled in and we backed the van up to a light pole and the security camera was right over it. And uh, one of the guys went to the van at midnight to get a uh, the mattress out of it, like the mattress pad to sleep. And then Alex and Phil and Phil's mechanic Hoff had flights early. So they were back at the van at 4 a.m. So someone was there at midnight, someone was there at 4 a.m. And at 4 a.m. when they went to the van, just the cab was broken into and they took everything, like they they cleaned it basically like it was dirty from the weekend it was clean they they left the mattress like the pillows and the blankets they took the stereo out of it um all the screws were laying there like they were going to come back and put it back in like they were just fixing it like they had a screw gun they didn't break any of the panels um they took my backpack with all my vortex ignition programming software like the, the the hardware all the maps like you know i got a bunch of stuff like that I've worked on, but I like the stuff I did. Like I redid our race bike last week for 12 hours, and uh, you know that map's gone. So mm-hmm. I got to redo that this week before the weekend. And 
they took parts. Like, we had two new kits of titanium, um, back, like, full kits for the whole bike, and they were in the truck. They were gone. Oh. Full transmission, like, clusters in bag, like, gone. Uh, clutch plates gone. There was a stock clutch basket, and it was left in the truck. That's the only thing left. They took two of the guys' key, home, keys for their cars back here. Jeez. Like, they were in the yeah. gone. Yeah. Registration card, insurance card, just, just took the whole thing. Hats, wow. hoodies, pitch shirts. Everything just cleaned it out, gone. Everything. Bummer. They left the they left the head unit in, I guess, because that probably would take too much to get out. Yep. And then the, the the there's a monitor in there, like a, like a screen in the yep. back. Yep. And uh, they left that. That's, That's a I know the feeling. We got broken into one year on Triple X in in Atlanta, and uh, you know they didn't go through the front. They came through the back, and they stole everything except for Eichel's golf clubs, and the tent, and a drum of gas. And Eichel said, well, you obviously know they didn't know what they were doing because that was a 1,200 set of Callaways. <laughs> Good job, Eichel. But, yeah, I, I know the feeling, man. That's just a shitty feeling. But, yeah. hey, you know what? That's that. Everything can be replaced. You know what I mean? They can't take your yeah. spirit away. So keep out of it, dude. I just want to say it was cool having you on the show, man. Yeah, it really th- was. thanks, Chad. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Man, uh, I appreciate everything, Kenny and, and uh, Steve. I, I definitely I appreciate you guys having me on the show. No problem, man. And we'll see you this weekend. In free, hey, what's the best way to someone to get a hold of you? Like, if they want to help you guys since you're, you know, your your theft, or they just want to help you guys get to some races. What's the best way for for someone to reach out and uh, get a hold of you guys? Eleven uh, ten mods at gmail dot com or eleven ten mods dot com. And that's uh, the number ten, even on the email. That's E L E V E N one zero M O D X. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody, somebody listening can help you out, or maybe someone's got a clue or something can help you. Yeah. Um, well, keep your head up, man. If you, if we could do anything to help you on our end of the Pulp MX show, we'd be glad to uh, do it. But I, I definitely think you guys are that have the best privateer team out there, hands down. Keep right. up the good work. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Take care. All right. Um, chat down, everybody. Eleven ten mods, and um, that sucks, man. That sucks. It it's even terrible. sucks worse when you have a shitty weekend. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like icing on the cake. You show up and yeah. then you get ripped off. You uh, At least they got ripped off after the race. I mean, we got ripped off before the race. That was an but awesome story. But I was still innovating back then. We still raced. No, one guy didn't, didn't? Everyone I, raced. Eichel raced? I thought they didn't have a bike for Eichel. So, Curry no, got a Eichel bike. raced. Eichel raced. He borrowed a bike from... Mitch uh, borrowed Curry a bike. Yeah, Deegan got a bike from some Suzuki guy, and Eichel got a, a Matt Walker's practice bike. What did Curry get? I thought Curry Mitch. got a, Oh, Mitch. Yeah. Mitch. He got a PC bike. Okay. And they were all wearing like an axe. It was like winner's take all. I got a pair of jerseys. I got knee braces. I got boots. Right. Everyone was wearing Mitch Matt shit the whole weekend. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no doubt. That was that was good. And then that was that was Gothic coming back. From, yeah, that was Gothic's fault. <laughs> from the club. What are you doing wearing makeup? Never mind our van. <laughs> he came running by with, with Speedos, white, like tidy whities with those Doc Martens that lace up to your knees with powder all over his face and, and black eyeliner. Yeah. That was crazy. We got broken into. Okay, well, we'll deal with that, Jay, but let's first deal with those boots and that makeup. Yeah. I said, go clean your face off. What are the cops kids here? They're going to think we're really weirdos. <laughs> all right, everybody. Hey, uh, thanks to Chad Stanner from 1110 Mods for coming on. Uh, our next guest uh, showed up at Hangtown on a, on a new bike, uh, on a new team, and uh, pretty much uh, did the best he could going 1-1 on the day. Uh, Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart. James, what's going on, man? Macaroni. Macaroni? Nothing. Huh? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, no, everything, no, not so much. It's uh, actually sitting here watching a race, but 
uh, please tell me now if my phone's not good enough. I don't want, you know, I, I need the innovator to tell me, you know, if I need to make any changes, anything during the thank you. <laughs> thank my, you. conversation. Hey, thank you for recognizing. Oh, God. Yeah, I got you, man. I'm just trying to make sure it's right for you guys. Hey, no, it's all good. Hey, good job this weekend, Bubs. Yeah. Throwing it down, dude. Wow. Good job. Congratulations. That was awesome. No, I appreciate that. No, it was good. It was, uh, it was definitely, uh, uh, interesting weekend, uh, you know, for me and for the team. And no, it was good. I mean, I, I honestly, I couldn't ask for anything better. Hey, did Leroy show any emotion? No, actually, it's funny. Me and Lee, yeah, he was. But he's, I didn't, I didn't realize how quiet he was. Um, right. He seemed a little bit more talkative when we was testing and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's funny, like any, like any mechanic that's ever worked with me, like they, they know, like I never talk on the gate. And like Leroy didn't talk, so it was seriously like like muted like the whole time we were coming to get like there was there was no conversation there was no hey man go out there and kick kick butt there was no good right. luck there was just sitting there and starting to bike up pouring gas in there and i gotta go use the bathroom that's it that's all we talked about so it was all good uh someone was asking me about leroy getting back into the game with a guy like yourself he's worked for izzy and stroop you know a few years back and then i'm like yeah, I think Leroy will be all right. He worked for Travis Pastrana at the height of Travis Pastrana. And he Pastrana. worked for your guy. Well, and he, and he took the you know the big one five to the to the title, beating Ricky Carmichael, your guy, by the way. Dude, it's crazy if you really think about Leroy. The guy was pretty much doing not, like just helping out and yeah. really not to get thrown in with one of the, probably one of the best guys ever in the sport to go. Yeah. All right, this is your guy, James Stewart. <laughs> well, wait, yeah, I was working yeah. on practice bikes last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I I didn't. I didn't really realize it either until like I heard it on TV where they was talking about like, you know, he like filled in because, you know, even like coming into it, like, you know, I'm like, all right, I, I know Leroy. Cause last time he came down, he was working on my bike. So mm-hmm. I, like, I actually thought he was like maybe Medi's mechanic or right. another mechanic, you know, there, like, I didn't realize he was just, you know, they're working on practice bikes, you know, doing whatever around the shop. And so it was kind of funny, uh, you know, I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, dude, seriously, they really did throw him on there. Like, look, you know, we had. <laughs> what are you like, doing, hey, Leroy? He, he's coming here, you know, get out there and make sure everything works fine. Like, and it's like, yeah. dude, he doesn't know me. Like, he doesn't really know anything about me. And that's all was, was really funny when we still in the game. Cause I could tell, like, he, he knew nothing about me. Like, he was even asking me, like, well, what do you want on the pit for? I'm like, I don't know. Just put some numbers on there. I'll be good. So it worked out. Definitely, like for you know, for 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 a last minute deal thrown together to have someone like Leroy just there, is a, a great luxury for Suzuki instead of you know trying to find a guy and trying to find maybe your guy or like it's like hey we got this guy that worked for Travis Estrada, uh, he's worked at Suzuki since 1991 and he'll be your guy you know so it, that that yeah. situation was the best it possibly could be. Um, yeah. For sure. And like when I, I've known him around, like, you know, I've been around for a little bit, so I've seen him around mm-hmm. and, you know, I've only heard good things about him. And he's always like, he, it, well, the cool part is he lives like seriously, you know, right down the street, like it's a three minute walk to his house. So that was the cool part. And like, I, I had like a lot of trust in him, you know, some people you like, you get to him, you like, don't know anything about him. Like, dude, who's this dude? But, you know, with Leroy, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I knew, I knew he was around and I knew for him to be as good as long as he has, like, and he must be pretty good. So I was, was going to dust off my resume, Kenny, but you know, keep it, keep it. Hey, how was the how was the morale like in your camp? Like, was uh, you guys when you guys got there? It was like your whole camp, your dad and all your guys and everything. Johnny O is everybody pretty like mellow when they got there, and then just let the day come through, or was there was it pretty high strung? Everybody a little bit nervous. You know, if everybody was nervous, they showed they showed it by being like calm. Like it was it was weird, like. 
you know, it's, it kind of reminded me when we showed up, like, like before, like when I showed up in 2008, uh, maybe even a little more calmer. Like, like, I think, I think we had such a, you know, a rough couple years or, you know, rough year in Supercross that when we got to it, it was like, like everybody kind of knew we had a better package going into it. Like we, we've been testing, like, so they, they've been around me while I've, you know, I've been riding and practicing and stuff. And it was actually really, really calm, like really chill. Like even, you know, even the guys on the team, like, I didn't see any sense of nerve, you know, nervousness. You know, my dad was calm. You know, I think he had a lot of faith in me. I think he was really more concentrated on Malcolm. And I think, it, I mean, I, I've never really, honestly, I've never been to a race where it was just so laid back. And the barbecue we had on Friday night, the you know, the race, mm-hmm. it was chill, real chill. Um, yeah, it, it 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 seemed like it. Although your 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 gear guy Roger, he blew it with the butt patch. I mean, you coming yeah. out. You're on a brand new bike, a brand new team, and let's face it, you're the talk of the sport in the last two weeks, and you come out with no butt patch. I told him I, I can't believe how how let down I was. I mean, dude, that, that gear was pretty dope looking though. That, that I did like it. That yeah. yellow, that was like, but no, no butt patch. No, like kinda... I'm no, like I'm back. Welcome Hangtown. Welcome to motocross. Uh, uh, always yeah. bet on black, like I suggested. Hey, did, Nothing. Did you did you already um, have you thought about this? What? Maybe they ran out of time and they didn't really have enough time to do it. No, and no, I, no? I, I don't believe. I mean, that. You, you, you just can't throw a butt patch together in you know in two days. Well, so maybe uh, the gear got there late. You don't know. But let's, let's, be... let's ask James. Let's see what James. Says. Okay, right. James no, is a rider. He probably doesn't even know. No, I, I know. I actually seen the gear like a week and a half before. But like for, to answer your question, the like what you just said, like there was a lot of talk around. There was a lot of hype around. There was no need for me to say any more. Like I didn't, no. I didn't need to say anything. Like Jeez. the cool part was that, like I, when I came there, like I wasn't, you know, like the people around me was so excited about you know Suzuki deal and everything happening that there was videos going out that I was seeing them on the internet. Like, geez, I didn't know this one came. Out. Like, geez, this another <laughs> another one. That like when I came in, like it was like, look, I'm coming here to race. Like, there's right. there's nothing needs to be said. Like, you okay. know, we can go out here and then I can do that or we can win and that's it. You know, let's just go there and let the race and do the talk. And I'm like, you know, we're out here. I'm out here because I want to be out here. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the whole butch patch thing, like, it was kind of like, you know, he didn't even, like, ask me about it, but he knew, like, if I didn't say anything about the butt patch, that means I didn't want anything. And right. So it was, it was right. just chill, really. I would, I would hey, out, you know what I'm going to predict right now? What? Anaheim won. 24 0? No. Because I already heard that talk, and I know, James, that oh, drives you God. nuts. I think James is going to come out yeah. to Anaheim uh, black and yellow. Oh. Yeah, his his music, I, black and, and yellow. That'd be, that'd be, well, then, like, if I do that, then somebody's gonna call me a racist. So <laughs> yeah. you know, it's kind of like, yeah, that's I, gonna I happen. Do that. That's gonna happen anyway. So just run it. <laughs> yeah, he gives exactly. a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Brian's on the line. Brian, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, you got a question for uh, James Stewart? Um, not really. a Question, just a little bit of words of encouragement. I mean, I, I mean, I've been. I'm almost. I'll be 40 next year. I've been around this sport a long time. Um, you know. I kind of hated on on the king of Supercross a little bit when he backed out of outdoors, and I mean it, it went on with Chad, you know, and I mean, and Chad was real cocky in the beginning of his career, and I'm a real big James Stewart fan, and I can't, you know, I would say that I thought about leaving the bandwagon going Ryan Dungey way, because well, James James teased us a lot with with out going outdoors in the past few years, and he never did. Well, I cannot believe. The Things that people say about him and, and the haters that are out there, how they, how everybody seems to hate on him so much. But you know, hey, welcome back, James, and you know, obviously you're gonna have fun. 
Pause. All right. So, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate. Go for it. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I can't wait to see you at Red Buds, and obviously you're having fun again. And, and you know, can't wait. God bless you. Thanks, Brian. No, I appreciate it. Right on, Brian. Have another I drink. That. Hey, Brian, have another cocktail. <laughs> oh, quiet, Watson. Jeez. Um, he, maybe he was yeah. just nervous talking to James. He, I, yeah, maybe he's nervous. Um, no, I appreciate that, Brian. So I appreciate it. So I'm glad you didn't jump off the bandwagon. Hey, Stewie, how was your dinner, dude? You got a lot of people show up up there? Yeah, way to go on Thursday, yeah. bro. I want I wanted to hit it up for the story for yeah. Racer X. But. Yeah, yeah. You could miss a free yeah. meal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was good. It was actually, uh, you know, I mean, it was sold out. I mean, there was uh, we had the whole restaurant on the field. So actually it was probably one of the biggest ones, you know. Um, I was kind of – not really expecting it for, you know, for Hangtown, like the outdoors, you know, I didn't think it would be a big enough crowd. But, yeah, mm-hmm. people showed up. It was good. Had a good time. You know, the same thing I always do, make it real chill. Yeah, so I was I was even kind of tripping. <laughs> I was laughing because I was like, dude, like, you know, it's a recession. I'm out here around for free. I'm sorry. You know, no more steakhouse. I got to take you to a pizza joint. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, we got to get it. <laughs> get it. But, no, it was it was super nice. Uh, you know, people showed up and it was fun. Everybody seemed like I had a good time. And I did it on Thursday because it was like, I was there for press day. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be a good chance. Cause I figured I'd be a lot more nervous than what I was. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I just want to chill on Friday. So it was good. Um, Hey, give me uh give me one thing that surprised you from the, the day. And I mean like anything fans track outdoors, uh, the bike, just one thing that surprised you. It's been so long since you rode outdoors. Uh, one thing maybe you forgot about, uh, one thing that you got to be better prepared for, or some fan reaction, or anything that comes to mind about what uh, a surprise from, from Saturday. Well, I wasn't really surprised with the fan reaction. Like, I kind of, you know, like, I, I knew, like, half the stuff or a quarter of it was the reason why, you know, why people, some people didn't like me was because I wasn't racing outdoors. So right. I knew if I came back, you know, I think that would change over a little bit. I would say probably the biggest surprise to me was, being able to get up at six o'clock in the morning, no problem. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not a morning person at all. Uh-huh. Uh, so that was a surprise. And like, probably too, was that like, there was really nothing that caught me off guard. Like for some reason I felt like, you know, I was like, all right, you know, you're going to get out here. You struggle the first moto, you know, which I did a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, you'll probably take a beating your second moto. You'll be pretty tired afterwards. But honestly, nothing. I mean, I, I that's why I was pretty, I was happy more about how, reacting and how I felt during the weekend more than even winning the race because I thought for sure to be a bigger struggle than what it was and, uh, mm-hmm. and so nothing honestly nothing really caught me off uh, caught me off guard there uh track looked I, I saw it on I was standing there we had JT on earlier talked to him a little bit about it uh I watched it I was there but watching it on TV man it was rough that second moto holy crap yeah yeah it was it was beat like it was beat <laughs> I've seen it um I've seen it last year, and it, mm-hmm. was, it was also beat then too. Mm-hmm. But for sure, it for the, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's probably it's definitely by far the roughest Sacramento I've ever raced. Um, maybe one of the roughest outdoor races I've raced. Um, you know, I, I could be just because I was gone for a while for four years. I wasn't used to it, but yeah. it was it was like Matt Walker says, it was a man's track out there. <laughs> uh, let's go, uh, Ryan's. Go hey, ahead. let me ask you a question. What? Uh, did uh, you have any problems with Alessi getting around Alessi? I mean, oh, I, yeah. I I seen yeah. a little bit of stuff on. I didn't watch the race on TV, and I don't know if you noticed, but I wasn't there. 
But uh, I'm surprised the gate still fell backwards since <laughs> I wasn't there. Real but shock. We, we, we thought about <laughs> but, postponing it. Uh, I'm still Supercross only. Uh, but uh, like I seen on like they had like the little thing on speed. You know they do like the little updates, and they showed a little like Mike was getting a little uh, wide with with the, you and Dunge. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know if that was yeah. like if that was if you were like what's this guy doing or did you just play into uh, it and said oh that's the way he is I'll get around him. Yeah, like I, I was, I, he got a little jicky there for a little bit. Like, it was, it was weird because every time I raced Mike, like the last time I raced him like that was 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, last time we got into it like that, I was kind of surprised how far he cut over twice. Like he cut pretty far over, but then like at the same time, I saw what he did the dungeon before that, so I was actually kind of backed away. Like, oh, dude, maybe these guys end up taking each other out because they're <laughs> going at it pretty good right now. Right. But I to say I'm surprised, no. You know, the guy's out there racing, and, you know, I, I know this is his specialty. This is what he does. I know he does really good at Hangtown and a few of these next races. So I, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised how far he cut over, but not really surprised that yeah. he actually did it. Hey, we have, uh, we have some people here in the studio who donated us some money to Road to Recovery to sit in on a show. And uh, from Australia, Milan, he's got a question for you. Hey, Bubba, um, my old man's always said that you're strong mentally, and um, I'm wondering all the booing, the criticism and all that, how much does that play on you on race day? Do you think about that, or are you pretty good at shutting that out? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty good at shutting it out because otherwise I would probably crumble if it really bothered me. <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, the booing, like I said last time on the show, like the booing and, and like, well, maybe it wasn't on the show, but this is how I feel about it. The booing and all that stuff, it, it doesn't really bother me. Like, yeah, you know, when you're standing up there, I feel like it's it's not cool to walk on the case stage and when everybody in the stadium is looking at you and then you get booed, it's kind of kind of embarrassing a little bit. It kind of sucks, but it doesn't really bother me. Like the only thing that bothers me is when it, it gets to my family and they try to do stuff to them. Um, but mm-hmm. like when I'm sitting on the gate, like I, you know, I kind of realized that, you know, it, they're, they're booing me for a reason. They're booing me because one, I'm doing something that they want me to do, like that, I, or I'm not doing for them. Or whatever, like I understand, like they care enough to boo at me, so they care. Yeah, you know, so it's not, yeah. it's not really a, a thing where it's like, oh, dude, you know, it, it bothers me. Like, oh man, they're booing me, you know, whatnot. The only time that I could tell you, there's only been one time um, where I actually felt bad and like it sucked when I was racing when they were booing me it was 2005 when me and Kevin Wyndham got got into it in Red Bull. Motor at Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even touch him. I didn't even touch him when I would have burned fellow, but everybody thought I took him out. And they booed me, like, for real, started next, like, 15 minutes. And it was the only time I've ever let somebody go past me again just for them people to shut up. Yeah. And uh, I just remember, like, that was the only time that it ever got to me. And I remember going on the podium, like, didn't even want to go on the podium. I got up there and they booed me off that thing. Um, but that was the only time I've ever, like, said, dude, that's tough. So. Yeah, that that was tough for sure. Uh, question from Ryan. Uh, Ryan, thanks for uh, calling the show. What's your question for James? More of a question for everybody. Uh, if if RV was racing, how much would he have won by? Whoa. Well, we don't know. He wasn't uh, racing. He wasn't on the gate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Probably 30, 40 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the yeah, same at thing. Least, at least that, at least. Hey, I don't know if you yeah, were at no. Sac. I don't know if you were there last year when he still when he won the Supercross title. Yeah, you sick, you dumb fuck. Okay. Oh. All right. See you later, bro. Oh, oh, oh wow. Those are our wow. great listeners. <laughs> um, thanks. He, although his question that he, 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 <laughs> that he, he his question that he wanted to ask was actually not that, so we wouldn't have put him through. But, um, anyways, um, the uh, I was watching the fan reaction to you, and I think 
it was about half and half because there was dudes cheering you on, and then they were silent when Dunge came by, and then there was dudes when Dunge was leading you that would that would wave the towels and wave their their shirts, and then uh, and then put them away uh, when you came by. I think it was about half and half for the fans. They they had Dunge had his guys, and you had your guys. It was pretty interesting to watch. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, it, I mean, I I I felt like the reception it was as best as it could. You know, it could be. I mean. You know, I understand, like, it takes, you know, you just don't hop in there and all of a sudden everybody, you know, is like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, pro James Stewart. And, like, even, like, when I raced in the way, it wasn't like that. You know, but, like, when you get into it, and, like, I always say, like, when you when you race, there's a difference between winning a supercross race and winning an outdoor race. Second moto, hot, you know, sweaty, you know, whatnot. Everybody's out there suffering, including the fans and under watching you. So, when you win an outdoor race, like, it's kind of like they give you that respect, like, all right, dude, it's hot out here. He battled with this guy. Like, I'm going to clap for him just because I couldn't have done that. But when you when you went, when you you watch a Supercross race and you win it, it's kind of like, you know, it's more of a show. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, he's the best guy. He's the fastest through the whoops or whatnot. Yeah. It wasn't that, like, that man, like, that man, uh, that man mentality where you're like, dude, that guy's the best one that was here today. Like, he's the fastest. So, you know, I, I, that's what I, that's that's what I see, and I think as the season goes on, hopefully, like it changes, where everybody's waving the towel on it. But yep. you know, there are Dungey fans. Like even when I raced in 08, like you know, it was me and then Mike. You know, so I think now having me, you know, Mike, Ryan, you know, when the other Ryan comes back, chat, I think there's a lot more people out there to cheer for compared to back in 08. You know, it was you know, yeah, you have one big name, and then you had a, a lot of other guys out there, which is well, you know, the there difference. was there was another big name no, out there. I mean, there was another huge no, name out I there. I know, yeah. dirty dog, dirty dog. Right, you know? right. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not I, didn't, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I know. What I'm saying, know, like, it's kidding. like you got Kobe, you got an all star game, and then you got like some playoffs. You got Tim Duncan, and then you got uh, you know Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant. Right. Now you got them all there, so. A little different. Why can't you be Why can't you be Kobe and then Timmy will be like Gasol, or no, not even. Hey, that. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> by the way, uh, uh, um, Williamson says you're jumping. You're all about the heat, and now you're all about the thunder. So, by the way, we we all know you're no. your scam. You're jumping now. You're jumping around. No, I'm not. Hey, tell tell you Williamson, how's the Lakers doing? That's all I got. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not jumping. Okay. I call the thunder. I call the thunder heat. In the finals with the Undertaker, I called that the whole time. Did so you? Totally okay, okay. Up. All right, I'll tell him to shut up. Yeah. Well, his guy got hurt, so that's that. He's he's very upset right now. Um, <laughs> I don't talk. I don't follow basketball too much except for the playoffs, and then I get into it. Otherwise, it's hockey. But um, yeah, well, um, you're on there. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, uh, a question um, uh, from uh, one of the fans in the chat room was: Did you do you have win bonuses, or did you insure yourself, or do you have? I mean, obviously, you're, you're riding for free from Suzuki. Uh, bonuses too? Like, are you really just getting purse money or do you have some sort of insurance plan or at least some bonuses from Suzuki? Well, I think AMA, I think they pay me bonuses. I think it's what's going on the bus. Like, <laughs> cover halfway in the flight there yeah. or whatnot. I think uh, I'm in the mean, uh, in the works of trying to get like a bonus system from Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully I can have that. But as of now, like, no, I, I don't get bonuses. I don't get a purse. Ooh, that's tough. You know what it costs? To, yeah, you know what it costs to insure James Stewart for an outdoor? Like, I'm going to be openly honest with you guys. Yeah. When I call Lloyd to London, what they tell me is, hey, last time you raced outdoors, you went 24-0. So basically, you have to win. <laughs> it's surreal. It's, it's, like, it's like, I got to win nine races, I think, and it's 390 grand to insure myself. They're like, so call, figured, yeah. 
They're, yeah, you know what? Even so Chad, even Chad told me that they're onto that. Even for like guy, a guy like him, or and um, for sure for yourself, Lloyd's I guess has been taken for a little bit and been paying out some premiums, and they're they're onto that a little bit. They're they're raising their rates. So yeah, yeah. So it's not fun. So like when you think about it, when people are like yeah. I think when Chad did it, like he really never won a bunch of races before. Right, so, and he's right. like, well, you got to go up against James. So it's a little bit different, you know, so it was a little bit less. Like when they, when I come at up, they, they like, look, this is last time you race. So you got to do this. And it's, it's like for real. It's like betting against Vegas. It's like, you ain't going to win on this sucker. So I'm like, well, you know, I'm not going to just, you know, pay yeah. that kind of money. And I can like, dude, I can, I've been a put one of what three overalls last year, one championship. You guys asked me when nine. And, yeah. and otherwise, I got to pay this money. It's not really worth it. So. Yeah, but he was like, sick. I just... <laughs> he was fucking sick, oh, yeah. dude. He was sick. Uh, one of one of Chad's policies: you had to race six races for him to collect. And I remember him asking me, "What round are we?" And I'm like, "I don't know, seven or." Eight. He's like, "Okay, sweet. Now I can collect if I win." Like you had to be there for six. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? they, they look at all that, as you know, right? Like they. They got yeah. experts that'll look at the series and look at your results, and they said, "Hey, James, yeah, James Stewart has to race for six races, and if you win, you're fine." Yeah, no, it's no fun. Like, it's not. It's not just like, "Oh, dude, I got a bunch of money. Let me just get collect yeah. those guys." Like, they they get it into it. even like when I won in '09. Like, I remember Keith McCarty came to me after the after the uh, Supercross series, and he's like, "Dude, I'm so glad you won Salt Lake City because otherwise, we'd have been out a lot of money." Cause I had to win 11 races that year, 11 out of 17 races for them to like cover that insurance policy. So it's no, uh, it's no pigment. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta, crazy. you gotta, you gotta win a lot. And even I thought like, for sure, I'm like, all right, dude, like for sure. I'm gonna give you a good deal this year. I'm gonna be able to come in yeah. and they hit me up. I was like, I'm good. I'm cool. I'm, I'm straight. I'll just hang out. I'll take, I'll take my 2,500 bucks. The AMA is going to pay me. I'll be straight. Wow. Hey, question uh, from Doug here. Doug, uh, thanks for calling your question for James Stewart. Uh, yeah. First off, James, good ride this weekend. It was awesome to see you out there. And uh, I was just Thank wondering, you. like, we've seen numerous guys years before you and after you, like, when they come up, especially you, you were a Cali kid. Like, how come you didn't ride for pro circuit? Like, was that a choice you, you know, something you dreamed of? or? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I actually remember that. Uh, I remember that. Well, when I came up, it was back in the day uh, to ride factory that's when they had factory teams factory 125 teams and when i came up you know obviously i rode for 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 team green and you know back then my dad and you know i was too young to really start negotiating and all that stuff well uh, honda came down to my house because i almost went to honda my first year uh in pro so my career would probably been a lot different so honda came down and they offered me hey you know, this is a factory ride. There's no Amsoil. Like, you can be on our factory ride. So right, right. We told Kawasaki, like, hey, you know what? Like, you know, we want to go to the factory team. So that's when Kawasaki offered me the factory 125 gig. So that was the reason why I didn't go to the pro circuit. Now, the funny part is, factory Kawasaki didn't tell Mitch that. Mitch thought I was on his team. So it was kind of a big old, like, thing. When right. One day I showed up at testing. And my dad was there, and we had pro circuit graphics on. When in Valerie, so we rocked for factory Kawasaki. But as you can imagine, it got a little weird for a little bit for a couple hours out there. But <laughs> yeah. that was the reason why um, we got off for a factory ride from Kawasaki. Yeah, interesting. Oh, okay, that's, that's but really everyone cool. Seems I didn't to know for, that. Everyone seems, Thanks, Doug, seems yeah. to forget James did ride for pro circuit Kawasaki on the mini bike at the, well, at the U.S. Open. Yeah, he had a full-blown yeah, yeah. PC bike. Wait, I thought. 
I honestly thought it had something to do with – didn't you run FMF? No? Didn't James – I thought you ran FMF, James. Yeah. I was, he did yeah, for a I little bit. F- oh, okay. Yeah. No, I ran FMF my whole career up until I think the last two years. Oh, okay. Um, All right. I thought that yeah, had something like, to do re- with it. I thought that had something to do with it. You were just did not want to ride for Mitch because you were an FMF guy. And I don't remember riding a Pro Circuit no. 80. He, he rode a he had a full on right f- f- race bike. Probably the same bike that NFC Cirillo has right now. Probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe and he's probably even better. But no, like I rode for FMF all the way up until uh, I think it was my last year mini bikes, the first year or one twenty fives. And then you know, what happened was uh, you know, obviously that's when we knew we was going into you know, knew we was going into pro, so Mitch had the best stuff and all that stuff and something yeah. I don't, you know, it's so long ago. I don't remember what happened, you know, with FMF. I think things are starting to change. Back then, Pro Circuit was the stuff to go to. Yeah. And I remember Ricky, his last year, remember he had that Chrome, you know, 80 and all that stuff. So it was kind of like Mitch was the step, like, hey, you're going to come around to me, you right. know, in the pro scene once you kind of get used to it yeah. and all that. So, yeah, no, we was going to go into it, but it had nothing to do with it. It, yeah. it really had to do with Honda coming matching, in off the ma- factory yeah. ride. Matching Honda's uh, offer, and, really. Yeah, yeah, matching yeah. your offer. Plus, too, you made more your money too. You're killing it with Fox. You would have had to wear Thor or Axel or whatever. But anyways, um, no, no, I, I had a, um, I had my Fox deal, so it wasn't even the gear. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna be able to wear Fox gear. Because Ricky broke that the year before that when he I wore know. Fox gear at Mitch or something he did there was. I don't know if you wrote Fox gear, then you wrote PC gear, but we that was one of the things we talked about. So I had a long right. Fox was smart. They signed me before when I was an amateur before I went pro. Yeah. So it was none of that. Um, hey, last question for you. Um, Hangtown wasn't your favorite track. It w- it was never your favorite. One of your favorite ones, even when you raced the nationals. So obviously you're you're happy to get through that. Uh, Texas this weekend. What are your thoughts on that? What do you remember about that place? Uh, last time you were there, you did some crazy balls thing in practice. Where you tried to string those two singles into a double, and um, that, was that was pretty the first insane. Moto. Yeah, that was first first moto. I remember that when I was trying to pass Davey. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like like I said, it's it's different. Like it's different when you're out there racing, uh, just because you love racing. And like it's uh, you know I I kind of like like I feel like being away from outdoors, <clears throat> you know, racing Supercross, it's a completely different thing. Outdoors. Although the schedule's hectic, you got to ride twice. It's still more laid back. Like you mm-hmm. just look around, it's a little bit more like I wouldn't say run down, but just a lot sloppier. Like it's not, you know, fancy. You don't have the big old tents and all this stuff up. Like where, you know, Supercross is like, dude, it's a schedule. You know, you walk around, there's fans everywhere. So I kind of just, you know, when I when I went 24 0, the biggest thing that I did was enjoy being there and enjoy being at the races. So. I look at Texas, I look at, you know, we're kind of the boondocks. I look at just really enjoy myself while I'm being there, like kind of just taking it in. And so, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I did this weekend. It, it looked fine for me. Like, and like, I understand, like, there's going to be up and downs. Like, you know, we can lose the race this weekend. We can lose the race five races from now. But, you know, I look at Texas as one of those races that kind of uh, it's hot, you know, which I'm looking forward to that. I like the same look. So, I kind of picked like the, the best parts about that race and kind of focused on that and mm-hmm. focused on how hot it's going to be and all those things. So it should be good. Well, and, and Ryan Villapoto's not going to be there. Thank God. Brian will be pumped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. I, I don't want to lose my 40 seconds this weekend. So, <laughs> you know, <it'll> be <laughs> good. Uh, good times. Well, hey, uh, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, short notice. Um, Great job at Hangtown, and uh, what a performance. And uh, I think it's going to be a great summer, man. You two guys look... Prime to be uh, have a great year. I think it's going to be awesome. So, 
thanks, guys. I appreciate it, Kenny and Steve. Thank you. Thanks. All right, see All right, later, guys. See you. Yoshimura Suzuki's James Stewart uh, coming on the show. Um, interesting. He's I wanted to say something, but oh. I, 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 I was just thinking I about it. I asked you if you had another question. Yeah, but I didn't. I don't know. But, you know, everyone's talking, you know, and James is saying, you know, he's not getting bonus money and stuff like that. He's still making oh, quite a bit yeah, of money. Nobody needs to have a raffle for him. Yeah, he's still <laughs> making quite a He's probably he's making more Red money. Red Bull money, answer money. Whatever yeah, money. Every money. Yeah, no, He's no. making probably more money, just as much money as anybody else out but there. But, I, I mean, no bonuses, so interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I shouldn't say that, but he's still – I wouldn't say that he's poverty struggling. No, we don't. We don't. And I think Milan, we don't need you to donate any money to him. Yeah, I, I think. But I think what money. he's doing is pretty. It's, yeah. it's pretty gnarly for a guy, at, you know, at this part of his career where he's saying, "I'm going out to ride because I want to ride." So a lot of people, yeah. you could be a hater of James Stewart, or you can like him. You have to respect him. You don't. You know what I mean? That's probably what he wants: is love me or hate me, yeah. but respect what that's, I'm doing. That's what Milan says because he's not a big James Stewart fan, but he does respect the hell out of him. Hot. Yeah. He's got a lot of that. Tell well, he loves you, riding a you bike. don't be as a champion like him and win as many races without being a hard worker and having heart and you know being a winner. I think I think like he's Timmy. finally just like Timmy. I think what he's doing right now like is Timmy. he's he's backing up what he's saying. You know, before you know, I would Th- think that was the problem. I think with I people. think he would always you know he would throw it out there and then not back it up. But I think he's doing what he's saying he's going to do, and you have to give the guy props for that. You know. I, I've, I, I, you can't take the, his natural talent and his speed away from him. There's, that's. I'll tell you what, Watson. Uh, you weren't there this weekend, and you, you maybe you watched the little highlights. And I, I caught some shit on Twitter for tweeting this. He looked like he was cruising, man. Like he didn't look like he had another gear. Like not a lot of scrubbing. Not a, like he really just looked. Do you think he? Milan, do, do you agree? Like. Yeah, we saw him at uh, Glen Helen do some hot laps, yeah. and like, mate. That was yeah. He's, yeah, he's like he wasn't covered. doing that at Hangtown. It was yeah. impressive. Yeah, I think that he probably wanted to go into that race just to get out of there. Right, like, right, right. Get in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's lucky that Villapoto wasn't there. You know. Well, yeah. How does our screener let that go? Dude, I don't know. What was that guy thinking? Like, obviously he didn't say he was going to come in and, say, and yell at. Villapoto uh, no, was sick, no. dumbass. That might well, be our first uh, kind of call like that. I like it. No, yeah, I'm okay that with that. That guy was sweet. We've, we've had people come on who weren't who they said they were. You know, they, yeah. they've tricked me on that, but as far as someone in the chat room said like that's that, Sinjin's no. dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, thanks to Race Tech for coming on board. When we come back, we're going to do some giveaways. Uh-huh. Uh huh. X Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Fly Racing, Works Connection. Kenny, how's Works Connection working out for you? Sweet. Working like a connection? Not this summer. It's not working that no, good because we're su- not using it. But uh, up until uh, for Supercross? the last race, yeah, there's. Tech One Designs. Tech One Designs. Made us killer. Nevada. They make made really some killer nice stickers. Pulp Mex stickers. Thanks, guys. The for that. one in the back of your car looks really Free nice. Freegun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Vivint Home Automation, AGV Helmets, all on board with us. Thank you, guys. Uh, we're going to come back, uh, do Tweet at Tit segment, give, give some shit away. Thanks, Milan, for your donation, by the way. And uh, we're going to give some shit away when we come back and come back with uh, Mitch Payton. Thanks, everybody. See you in a little bit. This is Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX show. And you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, Steve, 
S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathesize discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new pro-launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set-it-and-forget-it deal featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three, easy build skid plates hour meters throttle tubes radiator braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx upon checkout and save 20 percent off your order Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly Racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight, and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? 
you know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at Facebook.com slash Fly Racing or Twitter.com slash Fly Racing USA. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you.
Van Halen, 5150. Dreams. What a song. What a year. What a summer. Tits. Yes, sir. What do you think of the first, when you hear that Halen song? Like, what is that? What oh, does that do man. for you? So many like, emotions just come rushing to my mind. Like, why? It makes like me the- want to fucking barf. <laughs> I, it's just fucking I, lame as shit. I ever. remember listening uh, to it, and dude. all I could think of is like partying. Racing, uh, yeah, I can see party. That's a great party song. Forking chicks, like not oh, yeah. like that was. That's what that was. Don't say that. No. Okay, I'm just joking. What a what a what a year. Van Halen, fifty one fifty. Yeah, coming at you. Uh, where, where did you come up with that coming at you? I shit? made it up, bro. Wait, well, supposed it's to be like a radio, phrase. like a it's radio my, DJ. It's my, it's my catchphrase. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, give me a catchphrase. Let's get it on. Yeah, Adam Crow. Adam Crow says, let's get it on. Got to get it. You two guys are homos. You know? (laughs) You guys are pathetic. You have have yours, Kenny. Chanceability. (laughs) Oh, that's a catchphrase. That's a catchphrase? Chanceability. If you don't like it in the kitchen. You can go your own way. Here we go. Now say it, Kenny. Say your catchphrase. You can call it the sound of an ice cold Red Bull being cracked open. I'm not buying into your guys' lame shit right now. <laughs> Let's move on with the show. Coming please. at ya! I got crap I gotta do. I got uh, big things to do when I get home. Let's go. Been gone for four days. I we haven't even home. talked about 250 class right now. Well, let's save that for the next guest because that's all there is let's, to talk about. Let's talk about. Uh, let's do a giveaway. Okay. Let's do a giveaway. Uh, Tech One Designs has Pulpamex graphics. We're gonna give away one set uh, after every race, and uh, these guys are from Minden, Nevada. Uh, great company. They've been in, been been in business for a while. And what's the, what's their names over there? Jamie. Jamie what? Jamie, bro. <laughs> um, I forget Jamie's last name. They're off a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike. As a uh, background starting as low as twenty nine ninety nine, and full graphic kits from one forty nine ninety five. If you want to order it and pay for it, if you don't win this contest. Uh, enter Pulpamex15 at checkout and save fifteen uh, percent on your next order. Fifteen percent. That's in, huge. In honor of Tim Ferry. What about Dean Wilson? He's out for the year now. Got a sh- hurt his shoulder, left the year. Duh. Right? Steve? I know everything. That time you did. I That's did. about your only correct. There's, there's things that I'm right on. Dean Wilson's shoulder, Ivan Tedesco's dominance in the lights class, <laughs> Tim Ferry. Oh, There's God. things that I'm right about, and that's what I'm right Tim about. Tim Ferry. You're still climbing the Tim Ferry. I clipped Ferry. Tim Ferry for tonight's show. You should have. He has nothing to say. He actually literally doesn't. He has sign language now with his new rider. He has nothing to say <laughs> exactly. but sign language. Hey, speaking of that, yeah. the sign language obviously wasn't working. He hey. brings her on and she loses? First moto, she won, and I'm like, hey, one and know. He's like, that's right, one and know. And I didn't see him after the second moto. But Dude, who's the girl <laughs> that won? Some chick from Australia. Damn yeah, Megan Rutledge. She's good, huh? Yeah, she's, she's only like 17, 18. Hold on a second, though. She got eighth in the first moto, so she ain't that good. She crashed in the second lap and come from... So you think she's got something for Jessica? We'll see how she deals with the heat. She should be all right. Right. Deals with the heat. What's the difference? There's no heat down down under? Oh, it's hot in Texas, everyone tells me. It's Um, different. Fourth caller right now that has a... Semi modern bike gets a Pulpamex. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the first caller with a semi <laughs> wood. No, no, no. They don't make super old graphics like for super old bikes. But fourth caller right now gets a Tech One Designs Pulpamex graphic kit, uh, courtesy of the folks at Tech One Designs. And don't forget Race Tech too. Um, let's do uh, let's do the eighth caller. Tits gets a hat and a shirt from Race Tech. Hat and a shirt. Fourth gets a Tech One. Stop it. Stop it. You're on punishment for wearing that shirt and letting that color through. 
<laughs> Fourth caller. Right now, the lines are lit up as we speak. Fourth and eighth, bro. Do it. Hey, spec. check this out. What? Would Travis Preston done better than Kyle Regal this weekend? Yes, but I don't know about going forward, though. Regal did not have a good weekend. Crashed. Got tired. How did he qualify? I don't know. How did he qualify in the long? Actually, I don't know. I was trying what to. What kind of super fan are you, bro? Uh, he's not. Yeah. He's not on your list of super fans? Nah. Oh, okay. Speaking of which, what's, what's been your highlight so far of your trip? Um, meeting me? Meeting Kenny. Hughes. Tits. Oh. Um, probably uh, meeting Ivan um, at dinner. You're that big of an Ivan fan? I'm, I'm a pretty big. And Dino taking the time to have a chat at, on Friday. Well, he's so. going to come by the shop tomorrow. And since Ivan jumped ship on me... And there's a locker full of his shit. This guy's walking out of our shop with tons of Ivan to that. Go ahead. There might be some underwear in there, some spare socks, some maybe goggle or two, maybe a couple pair of gear, some gear. Yeah. It's all yours, bro. Take, take it. If Ivan wants it, he could come get it. But I don't think he really wants it. So uh, we're going to bring that up on the show. Well, he was the same unnamed rider that uh, when you guys switched gear, he threw it away. Or what he did. There was an unnamed rider that we had that I think is Tedesco. Put everything in a garbage bag and threw it in a dumpster. Well, that's what he does with every sponsor when he's done with them. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, he, he, no, I'm not talking. I think the sponsors are stoked that they do that instead of selling it. Right. No, absolutely. No. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys that's never like put his gear on eBay or done anything. He just keeps hey, let's read it. some emails. Um, just watched the race and wondered if JT Money made Dungey do some under helmet cussing when JT held him up. Uh, probably. Also, we need the story on Brayton's day. Justin Brayton, not good this weekend. What I, happened to Brayton? I talked to him this week, and I said, what was wrong? What happened? And he said, uh, just a bad day. And I said, I got my theory. Me and Gothic J have, have a theory on why you had a bad day. Oh, Jay's theories. Ro rocket scientists that we are. Uh, he, you know, when you come from Supercross, you're, you're trying to, like, ride outdoors like Supercross, where you're trying to, like, double things and, like, back off and, like, quad things. Like, but to isn't be, like, that what testing's for before you go? Well, he had two weeks. I don't know. I'm just saying. And there's other. There's another. Brayton agreed with me and Jay. He agreed with me. And I, and dude, he, I can understand saying. if you're, like, a, a privateer guy. But, dude, by God's sakes, he's a factory rider. Factory. I mean, dude, they're testing. He's in practice. If he's doing that, his team's going, what are you doing? We're not in Anaheim. This is Sacramento. Bulldoze through it. Let's That's go. That's so funny. I guess not. Yeah. Um. Chris sent in, Mathis, your stamp it is losing its luster. The shine is changing to Shinola. Don't be the next Irv Braun. Oh, that hurt. Moto Review Show with Ping and Weege. Wilson is a favorite. I'm sure Weege will be using that clip at the end of your year review. Uh, podcast with Chris Blose, quote, unquote. You'll definitely make the fast 40. What am I going to tell the guy on the phone? You're going to be in. I told him he's going to be in tough. That's what I said. He was in the fast 40, though. <laughs> he qualified. Yeah, good job, Watson. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I got your back. He wasn't a fast 40. I got your back sometimes. Jerk-ass Chris. <laughs> I know you are not a two-stroke hater. You're a realist with the hills and how they prep outdoor tracks these days. You should have known that the reality of a two-stroke cannot compete against a modern-day four-stroke. Keep up the great work on the show and the podcast. Right or wrong, it doesn't matter. It's great to listen to. Thanks, Chris. Uh, hey, did yeah, you and get he did make the fast 40, so suck it. Hey, did you get a lot of uh, good feedback from your Palooza? Podcast the Palooza? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people told me that I wasted a lot of their day, like at work and. <laughs> what whatever. was what do you think out of all the ones you did was the best one? I already know which one. The read the read one. Of course. I mean the stats were yeah I just I can you know I I can I can I can't access all the stats right away but I can access the Stitcher stats right away the next day and it blew through the roof like I, on I think Donks was the best. I think you're just saying that. 
So I can't I, believe you listen to him. I have. Hey, I think those want, are the only two I listen to. Who? No, you know what I did. You know which one? You know which one I did listen to. I didn't listen to Blows, but I did listen to Tortelli and Michael Lieb because I was I was really intrigued about that whole deal. Yeah. And I was surprised, like, Lieb wouldn't uh, – if that was Lieb, I would have been blasting those guys that did that crap to me. Porcel spit on him and Anstey. Spit on him. Spit on it. He didn't spit on Lieb. He spit on Spit Anstey. on Lieb, too, Mike said. Michael said. Really? And Clement DeSalle, every time they went by, was flicking him off. Yeah, I heard a Lieb. Someone spits on me, it's on. I mean Lieb, – Lieb heard it, like, when he had his, he was going to the yeah. medic truck, and I heard he walked by, and, and that dude said something to yeah. him, like, you deserve it, karma's a bitch, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Who won? Tits. We're, we got our winners. Yes, we do. Uh, Jason uh-huh. won the graphics. Yep. So congratulations. What kind of bike to him. does he have? Did you get the bike? No. Okay. Well, when you, I, when you I told him to email me with his info. Okay. But what happens if he had a, what happens if he had a ninety seven CR one twenty five? Is that not semi modern? Jesus Christ! Fuck. Semi modern. <laughs> no. Okay. Tits. I didn't ask him. So if okay, well, right. he's going to email us, right? <laughs> yes, okay. he'll email us. And then, uh, so thanks to Tech One for that. And who yeah. won the. Titch, you're awesome, bro. Who won the race tech stuff? <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. I have Just his Brandon. Last name. Just not Brandon. Where's he from? Where's Brandon from? No idea. I didn't, you don't need to get that. <laughs> I but don't. Yeah. Nope. Uh, thanks to Race Tech and Tech One. We're going to do a full suspension giveaway. You pay only the shipping. Uh, springs, oil, gold valves, you name it. They're going to do your, up your suspension. We're going to do that next show. We're going to do that next show. Yep. So we're going to do Race Tech. We're going to spread the Race Tech love out. Thanks, Race Tech, for coming on board. Uh, last email is um, – oh, my forehead hurts. Uh, <laughs> Shouldn't be banging against that big black Seriously, thing. Seriously, it hurts, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Steve, so I've been listening to your podcast from last week, and frankly, I've not missed a show or a podcast presented by BTO Sports ever. I was thinking of two questions you asked this week, and I feel they're related. You asked Chris Blos, why do fans go crazy for the two strokes? And why is that nobody thinks it's James and not the bike? That was one of my questions to somebody. Uh, I think that's already been ruled out, but that was my question. Uh, everybody was talking about uh, – oh, I just got the stats right here. Speak of the devil. Our guy Swiss score. The Ping Wygant podcast preview beat out the Reed preview by 97. So the preview beat out. The preview with Weege and Ping beat up – The only whatever. thing on that preview show that made any sense to me was David Pingree because he freaking called Sacramento, if I remember right. He said those three guys. I called Alessi for podium. Dude, he straight said James, Dungey. Okay, I think I said Dunge, James, Alessi. He called it. But Rocket Rob Bidas interviewed me over the loudspeaker. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. I said, Alessi, it. I said Alessi will make the podium. Stamp it. But I also said Andrew Short would struggle because he doesn't like Hangtown. And what else you did – God. Okay. All right. Um, I own two. I own two two strokes and three four strokes in my garage, and often look fondly upon my 06 KX 252 stroke. I've been involved in moto. As for James Stewart, I think the fans are upset, and have grown to dislike him for not simply due to the supercross for simply due to the supercross only contract or Bubba's world. And James actually said that tonight. Um, James was a great champion from day one. Ride with Flash. He won by 45. If James has a season I'm hoping for, locks the championship out, tell him to have a 252 stroke of 259 done up for the final round and win or lose, the fans will line the fences. So, yelling, Stu, not boo, just like Stu Barnes and Winnipeg Jets. Thanks, Steve. Say hi to the gang and please read on the air for Brad. Um, happy birthday to LHR, by the way. Friend of mine up in Canada. Hey, 
Jason what? has a 2012 CRF250. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, it doesn't quite cut it. We <laughs> not, need not we need newer. No, that good Jason's got it. Hey, before we get Mitch Payton on, let's uh-huh. go with Tweet It Tits. We got a little bit of time. Let's squeeze that in. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from ptosports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. I can't believe that you you don't want to bring them on. But that's okay. All right. No problem. Your show, too. I'm, I'm, I'm well, what are we going to talk you know. about, dude? He, I had a terrible weekend. He's not – I mean, there's nothing really to talk about. Okay. I mean, I love JT. He's like one of my friends. I just wanted he, to help him he, out. He's, he's not question. usually on here to talk about his own weekend. It's he's, uh, you know, that's okay. gives his insights. Fuck, fuck him, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. John Walden. Actual Wal- questions from actual tweet people on Twitter. Actual people. Twits c- calls them through. Real and, questions. Uh, yes, yeah. the real ones through. Okay. Let's go. John Waldman wants to know what you guys thought of Alessi's bike, how it looked. He thought it didn't look like it could turn very well. Well, I know in the first moto he went backwards, and then in the second moto they made some suspension adjustments, and clearly it worked. Uh, James, James answered that question about him. Didn't look like it turned fine when he was in front of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like it went side to side real easy. Real yeah. Nice. You know what, though? I mean, I know Mike's out there racing. No one's trying to bash Mike. I think he's no. doing a great job. But my question about Mike Lessie, why does he switch helmets? Do we have that question? I do. Uh, okay. Sorry. Do you want me to jump to that question nah, now? Yeah, I don't know how about Mike's, Mike's helmet or Mike's bike. I mean, um, I think they're going to struggle. But th- whatever changes they made from first moto to second moto was good. Worked good. Good job. MB1. All right. Should have uh, been race tech, but hey, whatever. Yeah. Tony Blazier wants to know what's up with the Moto Concepts team ditching the JT helmets. Uh, I spoke to Mike Genova of the uh, Moto Concepts team, and he it was in their contract to switch to another helmet if they wanted it, wanted to. They've had good luck with the showy in the past, and they felt like they wanted to run a showy for the outdoors. And JT had nothing to – like, JT couldn't do anything about it. It was in the contract. Uh-huh. Now, why they wanted to switch – I would assume they thought it was a better helmet. But that whole helmet thing, that is fucked. Like, (laughs) it's jacked up. (laughs) I mean, I read – there's a Snell test that they do a drop down, and it's a one single impact, and they test your helmet and let you know it's good if you fall from 100 feet up on your head. And that's a Snell standard, whatever it is, maybe not 100 feet or whatever. But then there's another test that's – dependent on dragging like you hit and you drag your helmet like a lot of crashes right like bouncing off the ground little small little impact back 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 onto ground and i read an article from a cycle world magazine like not in the back not paid for by parts unlimited or anything nothing to do with parts unlimited it said that their 130 dollar helmet was the best one out there for a drop and drag crash f the showy f the awry all that I have a hard time believing a $130 helmet is better than an RI. But that's what these guys said. And these guys said that that Snell test is so, super out of date. So, long story short, I'd love for somebody to, to give me the end-all and be-all on helmets. Because I don't believe any mm-hmm. of it. I don't know. Okay. But I imagine they switched because they thought it was safer. I know one thing. They're not as good looking. <laughs> I think that's debatable. I may be the only guy <laughs> holding that torch up. I love the show. I think you're right about that. I love the show. He's awesome helmets. And I have two of them up there, by the way, when I won my four Manitoba titles. But JT helmets are fucking badass. Watson? <laughs> I know. I, I'm like the only guy. Milan? No? I don't mind them. I'm like the only guy that's like waving their flag. I, I just think they're awesome. Maybe you should just buy the company then because it's probably going to be for sale. 
How many times you go to a local track and see someone wearing a JT? Not helmet? enough. Not too many. Only time you see anyone wearing any of the people that are sponsored for them. I don't really see them too often. I don't see any helmets too often because I don't go to the local track. But I'm just saying, if I did. All right. Joey's up there. Won some titles with those right there. Sweet. Congratulations. All right. All right. Kevin Houston wants to know if. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> really? If Larry Brooks stole Bell Ray away from 2 2 Racing. No. Yeah, he stole it. Well, he went to Reed's shop with a gun. You know what I'm talking held up, about. Reed, held up Chad with uh -huh. a gunpoint and said, Give me that contract. Uh huh. No, uh, Bell Ray dropped Chad uh, for whatever reason. I don't know. Do you know if Belray dropped Chad or Chad quit? Well, I heard a story from Chad that Belray wanted to change their deal. Chad said no, and they said we're out. In the middle of the season, they wanted to change their deal. Yeah, I, I don't know. How can any – I don't understand you sign a contract, but – I don't know. Is, I don't what, know what is, happened. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just saying. So, uh, that's what I heard. And then mm -hmm. uh, I talked to Larry today because he tweeted something about Belray. And you know Larry and Chad. He put a photo on Instagram about the, the yeah. new design. Yeah. And I guess they got him. So, yeah. Um, isn't it weird, though? I guess Chad, never mind. I thought you had to use like Honda line oil and I mean, Chad didn't, but that was a big thing for, I guess not, whatever. Like when you were playing a Honda, you had to sign an oil contract, right? Yep. You couldn't make any money off oil. Nope. Hmm. All right. Bob Kenny wants to know why Villapoto's brother's racing the Great White North and not down here. Because Ryan's fucking sick. Because <laughs> maybe he couldn't get a ride here. He has not proven. Does he have a card? Does he have a license here, Steve? No, I don't think. He's barely Tyler. raced. Yeah. He's barely, literally, barely ever raced. My, my spies up in Canada said that he's going fast. He's on, like, Matt Gerke's pace, and Matt's top guy up there. And he's scrubbing the shit out of braking bumps. Like, anything he can. And they're worried about him using up a lot of energy. So. How's the heat up there? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you said about Oh yeah, what, 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 that was a, that was a quick response. <laughs> What's up, bro? Ryan Tanner has a question for Kent. He wants to know, Kent, do you really love romantic comedies? Because you tweeted that you were excited to go see one this weekend. What? I never saw that. What I to expect Watson. when you're expecting? You went How to was a it? romantic comedy. I did comedy? not tweet that. It was one of his workers. It was. I did not tweet that. The did person you, that I was. Did you retweet it, or did someone else retweet it? No, maybe I don't know who did it. But did you enjoy the movie? Uh, yeah, it was different. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what movie I really want to go see though is Ted. Have you guys seen that preview for Ted? Yeah, yeah. Ted looks good. Andy right? Harrington did a bunch of stunts in that. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full on. Yeah. Ted looks good. Uh, Jamie Bonner from Tech One. Thank you, Jamie. That's it. Just came to me. <laughs> But you're pretty witty tonight, bud. You're really on top hey, of it. Hey, um, one more question before we uh, – Yeah, one more question okay. before we get the guy in the chair. All right. Um, Brian O'Neill, now that Rattray is hurt, is Tickle going to get his bike? No. I talked to somebody at Cowie today. They're going to just wait it out. Um, Why don't they give it to LeMoyne? LeMoyne did good this weekend. Charged Dude, hard. I think they – are going to wait it out. But Rattray is probably out till Red Bud. So a long time. But no, no one's going to fill in for Ratchet no, at all? No, no fill-ins. Okay. So, but we, I do want to ask Mitch. Mitch told me if one of his guys got hurt, they'd call Tickle back down. And we'll ask Mitch this. But Tickle rode really good this weekend. You didn't see it. You didn't know that. But he did. He's in sixth. Milan, he rode good. Tickle's right. in sixth in points. Right. So so why wouldn't Mitch just go pick up, like, Well, let, well let's ask him, yeah. You can speak for yourself, by the way. You don't have to just gesture to everyone. Well, his microphone's way out there because <laughs> – he was breathing in it earlier. It was irritating, <laughs> but whatever. Um, so let's ask. Yeah, let's ask Mitch that question. So he said he'll drop Tickle down. 
But would you if you were him? Your team manager, your innovator? What? Yeah. Well, you said one more question and then we get him, and I said, yeah. Now you ask me again. Where's Michael Lee at? You're up. He's going, I think he's staying in the GPs. Yeah, staying in the GPs. Hey, your your favorite European rider this weekend, Kenny Rocks. Rode good. Man, I love that kid's attitude. He got passed with half a lap to go. You know, led all moto. Led everything but a couple laps. You hear that? Where's my wife going? You hear that door? What's she doing? Anyways, um, and at the podium, he's like, you know, it was a good race. Too bad I lost. But, man, I had fun. And Blake was riding really good. And did you hear this podium speech? It was great. Like, he was just a cool dude. Like, maybe he got back to the semi and threw shit and, like, whatever. You know what I mean? But, like, it was really awesome to see. Like Kind of like, like Jeff Stanton would have done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, or Ricky. Like, Ricky would just be, like, steaming. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he just was super cool. Like, just, like, whatever. So, I, I, I was impressed with that. I like that. I like to see that. I mean, maybe he did piss and, and moan and back at the truck and throw things. But good job for him for a little bit for holding it together anyways. So, um. I heard Bloss might take over Rattray's ride. <laughs> really? Or Nick, nor Nick Way, one of the two. Nick Way can't. What happened to Nick Way this weekend? He had barely been riding because his back was hurt. And oh. then he, I mean, he's only doing four nationals. He's not doing all of them. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But he can't ride for, he's got a Rockstar deal that's kind of hold things up. Anyways, let's get to our next guest. Not leave him holding. Um, Monster Energy Pro Circuit. Head honcho and all around king of horsepower, Mitch Payton. Mitch, what's up? Horsepower. Horsepower. Uh, I just got home and I dropped out specialized bicycles for my kids, and they're out burning laps around my pool. So okay. that's what I was doing. Um, well, hey, thanks for coming on the show. You're with me, Steve Mathis, and then I don't know if you heard this, but you're also on the line with the, uh, the Innovator of the Year Award, Kenny Watson. Innovation Team of the Year. Kenny Watson. Man, what they did this year was just amazing. Innovating, bro. Innovating. Yeah. yeah. Well, amazing, innovating, whatever it is. <laughs> no, it's actually good. They did a good job this year, and I'm glad to have Carrie and Kenny in the sport. And they're, they, you know, they've, they've got a lot of outside sponsors, and it's really good to have a man. And they've put, they put some more guys to work. And, you know, it's really important that we keep everybody out there. They did a good job, and we're proud to be involved with those guys, too. And um, we've, we're so proud we borrowed a guy for the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good job. Let me have that guy. Let's, well, that's obviously my list of questions. Uh, what about when Ivan Tedesco called you or went and saw you and said, hey, uh, can I ride the bike? What's your first thoughts on that? No, it wasn't. It wasn't so much Ivan as much as uh, you know. At the beginning of the year, Ivan had mentioned that he would like to do the outdoor nationals this year, and you know, like Kenny's team this year hadn't planned on doing that. And Ivan kind of was thinking about doing on on his own. You know, like he he thought he needed to be back out there doing outdoors, and he was trying to figure out a budget where he could do it on his own. And it, it just so happened that with our guys getting hurt, you know, like that was the first guy that I thought of, you know, like when we thought about it, I'm like, God, you know, Ivan wants to ride <laughs> mm-hmm. and he was, well, he was willing to spend his own money to go do it. Yep. And if I, if I can help him 
and not have him spend his own money. You know, like we got the budget in place to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I should give him a chance. And and Ivan was a, a, a you know, he's part of our family too. And so it's an easy, it's an easy plug in for us. And and we're we're really proud and happy to have him. I was uh I was pretty. Uh, impressed with his speed like obviously I mean it's Ivan Tedesco he won a championship but that was a long time ago and you know he he looked really good this weekend were you was he about where you thought he would be were you impressed with his speed Mathis doubted him Mitch Mathis did not think that he would be up there I did not think he'd do as well as he did not especially not first race no no I I know that Mathis uh had had uh already put the word out on him you know like and and said that he would be lucky to be top 20 oh, um, and kind of talked him down but no truthfully our goal was for Ivan to be in the top this weekend and truthfully like he hasn't hasn't ridden you know he got hurt in supercross right. and I think I believe his last race was New Orleans mm-hmm. and he tried to get healed up and then when we you know we were the one that initiated the phone call and we asked him if he would come help us out, and he was excited about it, and so we asked him if he would help us, mm-hmm. and he was willing to do that, and it was only two weeks to go, and, and it was kind of a, a last-minute thing, and, and we're, we're, we're surprised, happy, but yet, you know, like I, you know, like our team believes in Ivan, he, he did really well for us, and and I just think it's a great opportunity for those guys to stay out there. And, you know, like, if that's what it takes to get him out there for outdoors, I'm, I'm down with it. He's, he's doing me a great job. Yeah, I, I get pissed when I, I was getting tweets about, why is he in that class and he shouldn't be allowed to ride that class? And that just pisses me off because it's the outdoor motocross has been open to whoever wants to ride it, whenever they want to ride it. And like you said, it's, it's a super cool subplot for the season. How will Ivan Tedesco do Seven years later in the class, it's very exciting, and it, and and he anybody should be able to ride outdoors, whatever class they want. You know, it's pretty cool about that too. I think there's not too many guys on that door that are defending that can look on that door and say, "Man, look at that! I won that title seven years ago." Yeah, <laughs> you know what no, I mean. And it's it's pretty really cool. You know, like if you look at how history has gone in the past, you know, like that used to be how how the national champions would get their job done was they would go through the 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 125 supercross and they would get a good ride and then they would ride like Doug Henry and Steve Lamps and they were factory Honda guys and they would ride 250 supercross and then they yeah. would bump down and they would ride 125 outdoor and they would do that. Hey, what's up guys? Are you guys going to bed? I love you. All right. Um, so they they would do that back then, and that that was very common. And now it's kind of changed a little bit. But you know, like when I thought about it, like it was very natural for what I thought was a possibility. Right. And and Ivan Ivan was for us, you know, with two weeks to go. Like, where do we put someone on the bike? You know, a brand new personality and and testing and stuff like that. And like he was just such an easy fix. And we think. Yeah. Like Ivan is a is a good asset any team, you know. Like he, Ivan's the guy that stepped in for donations two times, you know, after he rode for us at the last minute and went there and still helped us, you know, win donations. So mm-hmm. like, you know, he's a, he's kind of a like a, a gamer, you know. Like you can put him into a position and and he still does really well. Yeah. And his size his size is really great for a light bike and and he's 
Ivan's just having fun with it. You know, like we don't have expectations. We just want him to do as well as he can do right. and keep the bike out there. And, you know, like, of course I have goals. I'd like, I would love for him to win with national mm-hmm. and be on the podium and all that kind of stuff. But, but I'm not pressuring him to do that. So my goal is to keep him out there, and I know he's going to give me 110%. Yeah, no, it's super cool uh, uh, idea, and maybe uh, maybe it'll it'll inspire some more drop down, and that'll be and that'll be a cool thing. Maybe he's just a better lights rider too than 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 a big bike guy. Although, like he dominated Colorado two years ago, um, so he's got it in him on a four fifty. But um, you know, he's yeah, maybe he's just a, a feels right at home on the lights bike, and some guys don't. But um, as far as Hangtown goes, some good, some great actually with Blake Baggett. Wow. What a ride. And then a little bad fail with Dean and, and, and his shoulder, which you kind of knew would be a prob- would be a problem. But I guess uh, talk about Blake's ride first, Mitch. Uh, um, it was close in that first moto, but, man, what, what a dominating day. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, Blake's one of those guys, like, you know, if we have to work on anything, what we need to do is and, – and we – we or he did, you know, we kind of blew Supercross this year is because, you know, like he, he had an opinion that he wanted to try something a little bit different. And maybe it's my fault, but I, I allowed him to do kind of his own thing. And we came into Supercross a little bit behind, and I believe Blitz got better at every race. Mm-hmm. But it's just you can't go in and be behind. And, you know, like – but I got to tell you that, like, he always loves outdoors. He thinks he's an outdoor guy. He just really bleeds in himself for that position. And he was great last year when he had a couple bad races, crashes and stuff like that. But, you know, he can be there, and, and we know that he has the speed. And, you know, like, we, we just got to get the job done this year. And I, I think he can do it. I believe in him. You know, like if you watch the race this weekend, you know, like, why wouldn't you believe in him? You know, like, he's he's going to have to race Ken, Barsha, Tomac, and, and numerous other guys, but he showed that he, he's got the speed when whether we've been testing or this weekend at the race, like, he's, he's got the speed enough to, uh, to get the job done, and, and we just got to keep the speed there every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dino um, kind of kind of saw it coming maybe a little bit. Unfortunately, it looks like he's going to be done for a while. Yeah, you know, Dino's a that's a sad deal. You know, like yeah. we we uh, you know we talked about it after that crash. You know, where he you know he popped the shoulder out and then it and popped out again during the race. And you know, like you're you're so close to the to the golden ring that. I don't want to see him quit, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't agree with him quitting. So, like, we had to give it everything we could do to achieve the goal, and we, we did. We gave it everything we could do. We tried for the next couple of weeks, and wasn't perfect, wasn't pretty, didn't work out like we thought. Mm-hmm. And so then you're sitting there, and you're like, okay, so do we fix the shoulder right now and just get it done? Or do we try outdoors? And he's like, yeah, but it feels pretty good, you know. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you're looking at 24 motos, <laughs> right. straight up, hardcore. And, you know, mm-hmm. in, in my mind, you know, like we were looking at about a, a 70% chance of him making it, you know, like yeah. throughout the whole outdoors. Yeah. And that's, you know, like that's looking on the good side. And you go to the first round, and then all of a sudden, you know, like that place is really rough, choppy, 
lot of square edge bumps, and then it popped out. And then, like, we made the decision before we did it that if it pops out one more time, that's it. Yeah. You know, like, so, like, if you, can, if you can pull it off, we'll pull it off. And if it pops out one more time, we're getting it fixed and it popped out. And so now it's, it's a very easy decision, and we got to get it fixed and mm -hmm. do the right thing for him. Hey, Mitch, what do you think? Do you think uh, Dino is going to, since he didn't win the title in Supercross and his outdoor season is kind of done right now, what what do you th I know that he's hasn't made up his mind, or maybe he has. No one knows. But do you think he's going to come back and ride with you guys again? Does he have? Is, is he pointed out in that class, or does he have a does he have a chance to ride with you again, or is it time to move on? Mm, no, he he's not pointed out. And like, you know, like, you know, it it depends on how you look at this this. Uh, Thing you know, like even last year, even before this injury, you know, like Dean won the national championship last year. He went to the nations, and when he came back, all Dean could talk about was he was going to ride here this year. And like truthfully, his goal was he like he wanted to go to Europe next year. Yeah, and we're like, really? I know like, he says that's that. An yeah, odd decision. You know, like you just want to go. And he and he he's like, well, I'd like to ride MX2. You know, like and just try to win a world championship, and then. Then you know, like I could come back and do because he he said you know like when you when you start riding 450 that's it you know that's all there is and mm -hmm. so I don't I don't see the necessity for any of these kids really to rush the entrance into the 450 class right. only because you know like when Ricky rode for me you know like I tried to get him to stay down he moved up and that first year was kind of hard on him and he's been very vocal about that and said you know like if he could have done it over. He would have rode lights mm -hmm. um, in Supercross and then rode some 450 on the other coast right. and stayed down one more year. You know, like, in, but but he was in such a rush to get there. Mm -hmm. But but after you're there, there's nowhere else to go, and like you're you're just there. And uh, and the way I look at it is when you enter into that class, you you need to be, you know, like a really exceptional dominant figure mm -hmm. because. It's not even easy, you know. Like if you take a decade of racing, there's only five or six guys that can make that bridge and make it work really, you know, yeah. to their advantage. Or or they might just get lost a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, he's got definitely some decisions ahead of him because he could sign up with you or go four fifties. It's gonna be interesting, or maybe maybe CLS Cowie or something. Who knows? That's interesting though. Um, so. Uh, Brock Tickle, your 450 guy, I think he rode great at Hangtown. And uh, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, you agree? I think Brock rode really well. I think the the only thing lacking right now, and, and it's the same in Supercross, like, and it was the same actually for outdoors. It's like he struggled, you know, like like last year in outdoors. You know, like I had I had three guys, and they were one, two, three, and then Brock, who was like sixth or seventh. I don't remember the points. Right. But his his uh, his failure was just his start, you know. But he's on the same bike, and so like even this year in Supercross, you know, there's a lot of times where Brock gets a really good jump and he goes down there and then he shuts off early. Mm -hmm. And so like I think if Brock wants to be in the top three, then he's got to hang it out and he's got to believe in himself and he's got to drive it in that corner. I do believe Brock really, really wants to do well outdoors because, you know, he he needs to have opportunities for a 450 ride. Mm -hmm. 
and I and I do believe he got better in Supercross, um, but I I think the first couple of laps in any one of his races was, you know, not good. You know, like at the end of the race, he's pretty good, mm-hmm. but you know the first couple of laps he just he's not pulling it together. And I think if he wants to be one of those guys, you know, like I've watched James Stewart take a really crappy start and drive it in deep and come out third, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's the difference. You have to, you've got to be willing to throw down with those guys if you're going to race with them. So, uh, um, yeah, well said. So question, question for you now with no Dean, does Brock move back down? I, I imagine this has already uh, been talked about and, and decided or, or figured out what's going to happen for, are you going to go racing with two guys in the lights class or what's the plan? Um, well, no, it's it's kind of a tough decision because right. I, I sure. you know, we had talked about this where, like, if Brock, you know, like, you know, he he has gave me his word he's going to do really well in the 450. And I said, okay, well, <laughs> you better because if you don't. And I keep going through what I'm going through right now, which was, you know, like we, yeah. we gave Tyler up to Kawasaki to try to help them out because Ryan was hurt. Yep. And then, you know, like with with Durham hurt, you know, like we're we're low on staff. So you kinda of wonder what you should do and and I I at one point I would bump him down, but then the other is like right now it's a tough decision because now he's at the very moment he's a top Kawasaki in the four fifty class, so yeah, I don't yeah. wanna take that out of there. And I wanna believe in him and I would love to see him, you know, improve his results and and work on trying to be in the top five or top three. Interesting, yeah. So so no decision, and 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 who knows, right? Yet, no decision. Well, if the Ivan thing worked out, what about like Buell or Larry Ward, like that? I mean, you know, just out. Well, I know another guy that needs that a job for the summer. That wasn't so funny. Maybe we get the one hundred guy out there. For oh, you. there we go. One hundred doesn't like outdoors. He. he <laughs> 100 doesn't even like mammoth. <laughs> this is true. I can't. 100 couldn't do mammoth without just saying it's not cool. Well, <laughs> he, he did do that Dutch sand outdoor race last year, but I think it was more for the party afterwards. The... Yeah, but he had the wrong goggles, the wrong clothes. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's, I think he's a Supercross only guy. Um, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what, what you do and what, what you decide that's going to be uh, – for idiots like me that call, follow the sport, it's going to be interesting for sure. Uh, Kenny, Kenny's actually upset with you. He, he said he was going to bring this point up with you on air. So, Kenny, the floor is, floor is yours. Scott. What was I upset what? about? I can't remember. Before the show started, you said, upset. I'm going to ask him. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I was said I was going to ask you a question. You acted upset. Oh, here we go. You know Mathis, right? Who talks shit on Ivan. But now, now he's saying he didn't do it. Okay. But now he's just. Doing some other crap, but I love. Ivan. I was going to ask you. Going to win, snap it. No, he re- he really did kind of actually downplay him a little initially, which is true. I did, but I so did. did so did everybody else. So, but that's fine. Absolutely, I did. And we're going to have him on actually after you, and I'm sure Kenny will bring that point up. But for now, Watson is very upset with you. I'm, I'm really pissed, Mitch. You know me. I'm I'm pissed. He knows if I was pissed, I would have called him and said, "What the fuck?" Okay, we'll bring it up. I want to know: Are we going to get the H and H four bar on the jersey now for hot sauce or what? Are we gonna do? Are we gonna get the four bar, the Hart and Huntington logo on the jersey? No, we need to do that. Actually, I actually said that, and they didn't get a chance. 
I told those guys, like, uh, uh, I owe it to those guys, you know, like we worked out a deal and I, I got a bit Thor to put H and H logo on there because, you know, uh, Carrie and Kenny were one of the ones that made the thing happen. You know, like they were, they were allowing, you know, like they mm-hmm. kind of had him, even though he couldn't ride outdoors, you know, they kind of have them locked up. Right. They were cool with it, and I, I told them we would try to get that done. And I didn't get it done yet, but I need to do that to get it on the bike or the jersey or something. I, I need to do that because Hart and Huntington, you know, they, they allowed him to do that. We made up a little difference there, and we worked out an agreement, and it's all good. And Ivan's happy, and they're happy. So. Well, the reason why, like, we talked about it with Ivan, and, you know, when we were talking, when Ivan came to me and told me what he wanted to do, I, I was like, you know, he told me the same thing he told you was like, hey, I really want to go race outdoors, but it has to be the right situation. And I said, okay, well, how about if we if we could put a program together? And he was just like, dude, we don't have time. There's a lot to do on the bike and blah, blah, blah. And it was funny. I you said. Guys, you, guys, you guys have two semis. You can just send <laughs> one of them. Dude, we don't even need. We take the Sprinter. We, I, I wasn't even thinking semi. I was thinking Sprinter van. Innovators. Innovators. I was thinking Sprinter van. But we. But no, the, that, that was Kyle's idea. Kyle originally wanted to do Ivan out of a Sprinter and just go do it. Yeah, Ivan wasn't about that. <laughs> Ivan was not about that. He said, the only way I'll do it is if I get on a team that has a good bike. And then I said, well, do you have someone in mind? He goes, there's only one team that I know I could go to right now, and it would be turnkey, and I would be happy. And it's not going to take that much testing because then I said, okay, so you, you'd you like to ride Mitch's bike. Then I said, does he have a 450? So, okay, you're going to go 1110. All right, Ivan. Yeah, he okay. said he's <laughs> 1110. He, he said, I go, well, what would they do, drop Brock down and you'd ride their 450? And he said, no, I, I would ride a lights bike. And I said, excuse me? And he goes, yes. And I said, you think you got it with those kids? And he goes, yes. I said, all right, well, you know, we support you and whatever we have to do to make this work. But like Kerry told me, he said, if it was any other team besides that, there was absolutely no way that we would even be interested in doing it and working with them. But it's just like, you know, Mitch and Pro Circuit have been a huge supporter of, of, of the team and really guided us in the, in the right direction of the do's and don'ts and what we need to do and what we shouldn't do. And, you know, I thank you for that, and I thank you for helping Ivan, and I think you guys are going to have a good year, man. I really do. Well, I think – And I, I, I really believe, like, for, for a guy like Ivan who hasn't ridden outdoors in a couple of years, you know, like he's, he's missing something there, and, like, he's had, like, a kind of a rough couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I think for him to ride outdoors this year, like I told Ivan, I said, if you hit all these motos and you ride all these races – you're going to come in a supercross better yep, because exactly. you know, like he'll, he'll be in, in better race shape, better fitness, yep. um, mindset, everything, you know, like, uh, I think it's important. And like, I think, you know, like even, you know, we say, even though it's lights, you know, like it doesn't matter. There's like, like the first moto, he got a really good start. He got like a third place start or something like that came out. And he's like, dude, they just attacked me. And like, <laughs> you know, the, the lights guys are just yeah. They're they're at one point like there's some really good riders and then there's some idiots. You know, like yeah. they'll just like they just go for it right off the bat and like they're they're not super cool about how they do it. And he's like, man, it's getting attacked everywhere. And then he kind of settled in. He said his heart rate went up to the moon and he had to back it off and then just kind of keep it together. And then you know towards the end of the moto you can work on stuff. You know and and. I think it's going to be really good for Ivan, and I think it'll be better. I think it'll improve his Supercross season next year to do these races, you know, and and I'm glad to have him back. And, like, 
you know, he's, he's a guy that's won me three championships, you know, like for me to be able to do that for him, you know, like it wasn't Ivan doing me a favor. It was Ivan, you know, or I wasn't doing yeah. Ivan a favor. He was doing me a favor, right. you know, and, and that's really important. You know, like, so everybody that's talking crap out there, you know, like can go pound sand, you know, like I asked him <laughs> to do this for me cause I needed him. And, you know, like he's down with it and, and yeah. he's having fun, you know, like, and, and sometimes you don't have fun racing, you know, like, so if you can get back to having fun and we're bringing Doc G back, you know, Doc G is going to be in the mix and we're, we're putting the team back together. So like <laughs> Ivan's like really happy. And so it's, it's just going to be fun. It's going to be a good outdoor series and we're going to, we're going to give it everything we got, you know, Blake's, you know, hitting on all eight cylinders and we need to keep yeah. that going. Ivan is fourth in points, you know, like nobody, including Mathis expected that. And <laughs> well, Kenny, you know, like, Kenny, we're just going to, we're going to see where that goes and we're going to work on it and we're going to try to do the, we're going to do the best we can do. And truthfully, you know, we've, we've had some injuries and we, we understand that yeah. and we just got to do the best we can do. Are you tired of the media? And I include myself in this, uh, in this group. Are you tired of guys like us talking about Geico and Geico this and Geico that and, and, they got Pro Circuit's number. Maybe this weekend, some of us, some of us um, saw that. You know, Geico did a good job in Supercross. You know, we, you know, like, no offense, but I've I've been there before. You know, like, yeah, yeah. We we were we were the hated team. You know, like nobody remembers. You know, like I won East and West in 1991, my first year that they had a team. Yeah, yeah. You've done it four times. You've done it four times. So, yeah. so like that's that's an amazing feat. It's not something that you can count on or expect. And there's years where you might not win anything, or maybe you win one. And then, you know, like you look at the last couple out your outdoor years, you know, like with Christoph goes in the last round with the points lead and crashes mm -hmm. and we lose it there. And the year before we broke the motor, like there would have been two more championships, but yep. you know what? That's, that's the way the cards fall. And, and, I'm okay to accept that, and you know, like we don't, we don't cheat, we don't team ride, mm -hmm. and it has to happen for the individual, and that's that's super important. And you know what? They won this year, and, and good for them. They they did a great job, and, and their two guys were really solid, mm -hmm. and they're they're good riders, and and both those kids will be around the sport for a long time. So it's not like they lucked into it, you yeah. know, like it's. It's important. They they did a great job this year. We we failed and and they didn't. Uh, question for you. Oh, you got you. We got a caller for you. Kenny, go ahead. Okay, uh, Domo. Yeah, how you hey, going? Hey, thanks for being on hold uh, all the way from Australia for this long. But uh, what's your question for Mitch Payton? Uh yeah. How you going, Mitch? How are you? Good, thanks. Good. Uh, question for you. Steve's done some podcasts with some other of your. Uh, colleagues and I'm um, saying about the costs of 250 racing uh, going through the roof being very expensive and I dare say you're probably to blame because everyone's you know chasing your horsepower reliability and that what what do you think of the areas in your your class there that you could probably or everyone could probably cut back on and save some costs apart from salaries apart from salaries would be the first part I mean like <laughs> So what do you, what do you do? Like it's it's not like that we go out and and spend you know like I guess if I paid a guy a million bucks and he would write for someone else for less, that's one thing. But we don't do that. You know like we 
we try to keep fair market value. And a lot of times, you know, we've been fortunate enough to hire really talented riders for a little bit less. And they come to our team because they know they can win. And I've had other riders that have uh, shied away from our team where I've made them what I think is a fair market value offer. And they don't ride for me. And when they don't, you know, like uh, I'm disappointed. But when they don't do it, to me that means that they're not sure they can win anyway. You know, like they want to stay in their security zone and their safety zone and you do. You have an expectation if you ride for us that you're going to win. And I will expect that. I want that. And I want to continue that. And we've, you know, like it's like it's great to win one championship or two. Um, but, you know, like we've won, we've won championships on two strokes and four strokes and indoors and outdoors. You know, different, like different I think brands, that's, I, brands, I think that's, yeah, I think that's really important to show that, like, our stability is very solid, and we can help a person achieve their goals if they if they really have the heart and soul and they want to do it. I can help you do that. Okay. All right then. Money wise for the money wise for the motors, I think that's all that's all bull crap. You know, like you don't think KTM, the factory, has enough money to throw anything they want, mm-hmm. and I have to race them, and I don't I don't ever bitch about KTM, and you know, like I got Tommy Searle and and Rollins in Europe, and we're racing the KTM factory team. And Tommy went one one this weekend. You know, like and and that's a production bike that we put together over here, and we send the parts over there. Mm-hmm. I believe it's if it's 250 cc's, and if they have 250 cc's, it's up to me to do the job we can do. And I've always thought that like we shouldn't whine about what it takes you have to figure out what it takes to get the job done and whether it's two stroke or four stroke and don't whine about it. Like we're not supposed to be racing, <laughs> right. you know, show showroom stock. I, I drove showroom stock cars yeah. in SCCA and that was the biggest bag of cheaters that I ever met in my life. <laughs> right. Uh, thanks Tomo. No worries. Have a good one guys. Catch you soon. Thanks. Um, all right. Hey, and I can feel your pain about the jerseys because Pulpamex went in on the Chris Blose two-stroke ride this weekend, and uh, we sponsored him. And Beaker, Beaker put all of his old sponsors on the jersey. So I, I can, like it. I can feel your pain there. Uh, we also have to do something about Ivan's number nine on the back. It's too skinny. It needs to be like his old school one. Oh, they didn't put the they yeah. didn't, they didn't put this no, big number just, nine. It was like seriously like a dirt digit from '85 number nine. No, it, it wasn't a big fat number nine. I think that was just a little bit, believe it or not, I know it's kind of hard to accept, but we didn't have a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, good. that's a good point. No, that, you're right. Hey, uh, I want to get your take uh, before we let you go uh, on James Stewart. Uh, certainly the talk of the sport recently. And uh, it did, came out of Hangtown and looked as comfortable and in control and, and, and went 1-1. Thoughts on that? I mean, honestly... I would have to say that uh, if you didn't expect James to be fast, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, like I always believe, like, you know, it's like, you know, I dealt with Chad last year, you know, and Chad wanted to do his own team and stuff like that. And, like, I always, I always believe that, like, uh, if, if you want to win, you narrow it down to the people you have to race against and you really have to narrow it down against a, a certain group of people. And I think James is one of those guys, regardless 
of what brand of motorcycle he rides or what day he's having. You know, like when they unload the motorcycle and they put it on the bike stand, you you don't go down on the track and think, oh, yeah, we got it covered. You know, like James James has been fast since he was on 85s, 125s, 250F, 450s. And I think, I think it's not intelligent for the fan base to believe that he just doesn't have it. Right. You know, like James is gnarly, and he's he's the last guy since Ricky Carmichael to go 24 straight. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, that wasn't an accident. You know, like it, it didn't accidentally happen. And on a 125, he went – 23 out of 24 and he had a dnf mm-hmm. so like he, he's he's a very talented rider and i believe you know like i talked to james a couple weeks ago and i i just think for james to achieve his goals he's got to be happy mm-hmm. you know and and i think he just wanted to try something else to try to be a little bit happier and he might not be making the money he was making but like He's got money, you know, like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's a point where, like, you can pay a man as much money as you want, but if you're going to slap him in the head all the time, he would rather do something fun for free. Right. And I, I believe that's where he's at. I think he just wants to, I think he wants to try to bring himself back and prove that he is the guy that people remember and He's he's a solid son of a gun, you know. Like I watched him this week, and I don't know that you even saw a guy that was hanging it out a hundred percent. I think you right. saw a guy that was trying to try to win a moto and win a race, and keeping it together and not pushing it too far. And he's very talented. And if you discount him, he's going to bite you every time. Yeah. A uh, question about Christoph Purcell from a caller here, Damon. Thanks for calling. Hey, what's up? I just wondered if you thought there was a chance that Christophe Purcell could uh, come over for Rat Trace spot. Oh, for Rat Trace spot this well, year? Oh. Oh, really? He just he's racing. No, well, <laughs> well, he's he's in the middle of a GP series right now, and I think he's I think he's third. I think he's third in points and maybe like twenty uh, some out. And I guess he, he, he just, just won the overall in Brazil this weekend, so I don't think that he'll just yeah. walk away from that and come over here being a hundred oh, okay. points down and, and step in. But but Kristoff is a guy that like for sure he's he's probably the only European that I would say that could come over here and compete against the Americans mm-hmm. on our tracks, uh, meaning supercross and outdoors. Yeah. And I think that if he was here I think you would see him in the mix in Supercross, and I think you'd see him in the mix in outdoors, you know, for for either championship because I think he's that talented. Thanks, Damon. Um, yeah, I guess he just killed him this weekend in the mud over a minute and a half lead or something. Um, went one one. So did he go? No, he didn't go one one. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't go one one. One four. He yeah. Went yeah. one maybe one four or something like that. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, one four. He did. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess he just looked like he was on another level. Um, anything else, Kenny, for, for uh, Mitch Payton? No, sir. Nothing? I got one thing to say to Mitch. At least you have a guy with Ivan. You don't have to worry about what he's doing during the week. Well, that's, that's kind of a cool thing. Is like, you know, like 
like I said, was, was we're, we're thinking about guys, you know, and, like, we're, we got to do something real quick, and, like, what do we do? And then we kind of, like, one night we're all talking about, we're like, what about Ivan? And, like, everybody was like, Ivan, that's cool. And I'm like, well, is it cool or is it a good idea? And they're like, no, but, but, he, but he, would be, he would be easy to deal with, and, you know, like, he's solid. You know, like, Ivan's a very very grounded guy, you know, like he's, he's not kind of a bonehead and, <laughs> you know, like he, he's got his feet on the ground and he really wants to do it. And, and this is what he wants to do. And like, it's just, he's, he's been successful with us. So like, we think we can help him be successful. And, and for us, it was, it was almost like, you know, like getting family back together. So like, we didn't have to go through a whole new learning process. And that was super important for us. Like we, we didn't have a lot of time, so like quick testing, and we knew settings from like what Kenny was running in Supercross, and and so like it was, it was the best choice we could make, and we're yeah. we're really stoked on it. I've been a, I've been a believer. I'm right there with you the whole the whole way. So, um, no, you weren't. <laughs> thanks, Mitch. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Um, always a good talk. I could ask you a hundred questions about the sport, uh, but we we got to go. But uh, to talk to Ivan right. Tedesco. But thank you again. See you this weekend in Texas, man. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see you there. I hope it's, I hope it's 105 degrees. Ooh. Yeah, that'll be. I hope it's 109. Hey. Dude, I hope it's so hot. I think you're going to see. What, Kenny, are you going to come out to Nationals now or no? Because well, Ivan? No. Like, still not? No. Okay. No. Well, I, thought, no, I think it's supposed to be like I think it's going to be like ninety five and fifty fifty six percent humidity was today, so okay. like that's pretty still hot. Yeah, so like if it could pick up a few more degrees, I think that'd be awesome. Right on, thank you. Sweet, we'll enjoy that. Don't forget your gold bond. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> All right, All right later, you. Mitch. Thanks, thanks, man. Bye, guys. Uh, Mitch Payton, everybody, man, I love talking to that guy. Like, you, you thought he was going to bury me on the beginning when you started asking him, like, "Oh, about the innovation." You thought he was going to come, like, oh, no, you no, thought no, he no. was going to pull like a coy move nah. and just talk shit on me. No, I mean, I thought he'd make a joke about you. No. You know, I mean, you guys are good friends. He's pure, pure class. Milan, <laughs> sorry, I get you questioning. Oh no, that's all right. I'll, oh. I'll speak to him at freestyle. There you go. Oh, wow, they're on a first name basis. Hey, now. so what's he going to do, Watson? What what happens? I, I, dude, you never know with Mitch Payton. Does he pull? He, he, dude, he, he's always pulling a rabbit he's out of the back. For sure, he's not t like he's already on a plan and like yeah, working on it. On. Like, but do you drop tickle down if you're him? Dude, he, I, I, I'm just saying, I know the way his he operates, and he's not going. I to, know everything. He, I don't think he's going to the races with with just two guys. No, There's too no, much there no. To lose. But so, what does he do? Does I think he, he leaves Brock alone, he, and, yeah. he, and I think he he tries to. Maybe there was another there was another guy that they were going to bring up from the team green ranks when if it was between Ivan and him. Oh, okay. So maybe they put that kid on the bike now. Yeah. Who knows? Hey, that Jesse Nelson race for TLD with no thumb. Yeah, I know that's crazy, right? Yeah, he's got no thumb. No. The that's guy say, the guy say when he comes back his grip with a no thumb is always twisted. You know, because he's only yeah. hanging on with. You know what though? That kid he no thumb. Uh, uh, he topped. He did good. I mean, for his first national, yeah. he did decent. But a lot of people got to remember that's his home track. He's an oh, it is. He's a NorCal guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, Matt Wallace from Independent Suspension used to be yeah. his guy. Like, oh wow. Yeah, he's he's uh he's hey, been around. Um, you. Yes. Let's do the rest of those questions. Okay. Then we get Ivan on the phone. All right. Um, 
Jason Polson wants to know if you guys think Baggett will finally find some consistency this year. He didn't have it last year, huh? After halfway, he really dropped off. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if he got tired. You know, it's a long season. And he's expends so much energy in these motos coming from, like, you know, 20th to, to first. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, Jason Polson. We'll see. Okay. Um, with all the talk about Tedesco, Brock Schmelian wants to know what you guys I think. I have a real name. Okay. I'm kidding. I wants to know <laughs> what you guys think Tedesco's best finish will be this summer. Oh, God. Can't. In a moto? Uh, I yeah. I don't he didn't or, clarify. Let's say overall. I, I I would like to think that he if uh, I I would like to think he can win a race. I I mean he's he's not nowhere near where he needs to be in shape. He didn't know what to expect with the pace and just coming off the couch after three years jumping in that class with those guys. I think he got to see their pace. I don't think he was up to to up to riding that speed yet, and he settled in and he still got fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's, has to say something. Um, you know, you talked to James Stewart before he went to the first race, and he said, shit, if I can go to that first race and get a top five, I think he was being kind of modest. But I think, I think realistically, Ivan can be top five consistently every week, and I think there's no reason why he shouldn't be on the box, you know, three or four times and maybe win a race. That's, my, that's what I think. And I could, I could be saying that because he's – you know, one of my really good buddies, but I, I really think that he, uh, I, I know where his mindset is, and I know um, when he's into it, how he how he works, and I think with the backing and the team he has, um, I think he's, like Mitch said, he's going to surround himself with a lot of really, really good people, and confidence is the key. Uh, that's, I can't top that. That's a good answer. That might be Kenny's best answer ever. <laughs> Maybe ever. Right? Yeah, Girl, that was, that thoughtful, good. precise, yeah. good words, wrapped it up nicely. Mm-hmm. Very, very strong answer. Good words. Thank you. All right. Bo Colligan, what was DC talking about? Filic and Rachel, this being her last year, do you know why she's leaving? I know no, you're I very know. interested in WMX stuff. Hugely but. interested, but um, I don't know why. I saw that. I asked uh, her coach, Tim Perry. Uh-huh. He didn't know either, so or he didn't want to tell me or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe she's Kenny? going to college. Kenny, do you have the answer to this question? I know you're very interested in this as well. Say it again. Read it again. Forget it. <laughs> Read it again. Why is Filic calling this year her last year? She's leaving. She said she's not coming yeah, back. Yeah, because this she's year. gonna she's gonna go be a bathing suit model for Sports Illustrated. Oh, I don't right. freaking know. I really don't freaking care gets either. Mad at you? Asks you to read it again, then gets mad at you. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I, I don't. Right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. Lu- Lewis Phillips. Yes. With Hart and Huntington going uh, to the Nationals next year, yes. at least from what we understand, is that the end of Supercross only contracts other than Hanson? Wyndham's got one. Ah, Wyndham. Good job, Lewis Phillips. So I don't think it's the end of it. No, I think everybody's different and specific and how they're feeling. And you know, I got no problem with uh, with uh, Wyndham not doing nationals. He's putting his time. And he and he's never been good at him. He's never mm-hmm. hasn't done him forever. Mm-hmm. So whatever. If he if he can find a ride that doesn't want him to do nationals, good for him. As long as he loses that one hundred, I'm okay with that. That's <laughs> bullshit. You know, they're changing that rule. They're changing that rule to back. Yep. Oh, I will be mad then, again. Why? You don't think that a guy should hold hold a number? Absolutely not. If you earn a number, but how? Let me ask you a question. Okay. How is a sport or a rider supposed to identify themselves year in and year out for marketing? If they don't have, you know, a number or something to, um, I've got identify themselves with. Actually. How are you going to identify yourself? Let's say that 
Jimmy Johnson was number one for five years in a row, and then he didn't win, and he got second. Then he was number two, and Dale Earnhardt has been 88. So let's say he's number 43 one year or 65 the next year. How are they supposed to identify those guys for marketing, to sell T-shirts, to sell merchandise, to do that? I'm, I'm down with the permanent number stuff, but you have to earn it. Winning titles. I'm not saying winning titles. I think if you're in the top 20 in, your, in the Supercross class, mm -hmm. okay, you should be able to retain that number. If okay. you score over. I disagree. Okay, that's okay. fine. Yeah. I, 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 do, I, I do agree that okay, Chad, Chad Reed, James Stewart okay, should not switch yeah, numbers. The, the, I, I get that. Yeah. But let's say a guy like Chris Blows, for instance. If he's in the top 20 in points, mm -hmm. do you think Chris Blows should be able to retain his number and save his numbers no, so no. he could go out and market himself no, as an because athlete? Because how is he I supposed think, to get sponsors? I think you're vastly overstating this marketing thing. I mean, Tim Ferry has Okay, shirts. you're right. You're right. You, you think – you and this whole industry think the same way. That's why this industry is never going to go anywhere because you cannot market an individual athlete. Everyone wants to do their you, you, numbers, numbers. That, that, I get that. I am arguing with the Innovator Award winner. Perhaps I'm out of my field. Yeah. You, you're you're 100 percent wrong. You're 100 percent wrong. No, I'm. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. So you're telling me back in the day, like when Bradshaw and Stanton and all no, those no, guys, you're, Jeff you're, Ward, you how do you? you Josh Hansen isn't on their level. He's not on He's that level. He's a top 20 Supercross rider. That's debatable. How is that debatable? Dude, you're fucking <laughs> on flu, dude. Let's get our now. next guest on. That, that was a full button pushing. Yeah, okay. It's full button. That was the last question anyway, so okay. it was perfect timing. All right. Music first? I've got it. Let's go. Sorry. Is Ivan on the You're line? Off guard. No, he's not. Is <laughs> Ivan on the line? If you want to play that, let's get no. Ivan on the line if you want to do that. Get I've, Ivan. Got it, I've got it ready now, but I'll get, get Ivan on the, on the line. line. Get okay. Ivan on the line first. We're yeah, gonna, okay. Let's we have some intro I love music. when you and you and Tits get a bit together because it never works. And tits, it, it's did, never we, works did we out. plan this earlier? You did. This is, this is what the deal. He's going to get Ivan on the line, and we're going to go from there. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. I've got it all queued up. He wants music. You were freaking out before. You wanted something before, and... Don't worry we about going. what I want, dude. Just worry what? about the numbers. Worry about the, the important shit in your life that you're really worried if about. If you're Chad Reed, James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael. Okay, what about you those guys are going to look fucking stupid when they're the only seven guys on the track with their permanent number? Why would they be the only seven guys on the track? Because the other guys aren't going to be able to go racing if they, they can't, can't market. Because they can't sell T-shirts? I'm not saying T-shirts. How do you sell it for a sponsor, a big sponsor, if you're going to market your guy? You, and you have a three-year contract. You, you think the sponsor dude, goes, oh, God, if you had a permanent number. That's I, why I'd this invest, industry I'd is invest, in the toilet from idiots like you. I'd invest millions with you if you had a permanent number. But you're because you idiot. don't. You're an idiot. Because you don't. Then you stare at fucking Kyle Beaton's 134, and, and, you, and you live the, in the three-digit. Go ahead. All right, all right. Can we get to our next guest? Is he there? Is the guy, is the coolest guy in the world on the line? He is on the line. All right, Ivan Tedesco. Right, Ivan hold, Tedesco. Hold this is this is for is, Ivan Tedesco. Is he there? Yes, is he, he there? Okay. Well, you guys sound fired up right now. Well, Watson's, hey, you Watson. just shut your cake hole. I'm bringing you. I'm bringing you into the show We've with got this. For you. All right. You guys, are, you guys are fired up. Wait, what's going on? This is coming for you. <laughs> you love it, huh? This is what I've been listening to before the first moto. Right here. Guaranteed. Guaranteed? <laughs> yep. This is how he gets psyched. He can destroy, dude. There you go. Uh, uh, Welcome to the Pulp MX Show. Hot sauce. 
<laughs> Hot sauce. How many coffees did you have before the show, dude? Hey, <laughs> you don't listen to any Halen to get you pumped up? Oh, Fucking gosh. shit. No Halen? No, dude, come on. That's Canadian stuff, dude. <laughs> dude, what's that little seek and destroy for all the teenagers this weekend? Um... Well, then, then let's talk they about They don't even know. They all listen to rap these days. They don't even know about it. I know. If it, I got to read uh, Wilson and Bogle's <laughs> tweets about about uh, Jeezy and Yeezy and, and Common Shit. and Drake, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not into all that. Hey, what we were arguing about was permanent numbers. Now, Watson's very fired up. I say permanent numbers are great. I'm okay. If you're Ivan Tedesco, Chad Reed, James Stewart, and you've earned that number by winning chi- titles, and you've earned that number to me, but – one of the things that bugs me, and it's just, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm using Hanny as an example, but it bugged me with J Law. It bugged me with Jeff Alessi. It bugged me with a lot of guys. Uh, if you don't, you shouldn't, you have to run the number you earn. Hey, you can't, you know, I you think if you're in the top 20 in Supercross, that what really matters, you should be able to retain your number so you could go market yourself as an athlete. Okay. okay well, That's what I- I'm trying to get at. The guy then 43rd. I think that they should. Do everything possible for us to to make a you know make make as much money as possible. No, you're wrong though, Ivan. You're wrong. The the industry it's not the standard. The industry I no just, no Steve. The industry says this is the way to do it. I just think, that's why this industry uh, fucking sucks. Okay, all right. That's why this industry sucks. <laughs> that's why. Uh, that's all. I just think you you should you you know unless you won a title and earned that right, then you should run your number. That's all. Okay. And it got into this. It got Kenny that upset. Okay. I'm good now. Okay. So what's up, Sauce? Hey, good job this weekend, man. Oh, I'm, nothing. Um, oh, yeah. Suck yeah, his dick you. now. Okay. All right. Forget it. <laughs> do it. Hey, hold on. Hold on. We you have one it. more clip. You, you carry this, Kenny. Go ahead. What, which one do you want? I want Steve's first. All right. Okay. Here we go, Steve. I, uh, this is I don't you. know if, if he needs money or what his deal is. I can't believe Hot Sauce is going to ride Nationals on a 250F for me. I mean, I... That's I, what Steve said. That's okay, what, first of all, I'm joking about the money. I even asked Ivan that this weekend. I oh, said, do you oh, need money? Oh. This is a... <laughs> yeah, you put your, but you're, 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 still, you're, you're, little, you're little one-liners, dude. You, you, there's some truth to... You, you really must think some, some truth No, that, no, of course. that many times. No, he thinks no, he's a no, freaking no. comedian sometimes. I, I uh, honestly, let, let me just... Outdoors, seven years since you rode that class. It's a lot of work, as you know. You, you're getting a late start on it. Um, those kids are nuts in that class, and I, I admire you for doing it. It's and awesome. And I'm 30 years old, and I suck on a dirt bike now? Is that basically what everybody was saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're 30 no, That's no. basically what you were saying to my face, but you wanted to make a little comment, so it may sounded funny, like, no. ha-ha-ha. I, you know? Well, Kenny conveniently Ooh. didn't play the rest of the clip that said, I got you as a 6th or 7th place guy, and obviously you, you, you surpassed that this weekend. So, I mean, at 6th or 7th, there's no chance that I think you suck with a 6th or 7th. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Um, well, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, so. no, because Kenny, okay. Kenny conveniently. Wait, but we, we got more. Out. We got more. Here's, a, here's somebody else that's a pretty – I think he's a pretty uh, – what do you think? A pretty strong – I'd say he's established. By the way, Ivan, this is Kenny and Tits is pr- producing. So. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this guy's pretty established, and this is his okay. prediction. Okay. Hey, hey, I do want to say this. Yeah. I do want to say I got to give a shout-out to my boy uh, Tedesco, man. I, I want that guy to Drop kill it. Down, you know, don't, no. Yeah, don't don't be sleeping on his skills, you know. Remember, he's a, uh, he's been a, he's a former champion in the, uh, in the lights division, and uh, I think he's, you know, I think, he, I think he quietly can do pretty good. So, uh, you know, that's that, you know, you talk about a guy who he has experience. You know, and the life bike is much easier to ride. 
And uh, I look, I look to see some good things. I know one thing: he's going to pull some hole shots for sure. <laughs> no doubt. And, he, and he's uh, motocross as nations champion, a life champion. I mean, that like you said, he knows how to win in a twelve race series. That that he, he might be hey, like a wolf. That's, that's, I'm just, I'm just don't don't sleep on his skills. That's all. I, uh, all right. That's all you got to remember. Don't sleep on his skills. <laughs> well, that's uh, from the goat. That's sick. I didn't, I didn't know RC uh, shouted me out like that. That's sick. Right. It's from the DMXS uh, and, uh, MX preview. That's from the greatest of all time, not from the the greatest uh, who thinks he's the greatest. Uh, <laughs> the greatest cheeseburger eater. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Uh, uh, I just filled that in for you. No, listen. Are you guys gonna fight in studio? <laughs> no, no. This, um, this what makes the no, show fun. Hey, dude. and I and I and I and also too, like I think uh, there was a real buzz about you as far as like, uh, hey, what's he gonna do? How's it gonna go? How's he look? Like it was a cool yeah, little. I mean, I was the same way. Like I, I had no idea. I had. You know, I was mm -hmm. so anxious before that first moto. I had no idea what to expect. You know, I yeah. rode that class for so long. You know, I, I didn't know if someone's gonna land on me the first jump. I, you know, <laughs> I had no idea. Right, but overall, <laughs> you have to be happy with how it went. Uh, just off the box, fourth overall. Um, Got to be pretty stoked on it, huh? Nice no, bomb. Yeah, I'm happy with it for sure. You know, it's uh, you know, it was a, it was a tough day. The track was was super rough, and I had some close calls. I'm sure everybody did, and mm -hmm. you know, I kept it upright and made it through, and. Uh, you know, my fitness definitely isn't quite where I want it, so yep. you know, it definitely made it, makes those days a lot longer. Hey, you know what? You know what? Uh, I did talk to Ivan after the race, and he goes, "Dude, I forgot how long these days were." <laughs> He's like, "Holy shit, I'm beat up." He goes, "I am so tired right now." It was like nine o'clock. He's like, "Dude, I'm ready to go to bed. I'm yeah. over it." Well, uh, our, 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 our guest in the studio, Milan here from Australia, said he saw Shorty at the airport, and Shorty looked worked. Right, like he looked like he was going to pass out at the end of the day. Uh, these the first one uh, it was sort of hot and man we were talking with Jason Thomas earlier that track got rough especially now you're the second moto of the day so it's worse mm -hmm. yeah it was I mean I don't know if I just don't remember you know tracks or how the rough they really get <laughs> but uh, that was definitely I thought one of the roughest tracks I've ever had to deal with dude, sure yeah um, what do you uh, what do you think of the class and the pace and all that like did it did anything surprise you out there or were you, was it sort of like old times. Um, no, I mean, the pace didn't really surprise me. I knew those guys, you know, what they're capable of doing. I was, you know, rode over the last few weeks with most of the guys, you know, at the local tracks. Yeah. You know, they go fast. You know, those guys are, those guys are good. And they're, you know, the next generation, they're, they're going to teach us some of these things, you know, and bring it to the next level. And, you know, I'm going to try and learn as much as I can from them over the summer and, you know, hopefully learn and, mm -hmm. and bring that into next year also. How's the, uh, how's the pro circuit team changed since you last rode there? Like, how is it? How was it? I guess, uh. Was Aaron and um, Aaron there and Zach there when you? Yeah, they were all there when yeah. you were there. So yeah, okay. yeah, it's basically the same team. Yeah, I mean, Bones, uh, yeah, honestly, it's like nothing's changed. It's like uh, kind of a time warp, honestly. Going back, <laughs> it's kind of cool, really. Well, you know what the funny thing is with, with about those guys is I don't know if you know this, Steve, but Aaron and uh, freaking what's his name, uh, Zach. Zach. Ivan grew up with those dudes in New Mexico. That's true. Yeah. Right. yeah so yeah. Ivan's known those guys. Yeah, I mean, I've you know, known pretty those guys much since we were probably like six or seven years old. You know, I grew up uh, riding. I think we bought our first bikes from, you know, Bobby J's Yamaha, which you know they they the family owned over there. So. Uh, yeah, Aaron worked for Ivan. No, I, I'm sorry. Uh, um, what? What? Isaiah Johnson. That's yeah, his brother. That's is that Aaron's brother? Yeah. I thought they were cousins. I, I can never yep. get that straight. That's his brother. Never happened, to Isaiah. No, yeah, but Isaiah Zach and, Aaron are brothers, and, it, then and Zach's a cousin. Brothers. Is Zach the cousin? 
No, they're not. He's not cousin. Buck Lewis. Oh, Buck, Buck Lewis. Lewis. Cousin. Oh, okay. 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 What okay. happened to Isaiah Johnson? What he's happened? a firefighter, right? He's a fire fireman, yeah. Okay. He's and he does thinking. he does a meathead contest in uh, Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> he's the original meathead, meathead right? Before Canari? Oh, he be- is, before he Bob Canari? Yeah. For sure. He's before Bob and before Carpenter. We had Canari on the show like two weeks ago and, and Kenny started calling him Meathead and he's like, uh, yeah, I'm Meathead. <laughs> he, just, he, he embraced Yeah, it. he is a Meathead, dude. Canari's a Meathead. He calls himself sure. when he does Meathead moves. <laughs> I was surprised at how much he embraced it. He's like, yeah, that's me, Meathead. Um, hey, so what happened with uh, – hey, we talked to Mitch a little bit earlier. So um, the word on the street is uh, they're bringing in Doc G for you, right? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I think I think they talked today, and I think he's going to come on board for the rest of the, that's, rest of the outdoors. That, I, that's I awesome. My, I need my guy there. Yeah, because I know he was – I know, I know Mitch was talking to – getting the uh, gang back together. I heard he was talking to Johnny Lausch and Johnny Lausch's partner too down there about coming to the races too, so – I'm glad G got the job. <laughs> oh God, dude, you you love staying the pot, don't you? Oh why God, would you, yeah. Why do you? Say he that, was Ken? so pissed. No, it was, it was, that was a little yeah. that was a little ball buster on Doctor G. Okay, you don't know that's a little inside joke because <laughs> I know he's probably listening. Um, I love Doctor G. He knows that Doctor G's my. Well, guy. what about what about bringing Throttle back? Spinning yeah, the wrenches. He's around. I mean, he's there. He's at PC. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was thinking that we could get, make this thing all complete. You know. Um, <laughs> we got to do something about the number nine on the back of your jersey too. ASAP. Dude, what happened there, Sauce? Yeah, ASAP. Dude, yeah. what happened uh, to there, dude? I don't know. I did. It, I mean, that was the least of my worries. It was, <laughs> was the number on the yeah. back of my jersey. I mean, usually, honestly, that, that that is a big deal for me. I know, I know, but I had so many other things to worry about. Yeah, had to get used to new boots, helmet. Go, you know, I know that doesn't sound like much, but it's actually pretty hard stuff to do. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I like that font that you had the number nine. Uh, always the big. Thank you. Oh, we, had, we had, yeah, that's that's ours. We, yeah. Me and Ivan, I had no, my no, guy design it. I need to try and get that fixed. Hey, you know it was funny, Hot Sauce? You hit me up, remember, for the number? And I'm like, well, what about your jersey? And you're all, oh, yeah, I got to get on that. Who has that? And I'm like, yeah, they yeah, have it. And, and then we asked Mitch about that, too. And, you know, Mitch, he chuckled and said, oh, we just ran out of time. We're going to get on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he also said he was going to get the four bar on the jersey, which was class act on Mitch Payton's part. Good is job. he gonna? Is he actually gonna, he's gonna do it? That's what he said. He said he's gonna get it on the bike or the jersey, one or the other. He said he promised it. And he'll get it done. I guess uh, Ivan. For for I asked you this uh, in, after the race, the post race podcast, and and Mitch talked about it a little bit. For people who don't know, uh, why the decision to come back to ride the nationals this year? Yeah, I mean, like I told you on the interview, I I just I felt like if I wanted to keep on doing this and and you know be good next year i, I had to race this summer i mm-hmm. felt like if i took another summer off and sat on the couch you know i might as well hang it up because i'm going to be you know behind and you know i don't want to just go out there and be one of those guys mid-pack i want to be competitive so mm-hmm. i want to keep racing yeah it, i think like as i said i think it's pretty cool it's a it's admirable that you want to put in the work and the effort to to ride the le- never mind the 450 nationals where you you know where you'd feel more comfortable but the outdoors uh um, are gnarly for sure so do you think that – and Mitch thought that this is going to help you coming into 2013 Supercross. Do you agree with that? Do you see where he's coming from, where you're just going to be active for, for the next uh, three or four months? I mean, that's that's honestly why I'm doing it, yep. you know, is, is looking look into the future. And also, I mean, I, I wanted to do something this summer that was, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't get to race, you know, the Supercross series because I got injured. I wanted to you – know, I want to race. I want to be out there. So yeah. I thought it was something cool, and, you know, so far I'm having fun, so – has it been a, it. has it been a frustrating couple of years for you? Have you been uh, obviously? I think in, in you wanting to make this move, 
you must have not been satisfied uh, with what's been going no, on. Been yeah. hurt. You showed flashes here all. and there. But. I mean, not even – yeah, I mean, I've been the last two or three years have been really tough, you know, just mm-hmm. injuries and, you know, just I have my results have sucked. haven't been uh, been where I want and definitely, definitely hard to swallow for sure. Uh, Watson, 2013, Ivan Tedesco on the H&H team. Do we know what's going on? I sure, I sure hope so. You know me. Oh, I know. You'll you be know pushing. me. Yeah. It's my guy. I'm doing everything I can. And he's gonna, <laughs> as long as he does what he needs to do, I'm pretty pretty sure. A lot that he'll of rumors be. about your team next year. Oh, really? Like what? I'm just saying. Like you know, the pit guys are talking. Like what? I'm not saying. What we're folding? No, no, not you're folding. No, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> I heard that earlier this year. You did? Yeah, remember yeah, that? that? Oh, you know what? Yeah. I, th- I I really heard that too. I did. I swear. I didn't even give it any like thought like of that happening. But yeah. I did hear that. Uh, you know what's funny, Watson? I asked Ivan about the c- to compare the bikes to the last time he rode there, and I didn't. Even, he's like, "Well, the last time I raced, I had a steel frame." I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that was that long ago." <laughs> steel framed back in '84. Right? Really? Huh? Hey, hot sauce. Some guy in our chat room said I got Ivan Tedesco's goggles in 1947. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. People are people are funny, dude. Oh, you know who's a big fan of hot sauce? Wait, it's, it's funny that all of a sudden I just became the old guy. Like I don't. I mean, last year no one ever. Right. Said anything? I mean, all of a sudden, just one year, I become the old guy. I don't. It's yeah, kind of funny. It was funny. I was listening to that podcast when you were talking. To, uh, Reed was on that same podcast, and he was like saying Ivan was like thirty-two. Like he's like thirty-one or thirty-two. Oh, hey, you want to talk about someone that was maybe a little down on Ivan's chances? That was Chad Reed. That's fine. But you're not playing that clip, are you? He's not sitting next to me. Good point. <laughs> uh, I don't care who's talking crap. I got this no, guy's back. I, oh, I, I, I could understand how people would doubt it. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying that you know if, if I was on the other side of the fence, if I would have doubted myself either. You know, whatever. I, yeah. I understand it. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of people don't realize is like Mitch had your back when he said, you know, Ivan stepped in a lot of times and filled in. A lot of people forget, you know, he's won three championships for me, and also he stepped in for this country and won two donations. For us, and when he wasn't yeah. even picked on the team, and he went and did that, so you know he's done a lot. And Ivan's not doing me a favor. I mean, I'm doing Ivan. Ivan is doing us a favor. Yeah, we're not doing a favor. That's the way Mitch is looking at it. So everyone can claim yeah. what they want. It's you know what, and you're the type of guy that was never say anything to anyone. You let your your speaking on the track do it, and I'll do the speaking everywhere else. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you, yes, you, <laughs> yes, you will. Uh, Ivan, you mentioned in that interview we did that you were a little, maybe a little wondering, a little curious why Cowie wouldn't put in a phone call to you to replace uh, Villapoto. Um, I guess talk about that a little bit. Is that something that you obviously would have liked to have done? I mean, yeah. I mean, at, at a certain point, I'm I'm cool with what I'm doing right now, honestly. Yep. You know, it's, I'm having fun with it. But, you know, at a certain point, I was, you know, sitting there, I, I started to ride some outdoors and, right. you know, hoping that maybe they would call me, you know, was was – Kind of thinking in my head, okay, who are they going to get? Right, you know, there, right. There's really nobody on the list. Okay, I'm a pretty good candidate, but yeah, my phone never rang, so oh. you know, I started making other options. Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought it was a little weird that it wouldn't at least. Yeah, uh, they probably doubted you. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> for sure they did. Are we going to hear this all year? <laughs> yeah, for sure. When these people start cracking on my guy, yeah, you're going to hear about it. Mm. I thought they should have called Fer- Ferry myself, but whatever. Um, hey, what kind of fan reaction did you get in the autograph signings and? And all that, like, uh, what kind of stuff people were saying to you? Were, were they calling you the old guy? Do it for the old guys? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a mixture of it. Yeah, that, yeah. everybody was pretty pumped, though. I mean, yeah. most people were pretty positive. I hey, how old's – can you let him finish? No, I could talk over him all I want. It's my friend. <laughs> hey, hot sauce, how old's Baggett? 20? What's that, how old's Baggett? 
21? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I yeah, he's around 20. So I'm not, honestly, I don't even know. Yeah, so we're talking about a 10 okay. years age difference here, huh? Like, average? What do you think the average is? Yeah, yeah. Like, 20 years old is the average in that class, do you think? Probably, yeah, maybe, maybe, probably. A little high, maybe a little bit more, but not much. Yeah. yeah. So, a nine years in age difference. You're Who would like, be the next oldest guy to Ivan? Sipes. Sipes yeah, is Sipes 29. He's on 450. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Swanepoel, maybe? Gotta be another, there's got to be another old guy in there somewhere. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, are you sitting with Tommy Hahn? No. With that? No. Are, are you with Tommy? Of course huh? he's with Tommy. Yeah, yeah. To Tommy's, at my, yeah, Tommy's yeah. at my house. He's staying with me. Uh, of course yeah. he is. Tommy had a good first moto. He was good. Yeah, he said he was good in the second moto, and then he crashed or something. Yeah, what did you do? You crashed? He crashed going up the uphill uh, whoop section right there. Um, hey, so uh, Texas this weekend, uh, have, and maybe this is right How's Lanovich? How's Lanovich? Lanovich is 30. He's riding 450s, though. Good job. Um, this Wait, is well, what about, what about, my, uh, what, about uh, uh, what? That guy. Hey, uh, have you ridden Texas before? I don't even know. No, you have yeah, yeah, he yeah, has. Texas, let's see. Okay. I mean, we'll so that was see. a dumb question. He's yeah, fucking one, one Texas, bro. Oh, yeah. No, what am I thinking? You rode 2000. Hey, you were fucking I Honda. I did at Texas oh. at one time. Yeah. I remember I almost put my hand in the front wheel. Dude. My Honda. Johnson, that one guy always smoked you at Texas at the practice track. Oh, at uh, the local track? Three Palms. What was, or, it? was his name? Jimmy Johnson? Three or? Palms, yeah. Jimmy Johnson was yeah, like, I don't, know. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> oh boy, man. Well, uh, hey, um, good. yeah, Texas is gonna be hot. I'm, I'm, yeah. uh, that's one one race I'm really not looking forward to because I looked at the the weather forecast and it's gonna be hot. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not used to the heat. I mean, you know, there's really no way around it. What are you talking about? You're Mexican. Totally, <laughs> totally used to the heat. Well, um, I'm a porter, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, hey, how's, yeah, no De how's Davalos? He's got to be 30. Yeah. Dude, I thought he was like 34. You think he's that old? No. no, no, he's not. But Davalos has been racing the lights class for seven years. So if he came in when he was – But, uh, hey, what, no, one good thing, I'm not, I'm not bald yet, though. If I was bald and riding the lights <laughs> class, that would be <laughs> Dude, you'll it. never be Just bald. That, they should put that in a rule book. If you're bald, you can't ride the lights class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel a tweet coming from the Pulp MX show, quote of the show. Yeah. Of course, it's the quarter of the show. It's Ivan. It's always the quarter of the show when it's Ivan. Guy's um, class act, bro. Uh, yeah, man. I think it was cool. Fourth overall. I always believed in you. I always knew you had it in you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, honestly, I think it's cool. I, I, it's su super interesting to see how you were going to do. And and um, you know, you yeah, just got to get on I mean, the yeah, next group. I keep it going. I mean, right. that's that's big goal. My goal is to to try and build on it and get yeah. better and better. Um, hey, do you think you can get a whole shot before the year's over? Yeah, I hope so. I, didn't, I still, I still don't quite have it down. I'm gonna work on some more this week, and you know, I still, you only had really one day where I got to practice starts on that thing. So, Somebody in the we'll chat, get it sooner or later. Someone in the chat room says, "Let Ivan speak for himself, Kenny. You dipshit." <laughs> Why do you got your head in the in the chat room? All those people in the chat room are 95% dildos. Half the people that go in that chat room and just talk crap. They're idiots. Yeah, how about this Ivan Tedesco shouldn't race the class? That got me mad. I got tweets like that. I'm like, you Oh, you got mad? I got mad. I think you started those tweets. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. I, 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 Maybe he needed the money. <laughs> yeah. Um, times are tough. Times are tough. James, I hear James needs money. Yeah, yeah. He's riding for free. 
<laughs> we um, all do. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No, I, I totally disagree with that. And and I I don't know if you heard about that or, or read about it or whatever. I'm just like that that 125 outdoor class or 250F outdoor class should be open to whoever wants to ride it, whenever they want to ride it. It's the best of the best. Well, it's stacked. I mean, there's yeah two world champions in the class. There's a was was Dean and you know yeah you know last year's champion. You know, all those young kids. There's them I mean, in the class. is stacked. There's nowhere. No way around it. It's pretty deep. Yeah, no, it should be open to anybody who wants to do it. And and you dropping down, I think, just adds a super interesting subplot to it. But now we see that you're, you, you know, you're on you're on the level to maybe win a race. So this could be a good story. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. this this would be cool. What if you won the title? Oh man, let's not get let's not, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's no, I know, I know, but that great, how, great here. I, I you know. Hey, I'm gonna start getting nervous if I get the call. Hey, I'm in the hunt. I really need you to drive my motor home. Oh god. Yeah. You need to get me a motorhome first, Watson. No problem. Hey, we have uh, actually before uh, we let you go, we have Milan in the studio. He donated some money to Road to Recovery to sit in on the show, and Watson's been entertaining mm -hmm. him nonstop. And I got news for you. He's uh, one of you, he's really like one of your biggest fans. Yeah, he met and you, he's coming yeah. by the shop tomorrow. And I told him that uh, you're, since you do not ride for the team for the summer, you've left some stuff in the locker. So oh um, yeah, there you go. Uh, you usually clean it out at Vegas. So I crowd. didn't clean it out of Vegas because you were there. So oh, he's going right. to be walking. Yeah, when I'm not there. He's going to. Sure yeah, there he goes. So he'll be leaving with some <laughs> Ivan Tedesco apparel. I'm just giving you the heads up. Hook him up. up. Yeah, hook him up. Oh, so we have your permission? Yeah. Kenny has your permission? Yeah, You're, hook him okay. up. All right. Okay. Unload that locker. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, go ahead and talk, Milan. Hey, Ivan, it's me. I've seen you a few times at dinner and that. He's an Australian guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a super hot chick with him. Maybe remember him now. <laughs> Better just him, but. Yeah, man, I, it's probably a hard question, but um, what's probably, in your memory, the best moment of your career thus far? Oh, here we go. Watson, go ahead. Uh, I would have to say... Hang, being, being friends with me. Plano Honda. <laughs> <laughs> no. Best moment, single moment. Yeah, man. Probably uh, that, that outdoor title, I would have to say, when I won that thing, just because I never really thought I would ever pull that off. You know, because yeah. I was always a super cross guy or whatever else and struggled outdoors. And, yeah, that for sure. Oh, you showed that, mate. Good work. I'll see you at Freestyle, eh? All right, man. All right. Yes. Hey, Ivan, again, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Uh, good job no this worries. weekend. And, uh, like, Watson, I'm sure you'll be out there to cheer him on one of these races. No, he'll know where I'll be. Ask him where I'll be. You're I'm in Texas, dude. It'll, it's the weather's <laughs> supposed to be nice. <laughs> where do you think I'll be this weekend? Uh, probably poolside somewhere. I showed, hey, I showed you that text he sent me. This was like right after the second. Are you gonna do the the video, the great outdoors video we're talking about? We should, huh? Watson. Yeah. No, you you, you need to do it. I will. Done, right? Okay. Don't worry about it. We'll get it done. All, All right, buddy. Right. Thanks, See you guys. See ya. Hey, keep up the good work. All right. Uh, what what great outdoors video? You're talking about? They wanted to do a thing with me for the great outdoors where I'm just chilling at a cabana with like freaking girls feeding me grapes and i'm watching the the races oh, yeah, yeah. and i'm like being the, sitting in the pool and i'm like oh it's almost one the gate's about to drop um that's hilarious yeah it's funny uh, funny shit uh, yeah you know troy adamitis uh the great outdoors guy no he, i don't know who that is yes you do <laughs> okay he's uh hasn't found a channel for his show like fuel isn't on board yep so he's only doing the first four like kind of on his own dime Yep. And hoping that it gets picked up. So we may not have a great outdoors. Has he tried the NBC Sports Network? I would imagine he has. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I don't think they're gonna, they might do it and they might get a sponsor and then just send it's, us a video. No. 
or yeah, or they're or or, or what? <laughs> I'm just telling you what's gonna happen, bro. You're fired. All I know is the Lakers are gonna go down in four. That guy's beard is gnarly. Um, Ivan Tedesco, great guest, great guy, yeah, great, great guy, great guy, great guy. Great. Always believed him. Great job. In I the always outdoors. believed. I was I was always there for him. Yeah. Um, do you have any other clips you want to play, or is that it? <laughs> no, we're good. Just yeah. RC jerking him off, and then me. Oh, uh, RC's jerking him off. RC called it. We, we never took it. a second commercial break. Just so um, you know. And we didn't. That means we didn't hear Iron Maiden. No, we didn't. That's Can we just play Iron Maiden then? That's a good thing. No, we got a new Iron Maiden song. Let's just play that. And, and let's we, just go to commercial. Come we gotta on, go. Let's. We gotta go. To we, we have to go to commercial. We'll go to hey, commercial. We'll be right back. Uh, BTOSports.com, X Brand Goggles, FMF Racing. Uh, we didn't even talk about Davey Millsaps, dude. Second place. Let's talk about Dave when we come back from commercial. It's a little teaser. Fly Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs. Thanks, guys. Rockford Fosgate, Free Gun Underwear. We're going to have some board shorts to give away from Free Gun Underwear next week. Uh, And Race Tech, our new sponsor is Race Tech. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for coming on board. And uh, we'll see you guys in a little bit. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulpomex Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com, no, yeah. featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOSports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, Steve, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOSports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOSports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. I, uh... Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new pro launch device makes getting hole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three, easy build skid plates hour meters throttle tubes radiator braces and more works connection is the company that is killing it in northern california and proud to be a sponsor of the pulp mx show as a matter of fact enter pulp mx upon checkout and save 20 percent off your order Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun. 
For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at Facebook.com slash Fly Racing or Twitter.com slash Fly Racing USA. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. 
Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. I left alone My mind was blank I needed time to think To get the memories from my mind What did I see? Can I believe That what I saw that night Was real and not just fantasy just what I saw in my old dreams was the reflections of my woman staring back at me. Cause in my dreams, it's always there. The evil place that twists my mind and brings me to despair. Say no more. Coming at you! None of that gay shit. Uh, Just straight metal. Uh, Rock your balls off. Can you please not select Iron Maiden songs that uh, are satanic worshiping songs? That's not satanic. Six, six, six. Let's it's ask the religious guy. Number of the beast. The, the number of the beast. Yeah. It's how do you a feel about that? Song. I actually don't have a problem with it. You, how do you feel about that? I don't have a problem with it. He's offended. You can hear him. He doesn't <laughs> like it. No, listen. I, I mean, what, honestly. What, what, pound cake? Come on. Pound cake? Dude. Pound, Van Halen, pound cake. When the Dreams. fuck names our song? Dreams. <laughs> Jump. 
Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Hey, you know what? There's some chickens somewhere. You go slip you should, I'm going to tell Eddie Cole that you said his company is his ex company is satanic. Six six. <laughs> Six six one, bro. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, uh, I know. I'm just. Joking. I don't want that trash and that filth on this on this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's amazing to me that you haven't. I mean, their be- their best song by far is "Run to the Hills." Kills any Maiden song out there. It's not. We're not there yet. You should be there right away. No, so, dude, that should we're be breaking them in. in there, that should be in. your number one pick. What did I forever. tell? What did I say? I said "Run to the Hills," and I go, "No, no, 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 no." Let's say that one. Put "Number of the Beast." That's not true. You didn't say that at all. You just said Number of the Beast. Run to the Hills is their best song. Sorry. <laughs> By far. Kills anything else they make. Although that song was okay. But the... Um, I liked it. What's the one with the video? With the pyramids? And the, the half-naked chick with the big hair. <laughs> that could be like anyone. Uh, anyways. Milan, you like, you like Maiden? Yeah, man. Rathchild. Rathchild. Oh, the video? The, the... It's, it's a song. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the video from Yeah, Bob. it's on the video as well. Oh, is it? With the okay. Alessi bros back in the day. Yeah. Kenny? Your favorite caller. Ready for this? Nope. I'm out. I'm going home. No, you're not. No, we... Fucking don't answer his call. You, no, you can't go home, bro. We got to finish the stuff. Don't answer his fucking call outside leave. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because it's not his time. It's not his time? No. What, what does he have to say? What's he going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? I've got lots to talk it's about, especially with Kenny. I was... Actually, had a peace offering for him. Oh, he wants to offer you a peace. He's, he's got a peace offering for he, you. He's got a fuck his peace offering. Who's more <laughs> important, this guy, this caller that does absolutely? You are you are more important than this caller. Right O'Rourke, what's your peace offering? Well, hold on. I did oh, notice. Okay. Hold on. I did notice on the last me of Watson. I got nothing to say to that stupid fucker. <laughs> the what? What do you say, O'Rourke? Uh, I just noticed on the last. Pop and Mac show. When Kenny was talking about Swink, he said he was all about second chances. Oh, really, mate? Oh, okay. Kenny. So I was hoping that he might offer that to me. He has something serious to say to you. Can I? Can I say it? No, I don't want. I don't want nothing to do with that guy. Okay. You know what he wants to say to you? (laughs) When Brian Swink was on. You you said to Brian Swink, you said everybody deserves second chances. So what about O'Rourke? Cue but some sad O'Rourke. music. I don't have any. You don't have any sad music? No. Violins or something. What about Milan? Well, I'm down for him. We're fucking boys. You can come to the shop and hang out tomorrow. But if you tell them, I'm going to see him tomorrow. And O'Rourke, if you suck it, you'd rather talk to him than have No, that's not true. Video. That's not true. Then you hang up on him and I say, why, why, why do you got to do like that? Why is that Sophie's choice? Why do you gotta go that route? <laughs> Why you gotta go that way? Come on, dude. Hang up on the caller on the guest. I mean, that's or on a. Call back next show. You're gonna be here. You're here every show. <laughs> Jesus, dude. We're on a Mexican standoff. Well, wow. You know, like I, I was just gonna say to him that our original issue was over Carmichael, and I just listened to him on the DMXS show last week, and I really think that that he. Um, He's making a he really was, good point. I love he hasn't even heard his point yet, but go ahead. I, I'm listening. I'm listening. He's back some. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm, I'm Switzerland in this one. Honestly, if it means you staying or leaving, I would rather have you stay. Why are you putting me in this difficult situation, though? Isn't it, isn't it really jacked up for you to do that? No. I mean, you take your headset off. That's, that's fine. 
Milan's Milan's the tiebreaker. Uh oh. Uh oh. He's, he's a fellow Aussie. Yeah, What's it going to be? Yeah, I've got to go though. Kenny's walking down the stair. Oh, I'm not. Huh? Kenny's already left. Kenny's uh, gone. It's not too late. So you liked Carmichael on DMXS? Yeah, I thought he was like, you know, I, I did think that he was a little bit um, over the top last time. and But this time he was really good and he was talking, you know, very evenly and very um, about his, you know, his time and different, you know, about Stuart coming back. And, and I was just going to, you know, try and see if I could get that second chance with Kenny and convey mm, yeah. my feelings about that. But <laughs> obviously that ain't going to happen. No. And even your fellow Aussies here in the studio couldn't save you. Yeah, no, he, no, no, he had already left. Milan's a good dude. We're, we're Twitter buddies. And where, I thought, um, where do you no. live compared to Aurora? Uh, the other oh. side. It's like... Oh, Perth, Sydney? You're, you're here yeah. and I'm in New York. Yeah, what? complete opposite ends of the earth. Yeah, like like New York to LA, sort of. Really? Oh no, you can't. You oh, can't yeah, tell yeah, by your yeah, accent. Yeah, if you know accents, then for sure you, yeah, you guys sound. You can, can tell. You, can tell you guys tell sound you exactly the same. East. You guys sound exactly the same. There's no difference. <laughs> no, nah, there's no difference in our accents. You're not. A not really. I don't think. So yeah, maybe you, it's some lingo, but which side do you live on then? Ah, uh, the west coast. So you live on uh, Perth. Perth, Perth yep, side. Up. Yeah. Oh, is that where Manjimup is? Yeah. And, and, and O'Rourke, you live by Sydney. I do, yeah. You know what blows me away about Australia? Blows my mind. Is that Definitely. there's nothing in the middle. No. Nah. Like nothing. There's a, nah, like there's no there's cities. It. Like what do you do for gas? Lands how do the, truck, how do the trucks oh, do there's, there's some gas stations. But you gotta, who? You got to follow the coast, though. Who lives out there if there's nothing but a gas station or here and there or whatever? Natives. Aborigines, Aborigines live out there. Yeah. For real. Yeah, like Crocodile yeah, yeah. Dundee like guys. Desert and there's one big road. It's called the Nullarbor Plain, and it's <laughs> a big, just long road right. from one side to the other. That blows my mind. That blows my wig back because I'm in Canada. I'm from Canada, big ass country. Dude, there's there's things to do every eight hours at least. Yeah, yeah, no, there's nothing like that. And how how, how long to drive coast to coast? Uh, trucks will do it east west. They'll do like four days. Four days. Mm. One road. But, row, but one what row. blows us out of the water is. You guys having snow for like five months a year or four months a year. We we just can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah, Canada has that. Yeah, yeah, we have mm. snow quite a bit. Is Kenny really gone? I don't know. I didn't. Did, I didn't hear the door. I didn't hear the door. He just straight up didn't even. Yeah. This might be his his all time anger record right here. I guarantee he's down there grabbing Tukey's butt. No <laughs> doubt. Probably a good chance of that. Mm. Uh, um, I did have a serious question. Yep. If we can broach that, you probably might have already talked about the Reed Belray deal. Yeah, we did. We did. Okay. You have cool. to listen to the archives. Right. I'll, I'll catch it on the archive. Yeah, I was surprised to see it go to Brooks's team. That blew me away. Yeah. He stole yeah. it from him. Yeah, went in with a gun and <laughs> stole it. That's what we, that's yeah. what we, that's what we, uh, we, uh, we ascertained that. Um, well, I, I saw a little thing on Twitter today and, and Reed tweeted back to me and another guy basically. This guy said, well, they've both got, El Ray and Brooks have both got something in common. They both owe Chad money. So, Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> and Chad sort of agreed. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that the realities of that, and, and Larry, please don't come after me, but, you know, so yeah. it was really interesting to see. I think Chad was making some really good ground for them, but, you know, I'm a bit biased. But Yeah, well, I, I agree. I think he brought them back on the map, and it's uh, it's unfortunate. I, I think I was – was that saying it on or off the air about the oil, uh, the oil companies? Was I saying that off the air? Oh, wait, wait. Oh, what? Before the show. Yeah, before the show. So I probably shouldn't say that now. Yeah, never mind. Say it, Steve. Come on. No, no, just, just the other oil companies in the sport. And Kenny, if he was here, could vouch for me because he's involved in a sponsorship issue. 
the other oil companies are like, what are they doing with H and H and Reed? Like, they can't sell enough cases of oil to nowhere come nowhere near getting that money back because that's big money, mm. you know. But they want to make a splash, and I think they did. Milan's actually got a Belray shirt on right now. He's so. a he's a big Belray fan, I know. I mean, I, I I'm a sales rep for Motul Oil, and uh, I've been trying to convert him, but he's a big Belray fan. But maybe with that switch, he might I might get him to the dark side. Yeah, that yeah, it's already happening, mate. I'm I'm off him. I tweeted him. They didn't reply. I said you've lost him. You uh, lost the whole family. They're out. It's out. They're out. Uh, Milan's super fan. He's having a good time. He's here in the studio. Him and Casey. I'm glad. I'm shake. I'm ridiculously jealous. It'd be awesome to be in there. Yeah, he's having quite a trip. Uh, it'd be good. Uh, I'd be pumped if I if I was in your shoes being super fan. That's awesome. Oh, dude, he's all like Corvettes and Mustangs and and he met ra- Tim- racers and, and he met Tim Ferry too, which is awesome. So, <laughs> oh well, who else would you want to meet? Right. All right, O'Rourke. Thanks, man. No worries. Well, I, look, at least I tried with Kenny. I'm sure I'll get some hate mail. I don't. I don't. Whatever, but. I, I don't get it. It mystifies me. I don't get mm, it. Yeah. Well, maybe when we're face to face, he'll either knock me out or we can talk. One of the two. There you go. Thanks, bud. All right. See, see you guys. Bye. Um. Hey, Marlon. Yep. Go, can you go downstairs and see if Kenny's here, and then tell him we're playing Run to the Hills. We're gonna play Run to the Hills just until Kenny comes back. All right. Welcome back to the show. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Watson. Milan? Not here? Missing in action. Oh, wait. Not there? Missing in action. No, no, uh, no Pookie? Uh, Pookie as well, missing in action. Dogs? One dog. Jesus. Kenny's banging Pookie with the dogs watching. That's not cool. At least keep the dogs out of it. <laughs> like, what are they going to think of when they see their master? Keep the kids out. Hey. <laughs> Uh, let's play voicemails. We can do that. We're still playing Run of the Hills in honor of Watson. Um, Just voicemails. 702-586-7857. You can call in anytime you want and leave a message. Uh, but here's a – we had like something like 40 ma- voicemails to go through. Wow. And so here's the best of the best. And as usual, these are dedicated to uh, Greg McCreary, who loves this segment. So, um, yeah, let's take a listen. Yo, Mathis, Watson. Uh, just listening to the show on my drive. And actually, at this point, I'm laboring through the Swink interview, and it's really depressing because dude was such a badass on a dirt bike, and now it's, like, hard to listen to him talk. It's kind of like a Muhammad Ali-ish sound, like maybe he hit his head a few too many times or something. Anyway, just a bummer. Uh, guys get old, and they... 
are not cool anymore. Anyway, bye. Hey, Steve. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I was just listening to your wrap-up show, or whatever the hell you called it, and you're getting into the unskinny bop, and Jason didn't know what that was. That's soaking with a fat girl. Anyway, good show. I appreciate what you do. Uh, Later. Hey, fellas. I love the show. You guys back me up. Um, I got a question is in regards to Stuart the other night. He was saying that he's riding the outdoors for free, and they're just providing a, a motorcycle and parts and whatnot. But I was wondering, wouldn't MX Sports and the different tracks that he'd be going to, wouldn't they be offering him some kind of payment uh, to get him to come out? Or because obviously that's going to bring a lot of people out to the, uh, to the tracks. So they know Stuart's race. So uh, that's my question, if uh, MX Sports or the tracks, individual tracks, would be throwing some coin down to Stewart because he's coming to do the outdoors. Can, can they do that? Um, or would they do that? No, no, that's um, they would never do that. That's a dumb question. But I wanted to put it on. Okay. Um, it's just It just wouldn't happen. You're not going to pay somebody to come out. That's a dangerous precedent, and then everybody will want more money to come out. You just don't do that. Um, so, no, they would not do that. But, again, like we talked about earlier, uh, we don't need to have a bottle drive for James or, you know, a raffle or anything. He's still getting all of his sponsor money. Did you see Reed tweeted uh, he's still probably making $3 million. No, no. To our In response to our? In response to oh. James saying that, yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Red Bull. Red Bull answer. Nike. Nike. Those bonuses. Uh-huh. Those win bonuses from those guys. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. We're good. We don't need to. Have, okay. a, have a drive for him or anything. Uh, like I said again, I love the show. You guys are awesome, man. Keep up the good work. Later. Hey, Mathis. I just got done listening to the Coy Gibbs interview on the podcast you just did. Next time you do an interview with that man, when you tell him to take the silver spoon out of his mouth, I could not understand a word he was saying. I bet you the listeners of the show couldn't hear or understand what the man was saying. Um, FYI, Boston was right. Dad, dad's money. Dad, dad's money. And Pitts, go hang yourself. Thanks. Um, I, he is hard to understand. Coy is hard to understand. It was very low energy, but I think it was late over there, it was, right? Yeah, it was 1130 yeah. at night. It was a good time. interview, but it was low energy. You listened to it? I did. Holy I listened sh- to some of your stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. You're a moto fan, mm-hmm. after all. Yep. Um, yeah, he's a hard guy to understand. And uh, but it has nothing to do with silver spoon or dad does money. No, he's just a hard guy to understand. Right. But I thought he was pretty good in that interview. So. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, it's Keith from Santa Cruz. I had a question about the 250 class. Uh, Stephen, your interview with Jeff Stanton. You mentioned some improvements to the 2012 Honda 250, and uh, Eli Tomac made some similar comments in his interviews. Um, and the number of 250 riders on the Honda um, this year versus last year has increased quite a bit, supporting the idea that um, that there have been some significant changes. So my question is specifically what changes were made to the 250 Honda. And along the same lines, the number of uh, 250 riders on KTM has also increased quite a bit in Toronto. About 35% of the night show participants were on ATMs, 
which was a big increase from last year. Um, so what improvements have been made to the 2012 250 KTM? And are there other factors such as contingency that would make uh, these lights riders choose a KTM? Thanks. I uh, love the show. Keep up the good work. Yeah, clearly KTM stepped up big time. They've got uh, quite an effort, so that's good for them. Honda's bikes just getting better and better. They're pretty good at um, making small refinements each uh, each year. So, um, yeah, there's a shit ton of KTMs out there. Not all going fast, but there's a lot of them. <laughs> so. Hey, Mathis, uh, this is definitely good enough for the show. Derek up here in Canada. I just noticed that us Canadians have no access to second motos um, for the Nationals this year. And uh, I think that's ridiculous because, you know, you're a Canadian, partially, and uh, we're as close to that series as anybody can be other than the Americans. And on a side note with that uh, podcast with Blows, the reason everyone loves two strokes now, it's the same as back in the 90s when you see a guy show up on an XR400 all modded out. He's the underdog, <laughs> and he's doing we're something against out. what everyone else is doing. So. I just thought it was funny that he referenced an XR400. Yeah. You're... <laughs> You're fucking weird, dude. Okay. So that's why everyone's here for him. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, as far as the TV package, I guess because I'm the Canadian guy that most Canadians know. Um, so I got a shit ton of emails and tweets about this. You can't get it in Canada. You can't get NBC Sports in Canada. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not making them happy. I wouldn't imagine. Um, I, I talked to Wygant, who's tight with the TV guys, and he said that the Ally Sports NBC people slash NBC people say they are working on it, quote mm-hmm. unquote. So they can find it on the internet, but obviously that's not. No, convenient. you can't. I don't think. No, you can't. Get you it can't on find internet. it on YouTube or no. They they NBC bans all that, bans it all. These jerkies in Australia get it though I on say, speed, right? No. I, I Sorry, watched I the second. I watched the second Spain, motos yeah. live. It was like a Portugal broadcast. You know what they they hide like a Justin TV type thing. Like yeah. they hijack it. Yeah. So there's got to be some way they can. You watch don't have it. NBC Sports? No, I do. It's it was I was watching it live instead of watching it on the tape delay. Oh yeah. The second moto. Oh. The second motos are live. No. Well, they are elsewhere yeah. in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Elsewhere in the world, they're elsewhere live. in the world. Oh, live, I just thought you could get them on speed. No, well, they're live. No, they're live elsewhere. Elsewhere like in the it, world, but not in the good old USA. That's correct. That's some bullshit, Pookie. It's ridiculous. There you go. But Max, what's up? Cody, sucking up. Hank out here. That coming. All right, cool. Pump Max. Later. <laughs> the guy was at Hank out. He called. Awesome. Having a good time. Yeah. There it is. Hey, this is Michael Bates. Love the show. Super huge fan. I was hoping you guys would let me give a quick shout-out to a really cool dude I met while I was out at Hangtown, um, AMA Pro number 731, Steve Roman. Um, he was out there racing the amateur days, and he was hanging out prepping his back Saturday. And a uh, really cool dude. Met him uh, all the way out from Pennsylvania, just doing on his own dollar in the van, you know, and ended up my house for the weekend, and, you know, I helped him out with a few things, buy some race gas, whatnot, and, uh, He's into Texas next, so... Hey, 702-586-7857, if you want to give us a call, we're going to wrap this thing up pretty soon. Kenny has gone. Yes. Spooky? There was no car out there. What happened? O'Rourke called. He left the show? He said I had to... Uh, Kenny did a full-on Sophie's Choice. It's me or O'Rourke, yeah. and Steve chose O'Rourke. And I just oh think that it's so God. jacked up to hang up on the guy. And I kind of thought he wouldn't leave. 
Were you guys fighting about something earlier already, though? Yeah. I heard a lot yeah. of screaming. Welcome to every that, show. That, I mean, that was good natured, though. We it wasn't. Yeah, no. I don't think that was angry fighting. No. Was that no. angry fighting? I didn't it think was so. Smalls, man. He was smiling. It was all good. Yeah. You listen to the show every week, right? Yeah. That's no, he's, he yeah. was fine. No, buddy. All right. Out there racing the amateur days, um, you know, he'll, he'll be around there. You know, go find him. 731, Steve Roman, awesome, awesome dude. Just uh, help him out, you know, whatever you can do for the cause. Uh, I'm a editor. Um, you know, made the main. I think he went 31, 32, and uh, shit's expensive, dude. That race gas, like 200 bucks a can. Um, help him out. Buy a tire, you know, um, and he hooked me up, gave me some sick uh, passes for the pits and everything. Got to go all the places I never get to go. Awesome weekend hanging out in there. And um, anyway, look for him. He's Roman. Good dude. He'll be in Texas. Uh, help him out. Thanks, guys. Oh, that was kind of cool. Sounds like the guy really helped out Steve Roman. Yeah. Good job. Steve Good job Roman helped out the guy. Well, I think they, the guy bought him some gas, so. No. Oh. Listen to these calls, bro. No, I did, but the guy was saying how Steve Roman got him some passes and yeah, stuff because like he that. got him gas and oh. let him give him a place to stay right. and stuff. His mutual uh, little dealio. Let's go. No, that's the end of it. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, that's voicemails. Were you guys talking about me? Kent, Kent is banging people. Said that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, tits. <laughs> Thanks for that. It was funny. It made it made. Milan went cut. downstairs, and there's no you and no Kenny, and I'm just I naturally assume <laughs> the worst. <laughs> Right. That you were doing it in front of the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> are you coming to any nationals, Pookie? Yeah, I'm all about the nationals now. Really? Yep. Which one are you coming to? Southwick looks pretty good. Southwick? Yep. Why would you go there? Because Dungey's bike starts. <laughs> the same thing's not going to happen oh, like that okay. happened the year before. You never know. You wouldn't it's expect a that, that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Kill the mechanic. Um. Anyways, um, yeah, so 702 7857 you can call in and uh, and leave a message whenever you can. And thanks to BTOsports.com for coming on board. They've got a new FMF muffler, uh, complete system actually for a uh, RMZ450 or the 20, 2012 YZ450F. That's the exact same as the one that's on the bikes of Davey Millsaps, Jimmy Albertson, um, Jason Thomas, uh, M- Michael Byrne, and, and, and Kyle Regal. So uh, thanks to those guys for coming on board. BTOsports.com. Also use the code Steve to save yourself big money. When you order from btosports.com, uh, we want to thank those guys for coming on board and Race Tech also on board. Steve, what's up? Hey, dude, chilling, man. Hey, uh, I just want to like say like, yep. Next time, like when a legend calls in, like you know, Swingster, like definitely try not to cut him off. Like the guy, you know, I don't know what his deal is, but like it seemed like last time you called in, you kept cutting him off, and like it was just kind of rude. Well, I, I, I uh, that's Steve's mo. You cut everyone off. Really? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, dude, honestly, man, like, I heard his podcast and stuff. Like, I don't know if the guy got it down his luck or whatever, but, like, I don't know. Anyone from the 90s to me is, like, you know, a childhood hero. I'm with you. And, you know. Yeah. So it was just kind of rude, you know. The guy just seemed like he genuinely wants to be Why part of the rude? sport and, like, you well, know. Like, well, here's the, here's the thing, uh, Steve, and, and maybe I was. I'm not denying that. We didn't have Brian's schedule to come on the show. He texted me and said, hey, I want to call in. And if I remember right, we were super up against the next the next guest. Like, we had to hurry that thing along. And actually, if you'll notice tonight, I was cutting Chad Sander off quite a bit near the end, too, because I give these guys times, um, the guys that are scheduled to come on, I give them times to come on, and I want to get as much as I can and make the deadline and make the time, and no one understands that. But I am producing the show, not tits. And so oh, – yeah, yeah, for sure. For I, sure. I'm, with I I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Know. 
I might have been cutting him off. I'm not saying I wasn't, but I do remember looking at the time going, shit, we got our next guest coming up, but they, but this is Brian Swink. There's some people that you've got to do it, otherwise you'd be here all Eddie night. Ray. If I didn't cut it, Eddie Ray would still be talking right now. He probably would. He would yeah. still be talking he about WMX would. and Jessica if we didn't cut him off. Uh-huh. And that's cool. It's just the way people are. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I got you. Uh, but also, too, Brian wasn't making a whole lot of sense coherency <laughs> in a lot of the stuff. You know, like he, I was waiting for him to – yeah, I know, dude. That's why I felt bad, dude. Like, it just, you know, like, hearing the guy, just, like, I don't know what his deal is, dude. It's just, you know, yeah. I just feel like, you know, I just out of respect, dude. You know, the guy's just whatever, but I don't want to say anything bad about him. I don't know him personally, but, you know. Yeah, the no, guys I'm, are all, I'm with like, you. you know, my heroes, so. Yeah, no, I'm with you, dude. The, uh, the, you, the guy is a, is, a, is a badass, and he was a, he was a gnarly dude, um, you know, back in the day. So I remember McGrath. Troy, Ohio, 96. We went and watched some strippers at, um, they put on a little show for us in the Yamaha Troy mail order department, um, on Friday before the national. And anyways, there was a bunch of us there and McGrath was telling me before the girls or after the girls got, got busy. I don't remember which one it was. McGrath was telling me that he watched swink to see what he could jump or not to see what Jeremy could jump. This was 96 or 97. He was like, yeah. he's like, man, I watch, I seriously watch Brian to see what we can. I'll never forget. He said that. He said, I watch Brian to see what, what I can do or not do. Hey, I remember I saw him in the uh, disturbing the peace videos. Like I was like, dude, that's his, his thing was pretty badass. Then, so like, yeah, yeah, no, the, the guy was good. What are you laughing at? <laughs> this collar. What's wrong with the collar? <laughs> Oh, Pookie. Was this, maybe this is that chair. Whoever sits in that chair is just a jackass to the caller. People in the chat were going like, you know, like. <laughs> Sorry, it's funny. It's late over here, so I'll let you guys go. Thanks for putting on the show. Appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, great. Thanks, I love Steve. callers calling in and just get insulted and laughed at. That's awesome. Good show. Good job, Pook. Thank you. Sorry. Hey, Milan, are you really going to go down to Heart 910? Uh, uh, I better message Kenny to see if it's still all right. Yeah, you make sure I make sure he's gonna be there. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. First of all, you need to text him, and hope to God he texts you back. <laughs> and then if he texts you back and gives you a time, add about an hour to it, and then go there. Okay. Like, if he says I'm gonna be at the office at ten, he'll be there at eleven. But if he says I'm leaving at noon, you be there by eleven. By eleven, he'll, he'll, he'll he will be leave at noon. Cut an hour off each way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. But that'd yeah. be cool if he gets in, if you get down there. Oh, I'm blown away. Right? It's a cool it's shot. Chance to get an IT jersey, maybe. That'd Is be it, it sounds like he's going to give you the whole damn locker. And, and I, I bet he does. I'm taking it home. It wouldn't surprise me. I you. bet he gives you a garbage bag full of Ivan Tedesco he's, shit. He's a giver. It's all going to be smelly. Hasn't even been washed or anything. That's all right. I'll Congratulations. Right? Yeah, I, I guarantee you that'll be that'll be what he does um, if you get a hold of him, if it happens. And I hope it does. Um, sounds like he was uh, uh, killing it for you. So... Uh, race tech hats and shirt we give it away. We're gonna give away a full suspension giveaway next show. Yeah, oils, springs, bushings, seals, valves, shims, the whole deal. O O rings, but you have to pay the shipping. Probably even assembly lube. They'll give it to you all <laughs> on your forks. Uh, you're gonna pay the shipping though, no matter where you are, even if you're from that country of Australia, you have to pay the shipping on it. Um, so thanks to thanks to race tech for coming on board with us. I appreciate it, and thanks to um. Uh, free gun underwear as well. They're, they've got Justin Barcher this year. They wanted us to, to get the word out. We haven't been talking enough about it. Justin Barcher's on the free gun bandwagon. So, Hey, he shaved his mustache. 
I was very happy to see yeah. that. Only you would notice that. I would, because it was hideous. It was hideous. See? Really? Yep. I thought it looked cool. No. I thought it made him look well, like, Well, look at your no. hair today, and then, you know. <laughs> My yeah. hair is a mixture of uh-huh. Scott Weiland, early 90s STP, slash <laughs> Hagar, Montrose era. Slash didn't shower this morning. I did. I showered. Oh, you can. I'm just running this beard, though. I'm running a beard. I like the beard. Thank you. He shaved mm-hmm. his whole face. And now it's growing back fine. She didn't like it because it showed too much of my face. I don't she like said, James's whole face. <laughs> too much of my face. Too much face. <laughs> too much face. Gotta hide as much um, as possible. Thanks to, uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. Don't forget, you can get this thing on Stitcher probably in about half an hour. iTunes, uh, half an hour. And um, KTMPartsOnline.com, those drunken Aussies. You, don't, you, you weren't down with those guys? I seen them and they just, yeah. Not all Aussies loved each other. Yeah, but they were just haters. Why? Why? why they were is, haters. Why does everyone need to hate on people? They were haters. Haters yeah. about hate. what? ELE. Everybody love everybody. That's true. <laughs> I like it. It's the Pulpamex yeah, motto. Yeah, same. Yeah, that's our yeah. motto for sure. Always. Uh, um, semi-pro. I like it. Um, <laughs> that impressed he, me. He knows his movies. He's the one who pulled out the Tropic Thunder quote. Well, Devil's everyone, Alley. Everyone knew it. Yeah, Devil's Alley. I pulled it out. I know. Yeah. I said a lot of people yeah. did, but he was the first one. You're on Twitter a lot. Yeah, Milan, you're you're nuts. She hates it. Oh yeah, you have a problem. Yeah. Casey, not good, huh? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I hear you there. Yeah, honestly, I shouldn't even. Really? Only if I got Wi-Fi here. I don't have Wi-Fi with a. Yeah, Wi-Fi plate. in my house right now though. Oh, oh. should have went on it. <laughs> um, now you tell me. <laughs> um, the uh, I wake up in the morning and it's. I mean, I grab my phone, and like I, I go to my emails and I. As I'm receiving emails, I go to Twitter to see what you know, see my mentions right away. Oh man, <laughs> Casey just said she goes and showers while you lay there and check it up. Yep, that's what's check been Twitter. the go. Yeah, I gotta see what's been happening. How many hours? You're you're a day and a half ahead of us. I think you've got a problem because if yeah. I were, I'd be showering with her, I wouldn't be laying <laughs> in bed. Oh snap! <laughs> well, Tits, what you begin to realize that showering. Two, it's just a waste of time. Stupid. <laughs> just showering just, in general. Yeah, showering stuff. Uh, you guys are a day and a half ahead of us. Yep. So it's it's uh, it's noon in uh, uh, Tuesday. Yep. No, Wednesday. Yeah, it's uh, twelve fifty-five tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. I think it's a day and a half. I Tuesday. Half I said day. day and a half. It's a half half day. Yep. Twelve. Yeah. Okay. Tuesday. All right. Um, Mitch Payton, James Stewart, Ivan Tedesco, Chad Sanner, all on tonight. Milan, did you have a favorite guest? Pate. Shocker. It's a good your, show tonight. Who was your favorite guest tonight? Uh, Peyton. And Stuart, actually. I thought he, he did a good interview, hey, you don't as like usual. Yeah, you don't like Stuart. You know what? He gives a good interview. I can't, I can't deny that. Like Stuart. And he did. Maybe he so, like, so, so did Peyton. Maybe he doesn't like black people. That's it. I'm just saying. I'm a wild <laughs> racist. <laughs> uh, Pookie, who'd you like? Who's your favorite? This weekend? No, interview tonight on the show. Oh, uh, was Dean Wilson on? Nope. <laughs> uh, um, Bubba. All right. Because it's the only person you knew. I listened to m- most of it. Um, uh, Kenny, we miss you. Wish you were yep. here. No doubt. Nope. Oops. Never you got to be plugged in. Yeah. Hey, we do. Before he left, though, Kenny took a ride with Paul. He did. On his way out. We got it ready. After a work call. Yeah, we got it and already sent it back. In All anyway. right. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks to our sponsors. 
Thanks to our guests. Thanks, Milan, for the Road to Recovery donation. You get to sit in on the show. Was it everything you dreamed oh, of? Pleasure was all mine. Trust me. When you leave, watch out for the lines, Dan. Oh, will they? <laughs> yeah. They're hungry. Divert, ar- yeah, divert, divert around that. If hang, hang all right. I'm just, I walk down from the Mirage. Yeah. If, if the lines get angry, throw Casey at them. Yeah, and run be. for your own life. Save yourself. Save yourself. <laughs> um, thanks for de- coming on, and uh, we appreciate it, man. You, got, you were really cool tonight. Thank you, Casey. And uh, thanks for the beer. Thanks, thanks for the, a lot. Thanks for the wine. Uh, no. My um, pleasure. And uh, whatever. Did you, you bring Pookie, Pookie wine coolers? Yep. Nah, bottles. Bottles of wine. There you go. Oh, God. It's ridiculous. Feeding feeding the problem. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank oh, really? You. <laughs> um, so I can't believe we had a mic with Kenny and Paul, but Paul Lindsay showed up to take uh-huh. Kenny home. He did. And, he had a, <laughs> and you have a hidden mic in the car. Uh, he, he, Kenny calls Paul whenever there's emergencies and stuff like that. How to that. handle the yeah. show, yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's amazing. So uh, let's hear that call as we go out. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Buddy, it's just in the neighborhood, and that's tough. Fuck it. That chair reeks like butt. I agree. I am so happy. I am so happy. Let's not kid ourselves here. Are you going to freaking argue with me? That's bullcrap. I have to disagree with you. Go rest until tonight. That's what I was just going to say. No, I'm just kidding. Easy, Paul. I've got a Red Bull cracked open. <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I need time to get my head on straight. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't really give a shit. Fuck it. I try to always turn a negative into a positive. I agree. You just never know. This is what I think. You're not right all the time, Paul. I have to disagree with you. Could be mistaken. Hang yourself. That's tough. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.